You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek. Movies, TV, or news, we talk about it, well, not every week, <laughs> since last week we weren't here. Week. <laughs> yeah, but it's your boy Jordan with... Hey, hey, they call me All For One. Wait, I messed that up. All For One? <laughs> what yeah. are you talking about? We get the Venom voice, I don't understand. That's the only voice I got. <laughs> <laughs> the Venom voice? Yeah. Well, Wait, like a- I'm not done. I'm going to come up. I remember I said I had a rap oh, okay. that I missed. Yeah, that yeah, was since we didn't do it last week. It's going to be the new new one. Hold okay. on. I had to pull it up because you, you didn't tell me we were ready. All right. <laughs> Some freestyle. You have it like, on your phone to, like, to read yep. from? I, I got it on my phone. I need to prepare. Okay. What is it? They call me all for one and I come to rule. I steal everybody's quirks and I go beyond plus ultra two. If you step to me, I'll make you bend the knee like Daenerys from Game of Thrones, except I don't need a dragon times three. My power is incredible. My presence unforgettable. Describe me in one... Wait. If you describe me in one <laughs> word, it would be complex. Hey, Flaza Dude, a.k.a. Sugar Rocky, you're next. Oh. Okay. Ah! okay. Okay. There was, there was some pacing problems in the middle there. I forgot. But... <laughs> I, I, I got lost. I got lost when I was reading it. Okay. The, fuck up. But the ending is perfect vision. I, I give that a high scores for that, that, yeah. that dismount. The, 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 your vision. next got me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, are you really sitting like right for like a whole week writing rhymes? No, like, I thought rhyme. about it last week before we started. Okay, and then we didn't record, so I'm like, I'm gonna keep it. Yes, for those that don't know, if you don't follow me on Instagram, so I was like, just in case I forget, let me write this shit down because I know I'm gonna forget. <laughs> yeah, my audio, our audio recorder literally died last week. This SD card reader wasn't working. So we had to skip a week, which is when Michael. Besides, Bob's fuck up. you! Don't talk about pacing issues. You didn't give me no. You didn't give me no beat or nothing. <laughs> oh, you didn't ask me when you started rapping. <laughs> I didn't know you were gonna do it. I was like, oh, kind of okay. hype man are you? Uh, uh, MC all for one. No, it's uh, too late. Whatever. Point is, we couldn't record last week because the recorder died. But if you guys don't follow me on Instagram, you know, I, I made a lot of like uh, posts about it there. Um, but I'll say this, man. The week that we didn't record, I, I don't know if I had like an existential crisis. <laughs> I found myself having all these thoughts like, wow, so this is what's like not having being a podcast. A, being a normie. <laughs> yeah, not talking about our, our thoughts on things like the Venom trailer and That's stuff. what I was saying. I was like, I need to get my thoughts out. I'm like, I don't like this. I don't like these feelings. <laughs> like, I, I need had, people to listen to me. <laughs> yeah, I was all hyped to talk about Teen Titans Go last week, but it didn't happen. So I was like... Fuck man, like what? What? I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm just gonna talk about it on the internet with people. What makes no sense? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who am I gonna talk? I just gotta talk to Jordan without having an audience. Like I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> There's no point talking to you without someone listening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's the point? <laughs> I don't know, man. But I just had all these thoughts. I was like, man, like when's our podcast gonna end? Like you know, like what? I don't want everyone. To, I, we talked about it before, but I, I never want this podcast to end. I wanted to be when I, when I steal your quirk. Oh, okay. That's what's gonna end. Yeah, that's what's gonna end. <laughs> Episode five hundred. It's just gonna be me <laughs> and Flaza dude. <laughs> Flaza dude. 
when will the age of heroes return <laughs> jacob avenge me <laughs> but yeah i was just like man no no podcast no nothing i can't do it i, I never i never want to be in a position where we're not we don't have a podcast i mean hey uh, going f- for a good uh, over a year or about a year actually it's been a year but about because the last time we missed the episode was when we got into the car accident and then basically a year later. so i guess every year it's gonna be something well i mean thankfully this time it was just <laughs> yeah thankfully something, it was so just, something was just benign but still <laughs> guys a meteor crashes my house <laughs> it's funny that it happened a year a year late of the same month oh that's true it is like almost the anniversary yeah huh so i think it's your fault oh that's something to watch out for <laughs> Maybe we're the um, was it was from Cloak and Dagger, the destined pairing the, or whatever, the, the divine pairing, the divine pairing. <laughs> Every catastrophe, there's a podcast that's missed. Yeah. So next year it's gonna be something. Well, maybe we're gonna go alternate. So last year was something crazy. This year something benign. Next year something crazy again. No, no, no. It got to be crazy, benign, irrelevant, then crazy again. <laughs> irrelevant. Irrelevant. What like, does that mean? Like your tooth falls out. We can still record. We can still record. <laughs> go to the dentist later. <laughs> But I'm bleeding all over the podcast. It doesn't like, matter. Go get a bandage. <laughs> this show must go on. Gargle ah! some peroxide. All right, but yeah, I, I, that's a long way to go. But just I just wanted to say that because we've got a packed week this week. Not only do we have news from the last two weeks, but we didn't talk about Teen yeah, Titans episodes Go. Episodes for the last two weeks. My Hero and... Uh, yeah, and Cloak and Dagger. And then this week, Cloak and, and Dagger's ended. Did you watch... I didn't, we didn't even talk about this. What? Fuck. Did you watch uh, the two episodes of Attack on Titan? Oh shit! Yeah, I did. So yeah, the first two episodes came out. Yeah, for the season three. Yeah, we could talk about that too. I totally forgot about that. Um. So yeah, we talk about some anime. We will talk about some Cloak and Dagger in the finale. You're like drenched right now. I'm hot, dude. <laughs> we'll talk about Teen Titans Go. Um. And Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh wait, no, you didn't watch it. No, I didn't watch it. You suck, man. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> How do you watch bullshit skyscraper but not Mission Impossible Fallout? Because that's not based on anything. What is Skyscraper based on? I'm, that's what I'm saying. Skyscraper is not based on anything. Oh, oh, you only need to watch Mission Impossible 6. I need to watch the other five. Oh, you're completionist <laughs> bullshit, dude. I must know all the facts. Like, I've seen the first two, and I barely remember them. But, I still but, watch you still seen, but you've still seen them, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> you, I, in case you didn't realize this, you and I are two different people, dude. This I, mean, I, I need to know the whole story. No, you don't. Yes, I do. <laughs> no, you don't. Just like Black Mirror. <laughs> exactly. I still don't even finish that. That's what I mean. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. It holds you back. <laughs> but whatever. Before we get into all that, though, we have iTunes reviews. And we have passed 225 iTunes reviews, Michael. You know what that means? Yeah! It doesn't you mean... you get a scream. No, it doesn't yeah. mean you get a scream. <laughs> get a sexy scream. What does that mean? <laughs> It wasn't even sexy. What? It was. It was sexy to somebody. No, it means that we're going to announce our co-host uh, iTunes review raffle giveaway thing. <laughs> I got to think of a better name for it. It's like the most unwieldy name. It's like the thing from My Heart Academia, Dark Abyss. <laughs> it's like this long ass name. Kid, like, you get to come on down. You get to be the next Kid Vision. The next Kid Vision? Why do they get to be me? That's my title. <laughs> exactly. It's your podcast. They're coming as a co-host. They could be Kid Vision. Oh, I thought you meant like Kid Prediction Head kind of thing. No. A Kid Vision. Yeah, Kid Vision. Okay. So so us together kid, are the... Kid ver- Blurred Vision have been too many words. So who's the so who's the blurred and who's the vision in between the two of us? You're the... No. <laughs> Come back to me. I'm not... Because yeah. I'm like, hmm. 
Whatever. <laughs> Point is, we're announcing our code. I'm the smartest Avenger, so I should have the vision. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Whatever. So the point is, we're going to be announcing our co-host raffle giveaway winner. Um, we're at 233 reviews. We actually passed our 225 limit. But some we got, I got 33 names in this little randomizer here. And after I finish reading the reviews, we're going to announce the winner. So, for iTunes reviews, let's start with... Junior Wiyazawa. Wiyaza. Wiyaza. Yayorozu. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's complicated. It might as well be. It's a five-star review. Subject is first review, love blurred vision. First off, I love blurred vision, and I had to download iTunes to write this review. Second, I claim to be Tokiyama or Tokoyami because I'm dark and they call me Dark Shadow. I'm pretty sure he's already taken. Yeah, I'm pretty sure somebody took him already. We haven't deferred to Jacob. He has a list. <laughs> Uh, talking about my hero, I'm not going to spoil anything in my hero, but trust me that things will get crazier, and I'm pretty sure Jordan will cry again. Uh, I take that bet. <laughs> That's a pretty safe bet <laughs> with My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. Moving on to Cloak and Dagger, when I saw the trailer, I thought it was going to be whack, but since watching it, I'm glad the way they are taking it, and I'm excited for season two. This week's episode started off low, but took a huge turn during the end. I assume he's talking about the penultimate episode, not the finale, because it's from last week. Uh, love you guys, and you'll be hearing from me a lot more. Plus Ultra! Thanks, Junior. Um, next review comes from Drew D21. It's a five-star review. Subject is, saw, uh, saw your raffle, but have to be dot, dot, dot. He got cut off, so I don't know what he's saying. Honestly, I love your podcast, my man. I'm a huge DC fan, so at first I was upset when I saw all your memes online joking on the first few DCEU movies. I too had a problem with the movies, but it seemed like every other post with DC hate. Sigh. <laughs> Internet problems. As I listened to your podcast, I began to find that you are a very strong fan of both DC and Marvel, and the disappointment of the DCEU was heavy enough to make you speak out against the problems with these films, unlike a lot of the Snyder bandwagoners. Yeah, man. I'm a DC fan, not a DCEU fan. My loyalties lie with, with like the you know, the actual brand, not just one section of the brand. Yep. If you weren't uh if you weren't a DC if you were a DCEU hater, you wouldn't have even liked Teen Titans. Go. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> the internet's also mad at me before that though. It's like, oh, oh, okay. You hate DCEU all the time, and then you like Teen Titans Go. You just like the kitty shit blur vision. <laughs> Make up your mind. And <laughs> <laughs> what it boils down to is, my, I don't. My opinion doesn't fall in line with theirs. So just mad. <laughs> That's the the internet hate for me and the DCEU stuff. But I digress. Uh, Drew goes on to say. You're a true fan, and you bring me perspective to the comic world, which I appreciate. Aw. Also, I've never been much of an anime fan other than Hunter x Hunter and Naruto, but you have put me on to a lot of good shows like My Hero Academia. Thanks for having awesome content and an awesome cosplay team. Excited to see what the next couple of years holds for your channel and influence. Oh, that's really sweet, Drew. Thank you. And shout out to my cosplay team, Kamarama Studios. Power Rangers Unworthy drops August 17th. Woo! Hey, Michael's not in there. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're too busy being a real actor <laughs> instead of acting in fan films. Hair flip. I wish shit. I'm not in anything. I'm not in anything right now. <laughs> well, I guess I'm more of an actor than you are, Michael. I'm just kidding. Uh, next review comes from uh, ML Junior Seven. 
Uh, five-star review. Subject is, they keep going beyond blah. I don't know what he said. Again, iTunes sucks, so they cut off all the subjects. Uh, staying nerdy, my blurds. This is Mike, a.k.a. Afroboricua84. I think that's what he, uh, how do you spell it. I'm not sure. Um, step one of the re-review is that y'all are spitting hot fire every week. In the words of he's Chappelle talking about Show. That, he's talking about that rap I just did. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely not. In the words of Chappelle Show, you are the five greatest rappers of all time. See, Michael, see. Jordan, Jordan, Michael, and Jordan. <laughs> Dylan, 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 and Dylan. Need some Cambodian breast milk. I got you. Wow, that's an old school reference. Don't judge me, but I am finally catching up with my hero. I am sipping it like the finest of red wines. That's the way you do it. It's so good, I am staying up too late at night with nightmares of stain trying to lick my face. Whoa. Uh, no, not like that, Michael. Not that fun kind of long tongue It's funny. Dream. I was just thinking, is that God a nightmare? God damn it. I was like, is that a nightmare though? But I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> you behave yourself over there. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Yeah, he, he you were thinking aloud. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with being black gay comic geek joking, joking. You may know that Deku is going to be safe, but nonetheless, just like you said in your first review of the show, Annabelle Review Podcast, uh, you feel the gut punch anyway. It's funny to hear Jordan and Jamie tell Michael about it, and then Michael was like, what the fuck is this ish? <laughs> Where are we going to watch Dragon Ball Super? LOL. <laughs> We were basic bitches back then, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I had to convince you. Not time changer. You're like, yeah, no, Dragon Ball yeah, Super's yeah, the best yeah. Michael, you need to watch My Hero Academia. I'm like, uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, I'm uber pig. And now you're fucking drunk. Oh, only the finest, the, the highest quality animes I can watch. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm uber picky with anime, but Jamie and y'all too got me convinced like Kilgrave. <laughs> That's awesome. Can we get Jamie's top animes of all time pick list? Maybe I think she did those already when she was still here. Did she? I believe so. She named her top five. She said number one was uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Uh-huh. And I think two was My Hero, and that's all I remember. Did she go through her top five? She did. I, I remember, remember that. Oh, okay. Maybe a one-time recording from home or something. You are Miss Jamie. Yeah, she's in Korea now. Yeah, she, I was going to say, the time difference is way too... Like, it's like <laughs> yeah. a 13-hour time difference. I don't know if she would take she a would big average schedule. Yeah, I was going to say, she would have to get up either super early or we would have to get up super... And I'm not doing that. Yeah. Maybe like a pre-recording. Like, she could record it like, and then we, we listen to it live. Maybe. And then she can leave gaps. And then we could, we could like, 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 leave response gaps. So then we could, like, have a fake conversation with her through the recording. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like she's in the room. Uh, listen, I'm 100% willing to support you if you do a Patreon because a brother needs to get paid. And come on, do a bar meetup. Your fans will slobber all over you for three hours. That sounds dirty. Hey, you got my interest. <laughs> and we can Venmo you for a bodyguard, too. Although Jordan is so jacked right now, he probably won't need it. No, he doesn't. Uh, he's not the dumbest Avenger anymore. He is now the uh, most... He still is. <laughs> Ow, Michael. Ow, you let me finish the sentence. No, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> He's not the dumbest Avenger anymore. He's now the most powerful Ranger. <laughs> Welcome, strongest Avenger. Uh, been telling all my POC SJ Warrior friends that y'all are the best nerd game in town. Talking to spread love because it's the Brooklyn way. Keep on going beyond plus ultra and try to stay nerdy. My motherfucking blurries. I like that. My motherfucking, my motherfucking blurries. Motherfucking. He, he went a full Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, wow. He writes a lot. It's been a week. Oh, I guess maybe he was part of multiple other reviews that he like re-reviewed or something. Oh, yeah. It seems like it was like three different... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do like that idea, though. The only thing is, I'm just like, New York. A fan meetup in like New York? Like a meetup? Yeah. That'd be cool. I swear, before I go on vacation uh, in two weeks, we also need to figure out what we're going to do for a show in two weeks. Maybe we should do like a BVS drunk commentary, finally, and do like a pre-recording of it. Because I'm not going to be here, not next weekend, but the weekend after that. Because uh, Jordan's going to California. Going to California, Power Morphicon! Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I swear, before we I leave, I'm going to try and figure out, We I'm going to logistically figure out these t-shirt designs. I'm going to find somebody. I got a guy who's willing to do it. I'm going to release. We're going to have some leverage and swag. It's going to happen. I got swag in my bag and you can't tell me nothing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> MC Mikey. Uh, next review comes from Logan's 1025. Five-star review. Subject is one of the best. I've been listening to your podcast for maybe a year plus now, and I have to say they're really great. I listen while in the car or doing chores, and it makes it a lot better. I really like listening to Michael News and Comic Corner. I always look forward to Mondays just for the podcast. So last week he was mad. Yeah, last week he was very disappointed. <laughs> you assholes! <laughs> I trusted you! <laughs> you guys were the chosen ones! <laughs> uh, our recorder was like, I hate you! <laughs> uh, keep up the great work. Stay nerdy, my blurdy. Thanks, Logan. Uh, next review comes from Co- uh, Casanova Brown. It's a five-star review. Subject is... it. Wasn't always cool to be dot, dot, dot. I've been listening and following y'all through your podcast and IG since forever. Growing up in Philly, it wasn't cool to be a nerd and black, so most of us talked in specific circles, but to hear my fave subjects and listen to blurs who geek out just like me and give voice to all my favorite comics, TV shows, and movies gets me a hype for each new episode y'all do. Oh man, these, these reviews are like touching my oh, heart right now. Oh, Casanova. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> to hear the black perspective on comic arcs, trailers, and anime, to feel like I'm not alone in this blurred life, to honestly admit that listening to y'all got me into podcasting as well and developing my own voice within our culture is a testament to the fact that your passion has evolved into a movement for some of us. We are inspiring. Oh my God, where's the deck going back and go with the podcast? <laughs> Yep. Oh, it's so beautiful. And I'm happy to say thank you guys for being our voice for so long. And I hope one day to harmonize with y'all. I'm only a stay away in Philly. Let me buy y'all a cheesesteak one day. Maybe even come on to my radio show and get, you got a wait. You got a radio show? Wait, what? Yeah, I'm like what? <laughs> and a five star podcast right here. Keep up the great work. Oh, thank you so much, Casanova. Yeah, man. Hopefully this guy wins, Casanova Brown. Okay. That'd be awesome to talk with. And if we don't win, I'm still down for that cheesesteak. <laughs> as long as it's uh, chicken cheesesteak, because I don't eat red meat. You're so bougie. <laughs> you changed, Michael. <laughs> Have I, though? Yes. Well, I did. I changed from a vegetarian to a, 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 a white meat eater. Okay. Specifically, the white meat. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dog. <laughs> Buffy's too black. <laughs> don't start with that shit again. That's not what I said. You say? I said I want black liberation. <laughs> My Buffy's too black. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. We'll get into that later because that, that comes that's in the news. That's in the news. Oh, some, more, some more Buffy stuff. Ah, uh, here we go. <laughs> All right, next review comes from our old pal, Awesome Nick04, Xander. It's a five star review. I'm getting dragged back in. Flaza Y. 
don't start shit because you know I'm about to jump into this. Just ask Akka. If you do not step down, I will come at you with the, my AP shot on you. I'm finally embracing my Bakugo. <laughs> anyway, stay nerdy, my blurdy. <laughs> AP shot All right, watch out, Flaza, man. He's, he's on to you, Shigaraki. <laughs> it's okay, I got you, Flaza. <laughs> do you? <laughs> I can give you more quirks. <laughs> okay. Just come see me in prison. <laughs> Ginger the Weeb. It's a five-side review. Uh, is so I think iTunes censored dot 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 I tried to write a review again but I guess I swore a few too many times in my original draft I guess I'll restart to say uh, don't worry Jacob I'll gladly accept the Kirishima Kirishima title since I can stay rock hard in all the right places hey 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 my influence is spreading he literally hey he knows us too well because he since I'm sure Jordan is uncomfortable right now (laughs) and Michael at least hopefully enjoys the joke Man, his prediction powers are off the chain right there. <laughs> but I do want to thank you guys for helping me, uh, helping to inspire me to really attempt cosplay since I'm going to attend Dragon Con in September as All Mice deflated form. Oh, that's so cool, really? That's awesome, bro. Cosplay. Um, I haven't cosplayed at all this year. And it's all Jordan's fault. How's it my fault? Because the one con I wanted to go to this year, you're not going anymore because you're leaving. Yeah, because it overlaps with with uh, the Power, Power Rangers. Oh, I'm oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, if I could be naked, gay being... gay people. That's the thing. It's not gay <laughs> Power Rangers. Yeah, gay people. <laughs> yeah, it's also gay Power Rangers. Fuck you. I wrote no. it. I no. wrote it. And I I made the costumes. It's my it's my brainchild. There's no Rainbow Ranger. No, not yet. I'll save that for you as a cameo in the last episode. For the sequel? Yeah, for the sequel. Um, but at the same time, I have to blame Jordan for making me a crybaby when I watch My Hero Now and reading the manga. Hey, I'm sorry not sorry, because even this most recent episode of My Hero Academia, I, I got a little emotional. At the very end. Come on, you didn't get emotional at the end of this episode where they talk about Class 1A? And no, I didn't get emotional, but I was like, yes, that's how you fucking do it. That's I was a, like, woof. That's emotion. Not crying emotion. Well, I just experienced emotions <laughs> differently than you. <laughs> Don't judge me. I am a little bit. <laughs> I'm the most emotional Avenger. We'll take that. <laughs> uh, since I guess everyone else is too, I'll share my Insta at another ginger underscore, which I say means we all need to get a blurred fans group chat. Actually, we probably could. There's probably enough people that we could have like a good 20-something people in the group chat. Uh, I'll say, too, I know you guys maybe didn't love the Titans trailer, but other than Starfire, I really dig the angsty Robin and the looks for Raven and Beast Boy. Well, I guess I'll end my long-ass review here and hope it actually posts his time. Love you guys and plus Ultra. I mean, I didn't I didn't hate the Titans trailer. I just didn't think it was the... The tone I specifically probably would have rathered, but I mean, yeah, I didn't hate it. Yeah, but I also felt like for this, I thing, actually like the the fuck Batman moment. Yeah, I didn't have. A, <laughs> yeah, I mentioned that. I didn't have a problem with that. The thing I more so have a problem with is I feel like they're really pushing this Titans thing to sell the DC streaming service, and I'm like, nobody really gives a fuck. The thing that the, you guys should be leaning. The thing that you guys should be leaning on is the Young Justice, and I feel like they're not. I feel like they're leaving that as an afterthought. And that's the thing that got the streaming service kicked off to begin with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know my thing. My thing was just I didn't think it was a celebration of the Teen Titans fandom like I wanted. 
I wanted it to be like Teen Titans at the end of it, but just like Teen Titans. You know what I'm saying? It's more like Teen Titans. Yeah, it's the Venom. I get turned in the wind. wind. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even a saying. It's such stupid. Uh, apparently it is. No, it's not. Apparently it is. <laughs> I want the guy to be like, what are you saying right now? What? I'm going to eat you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, oh, crap. <laughs> oh, crap, literally. Um, next review comes from Bosa the Alert. It's a five-star review. Man, we got a lot of reviews. Uh, subject is, yay, black people. I find myself saying that phrase now whenever I see black people winning. <laughs> also, I love the in-depth feedback on my hero because I, too, want to know what the hell Invisible Girl does to keep passing to the next level. <laughs> the world may never know, Bosa. may never know. I also find hilarious that I was so team cap in the comic Civil War, but am so on board with the My Hero world, my friend called me out. Wait, what? I also find it hilarious that I was so team cap in the comic Civil War, but I am so on board... In the Civil War comic. Yeah. But I am so on board with the My Hero world. Oh, oh, I get what he means. Because the, the My Hero world is basically the, 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 the logical conclusion from the Civil War comic, you know, the, what's that called? The Registration Act. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like my hero. Yeah, because they're all registered. Everyone's they registered. gotta go work through government. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it took me a second. I was like, wait, what? Oh yeah, it makes sense. It does. Yeah, it goes to show that you know, just a different perspective on the same kind of concept. Perhaps. Yeah. Because I know there's that vigilantes comics that looked at it that looks at it from a different perspective. But it's or also manga, a world. Rather. The My Hero Academia world is a world where the villains, at least as of right now, are so suppressed. So like, there's not really as much of a danger of a villain finding out your secret identity and going to hurt your loved ones. Because like, since there's so many heroes and so few villains right now in the world, anyway. Yeah. That's not really a danger. But yeah, if it so was, it's, a little, it's definitely a little different. Than, it's definitely a lot different than the Marvel world. In the Marvel world, I think there's like. 10 villains for every one hero, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, I'm just really saying all this so I can claim Mezzo Shoji. Stay nerdy. Uh, stay blurdy, my nerdy. Wait, what? Wait, what? You fucked it up! <laughs> no, wait, who's Mezzo Shoji? Mezzo Shoji. Is that the multi-arm guy? Mezzo Shoji. Oh, Shoji. Yeah, that's the that's the multi-arm guy. But his first name is Mezzo? Looking it up right now. We know nothing. We we're such big fans, but we know nothing. I don't know. It is. It is, it is the multi-arm guy. Okay. I knew Shoji sounded familiar. I guess his name, first name is Mezzo. Okay. I don't think anybody's claimed him yet. No, right? nobody's claimed multi-arms. Yeah. Double arms. Multi-arm Kakashi is who he really is. You don't basically. know. Basically. What do you mean basically? Oh, I guess you did watch the first I episode see, of Naruto. I, seen, I said I've seen 18 episodes. Oh, okay. There you go. I'm like, you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> don't be a poser. <laughs> I'm about to pull like huh? So we could do a Naruto review based on those first 18 episodes. <laughs> is that even the first arc? Did you finish the Haku arc? What is that? Haku, I need the little boy girl, the girl, boy looks like a girl. Yeah, I did finish that. Oh, okay. So at least, okay. You finished the first arc at least. Um, Next review comes from Lil King Gaming. It's a five-star review. Subject is Perfect Vision. Uh, Lil says, hey, what's up, you gays? 
I think he means guys. <laughs> I think no, he's a typo. No, I think he was right. <laughs> what up, you gays? You said everybody sucks a little dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody sucks a little dick. I mean, so he's not gay. It's a spectrum, guys. Yeah, as long on. as the balls don't touch. <laughs> Working 12 hours, 6 p.m. and 6 a.m. Anyways, me and my brother are taking, talking, taking, talking about the Warner Brothers trailers. My brother's favorite trailer is Aquaman. I told I don't know about the, I guess, what? I told I don't know about the, I guess, because Justice League left a bad taste in my mouth, but Shazam gave me hope about DC. Okay. I, I, well, I, I, I We'll go with that. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> understand what you said. Kinda. Yeah, I kind of understand. <laughs> but Godzilla got me hyped. Hell yeah. Stay nerdy. P.S. Can I be the official DJ of the podcast? My first song I recommend is Logic Super Mario World. The DJ of the podcast? <laughs> wicked, 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 wicked. Little King Gaming. All right. Sure. We got, we got, we got like all these positions filled in the podcast at this point. Uh, next review comes from Gilly Esco. It's a five-star review. Subject is Dark Shadow. Hey, guys. Since someone already took Tokuyami, can I technically still be Dark Shadow? Oh, that's... That's kind of smart. That's, yeah, that is that's yeah. two different people. Yeah. La, lol, Sukuyomi is my favorite character. If not, then I'm here to claim Mineta. I'll email later. <laughs> Sniff girl's panties, then whispers in Mineta's voice, plus ultra. <laughs> but no, Dark Shadow works. Yeah, you can totally have Dark Shadow. That's actually pretty clever. P.S. Can I stay nerdy my blurdy if I'm not black? Of course you can. We are we are not a inclusive podcast. We are open to everyone. Yep. Maybe that's why some people say stay blurdy my nerdy. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, it's not. They just fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, but that we, we, we'll take it. Yeah. So is it, is it, if you're not black, you have to say stay blurdy my nerdy. That's just confusing. <laughs> We're not making an extra shirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Love the show. <laughs> IG is following underscore Robin. All right, Gilly. Thanks for review. Next review comes from B.Tills. It's a five-star review. Subject is Light Skin Yagami is Pleased. Hey, what's up, guys? Just wanted to let you guys know that I am pleased that you guys are finally reviewing the comics you said you would. I was on the verge of writing a gruesome in for guys. What? I'm what? on the verge of writing a gruesome in for guys in my death note. Oh, oh, a gruesome in for you guys in my death note. I'm kidding. Or am I? Insert evil cackle here. <laughs> also, I find it hilarious when you guys don't pick on black lingo. The free smoke comment last week. Or when Jordan refers to things being too black. That, ne- that exactly. has never happened! See, I'm not the only one. <laughs> How do you fucking inception everyone this way? <laughs> you said Buffy was too black. No, I did not. <laughs> she did. Or when Jordan butchers rap songs. Wait, what? I mean, wait, it's not even me. It is. It's what? all you. What? What illusion are you casting <laughs> on these people? <sighs> anyway, uh, anywho, keep up the great work, and as always, stay nerdy, my blurdy. I don't understand. <laughs> I understand all of these. <laughs> you got some kind of like hypnotism quirk. I, do. <laughs> like, I have all the quirks. Apparently. Uh, next review comes from Regis the Lion. Uh, this is a four-star review. What do uh-oh, we do? Uh-oh. Uh, you guys didn't record last week. Four stars. Yeah, exactly. Subject is, it's time to deal with this. Uh, Regis says, Gran Torino is putting a stop to all for one. Oh, okay. Yeah. What does that mean? 
Michael, I usually let the anime slash manga nativity slide, but this is the last straw. No one disrespects Ippo. (laughs) I mean, I agree with that. (laughs) I didn't disrespect. I know all about Ippo. No, you don't. Yes, I do. (laughs) Oh, God. I I, I talked to him down the street the other day. Who the fuck? What? (laughs) Jordan, it's... (laughs) Remember I asked you, what's what's Ippo? You're like, Majima (laughs) Nabajama. It's like, what? Jordan's time for the big guns. Show him the yaoi. What? No, I'm not going to show him the yaoi of Hajime no Ippo. Why would I do that? Um, I mean, no. that might get me interested. <laughs> I don't want you interested. That's what's going to get you interested. I'm not able to review my hero because of you. I hope you're happy. <laughs> Are you happy, Michael? I, I'm, I don't know. I get peanuts from bar. Okay. I'm happy that Cloak and Dagger is getting season two. Uh, I have a theory about a possible supervillain that is closely connected to Cloak and Dagger's powers. In order to avoid potential spoilers, I'll keep it to myself. Let's see if DC can redeem itself. Probably not. Well, I got a jet. Go beyond plus ultra. I look how he just ends with like, oh, maybe DC can redeem itself. Yeah, I was like, what does that have to do with anything? Out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, fuck these things. I was I like, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got a four star because you disrespected Epo. Is that what I'm understanding here? I didn't disrespect you, Paul. I mean, you kind of did. He's a Hajimajima. Okay, you did it again. <laughs> Hajimaja Ipo. It's going to be three Is stars. Is that the name week. of it? Hajimaja Ipo. <laughs> I hate you. Go, Ipo, go. It's really good anime, so I think you would actually like it if you give it a chance. But, you know, what do I know? I don't know nothing. <laughs> Next review comes from Poet Cartist. Uh, five-star review. Subject is My Two Cents. Jordan, for future reference, you said my username correct the very first time without emphasizing the C, or just poet for short. Oh, so maybe I should just say poet cartist, right? Poet sartist? Poet artist? Poet C art? No. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> you're, you're reading it, not me. <laughs> I'm going to say poet cartist. Uh, also, since my identity for Tokiyami got stolen, my uh, everybody must be Tokiyami. My other favorite character would be. Uh, Togata Mirio? Mirio? As my podcast persona. You don't know him yet. I'm about to say, I'm like, who's that? You don't know him yet, but you will very soon in the anime, probably. I really enjoyed your section on the James Gunn issue because it gave a good insight into your personal views. I didn't know of the issue before it was in the news, but I agree with what you said that it's a very slippery slope. It's sad that the... It's sad the times that we live in now where whether you approve of what he did or not, discipline can be so drastically different person to person. Yeah. It's the court of public opinion at this point. Basically, anything can happen to anyone based on how upset some random groups or fans slash critics are. Yeah. It's sad to see how toxic nerd fandoms have become where we trash people for the smallest things and forget that we are all people at the end of the day. People drag James Gunn for what he did, but in the same breath, drag the Asian actress in Star Wars or the new Starfire for just simply portraying a character. No one is safe, and it's people like that who are not true fans, just people pushing agendas into fandoms. I have more thoughts, but Jordan always says my reviews are too black. What? What? (laughs) I mean long, lol. (laughs) But I'll end end by saying uh, I love you guys. And my fellow nerds who listen because our fandom should be places that embrace one another with love because of the interest that brings us together. And I cannot agree more with that final statement. We are the world. We are, we are the blood vision. vision. <laughs> that was very poetic of you, poet uh, cartist. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I always say this, but like it just makes me sad because 
fandom and the geek stuff, like geekery, no matter what it is, whether it be anime, whether it be video games, whether it be comics, whether it be comic book movies, whether it be wrestling, anything you're geeky about. Like, those things are meant to be an escape from the bullshit of the world that divides us. These are supposed to unite us. But, like, the fact that it's become a thing where these things have become weaponized or become these points, these, like, these battlefields of, like, contentious arguments and stuff, like, I don't know. It's, or you got fandoms fighting each other. Marvel versus DC. You or got fandoms within fandoms, like, you PlayStation know. versus Xbox. Yeah, exactly. Star Trek versus Star Wars. Exactly. Like, I don't, I don't know. That's only cool in a video game. Marvel versus Capcom. Oh, but not real life. Yeah. I mean, so and it's, it's, that's always been there too within Geekdom. Like, it's always been like the "What do you prefer, Marvel or DC?" But like, it's just become it's become toxic at this point. That's what the real issue. is. Yeah, I mean, to say I prefer one over the other, that's fine. You could debate about it, but yeah. then saying "Fuck you and your mother," I'm a fucker down the throat. Yeah, like, like, you that, stupid motherfucker. Yeah, like, that gets start throwing out racial slurs. I'm not racist, you nigger. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I've I, people. I, I, it's like a joke, but I've, people have said it to me online. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen stuff like that. Not not just to you, but like just in general. Yeah, exactly. Or like, I'm not racist, but fuck that monkey nigger. All this, it's like, come, like I don't get the disconnect. Yeah, I want to believe you're just trolling. And you're not that stupid, but I don't. I can't. Yeah, no, I don't. Who knows? The internet's <laughs> ridiculous, <laughs> which means that the world's ridiculous. But anywho, our next review comes from Morales's Web Slinger. It's a five star review. Subject is well, dang. Since everyone's claiming. My Hero Academia characters, I guess I'm left with Mineta, cough. Oh, wait, that's Michael, cough. <laughs> mm, Mineta's straight. <laughs> You're right, you had to be gay, Mineta. <laughs> gay juice, not grape juice. Yeah. <laughs> <Ew. Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> gay juice. I got a lot of gay juice. Oh! <laughs> Joking, guys, no hard feelings. I'd probably be Kaminari shaking my head. Who's that? The electric guy. Oh, why is he shaking my head? He's cool. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, he, his powers are whack when he uses them too too much of them but yeah but they all have uh, a drawback yeah yeah that's, I don't when know. yaya rosa uses too much she can't freaking move yeah when deku he fucking breaks himself <laughs> <laughs> said bakugo bakugo's awesome <laughs> no his his limbs start yeah whatever this happened like one time when he's fighting all might <laughs> yeah well, yeah that's because he's smart though yeah okay uh next view comes from big chris 1911 who is over 100 years old. That's actually his age. Remember this guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, the five-star review, and the subject is, I have a bone to pick with you something. It got cut off. Big Chris says, What's good, fellas? Great podcast once again. There was a ton of awesome content, so I was pumped to spend four and a half hours listening to you guys. However, I was rubbed the wrong way about your comments on James Gunn. That's great. It's like it's like the Thanos situation. It's like a balance. One person one says person they love their conversation, one person doesn't like it. <laughs> Um, Big Chris, let's see what Big Chris's issue was. He says overall, I agree that he should not have been gotten. He should not have gotten fired for those tweets, especially since it was brought to our attention four plus years ago, and he apologized. But to say that the hashtag Me Too movement is a modern day witch hunt is pretty problematic, and wrapped up in a toxic heteronormative rhetoric. Also, the movement was weaponized by the very person it was meant. To meant to be used against and that speaks volumes of its own gun should definitely get reprimanded and have his pay cut but to fire him was a you think a pay cut is okay though do you agree with that 
I don't know about it. Because we, we talk about because like, I'm like I don't even know how much he gets paid in the first. Because I true. know usually the actors get paid way more than the. I think even a pay cut would have set a precedent that shouldn't be upheld. But I know we talked about maybe probation, some I don't know, some kind of slap. But the I was gonna say even how would how would probation work? Oh, you're not directing Guardians. That's the same outcome. No, like a warning, basically. That's why I, I saw it. Like if they warned him, like we don't approve of it, but if we we'll keep an eye on it, if something like this happens again, you know, then we'll take some kind of action yeah. whatever that may be but i think that was at least quell a lot of the people that had the issue with it if you at least say there's some kind of repercussion even if it's not like you know an actual tangible one just saying like like that we do know this was that was an issue and we are taking measures to make sure it doesn't happen again yeah that's better yeah but let's see what he has to say he was gonna say <coughs> uh, da, 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 da. a pay cut but to fire him was a bad call on Disney's part but to say that there's a slippery slope tied to the alt-right co-opting the hashtag is trash and shows erasure of the survivor's trauma erasure of the survivor's trauma hmm interesting choice of words love you guys though and keep up the great content and as always stay nerdy my blurdy PS 1911 is the oh no secret origins 1911 <laughs> is the year my frat was founded founded and I'm 28 so you are far from offending me much love to you both 1911 that's I'm guessing that's one of the divine nine I think alphas was 1906 I don't know I'm just the I, hell are you talking I'm like wait what are you doing some kind of like calculus in your head what's happening uh, I'm trying to figure out the 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 years the f- f- divine nine, you know the fraternity you're not black enough you know the it's uh, too black it's too black I, I was like what I, but, I, I thought you were doing some like beautiful mind like but no like the black the black fraternities I'm just trying to remember the years they were founded like I know I think alphas is 1906 I don't remember the other one. So he's in one of the... I was trying to remember which... which Based on the year, which frat he's in. Oh, wow. Uh, so might, I be, don't... might be a Kappa. Okay, Mr. Prediction Head. You're, you're so good now. Not even, Mr. Know. Detective Head. <laughs> I mean, hey, I got a lot of heads. Mr. Sherlock Holmes head over here. All right. Whatever. I could be wrong. He might not even be black, so... <laughs> okay, well, I mean, and you know, his what, the points he makes about... Um, not agreeing 100% what we said about James Gunn is fair and according to most people most people don't agree with us so that's not <laughs> far-fetched to believe that some people don't agree with our, what we said about the James Gunn uh, controversy but specifically him saying that he doesn't agree with me saying I was going to say he's talking about you <laughs> yeah, he's, he's talking about me because the witch hunt thing is what I said I mean by its very definition I'm going to defend that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double down on that one you want to come back to because I'm like how many reviews do we have you want to come back to this later Fuck man, it's like oh my god. Yeah, that's why I was like, do you want to come back? It's like to ten this? more. I'm not gonna make a big. I'm not gonna get into this heavy hardcore. Is this, is this in the news or something? No, no, no. I was just gonna say because if, if we both start talking, it's gonna get. It might get long. Oh well, I don't have much to say. I was just gonna. I'm not gonna go hardcore in depth on this again. We already talked about it last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, but then I might say something that make you want to respond, and then you might say something. Well, then that don't be contrary, wanna... <laughs> motherfucker. Just fucking just hear what I had to say <laughs> and take a chill pill. Okay. <laughs> in terms of being a witch hunt, I think by its very definition, I'm gonna double down on this. I'm not gonna apologize for that because I think by its very definition, when you are taking things without evidence, when you are going by a public opinion on something and taking that and 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 then making very real consequences for things that aren't um aren't um, upheld by any sort of evidence at all. I think that by its very definition, very definition is a witch hunt. There is no other way to describe something like that. Like I'm not saying the Me Too movement in of itself is it to blame for that. It's obviously the people that are are creating this issue. But 
I mean, it did start from somewhere, and that trend of going deep into somebody's background and history did stem from what began as the Me Too movement. So I, I don't, I'm not going to say that it's the Me Too movement's fault. It's obviously the people. But for right now, what people are doing, people are just going to Dan, what's his name um, that did Rick and Morty? Uh, Dan. Dan. Crap. So tip Har- my tongue. Dan, Dan Harmon. Harmon. Like people just went like he just deleted his Twitter because people were like going into his Twitter archives to find anything somewhat offensive, and they found something about him like doing some skit about like raping a baby, but it was based on some some dark comedy thing he did or whatever. But like that's a thing where like people were just looking for things to create issues so that they they can, they can then have these people lose their livelihoods. That's a witch hunt. You're doing it for no other reason but to attack these people. You have your own agenda and you're carrying that and you're using the the movement as a subterfuge for you using your own agenda against these people and then having them lose their livelihood for that. So I think that's that, that's by definition, that's a wish hunt. But I mean, what, did, what were we going to add? You told me not to say nothing. <laughs> no, I, I mean, if you have something to add to that, go ahead. But I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to go hardcore into like, no, this is why I think James Gunn should not have been fired. This whole thing's ridiculous. But I mean, just want to respond to what he was saying about the, the witch hunt comment. Because he specifically said that that was not cool. Well, I was gonna say, I mean, I could kind of get the 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 not because more he probably just doesn't like the the term calling it a witch hunt because usually when you because the term witch hunt has a negative connotation to it and when you think of witch hunt, it's like basically when you uh, look for witches, you're searching for something that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And to try to say. Uh, like, not necessarily this is what you were saying, but just to say, like, the Me Too movement creates a witch hunt, it's, like, implying that Me Too movement is causing people to look, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, look for something that doesn't exist. And so just have, I think it's just, just the term is probably what, what, what triggers, what what, triggers people. What happened to context, Michael? Like, you, people can't look at context. <laughs> like, if you were just, like, put my words in the vacuum, sure, but, like, obviously not what I meant. Yeah, but I, also with that, I was going to, let me finish. But also with that, like, I don't think what's going on with James Gunn has anything to do with Me Too. I think it's completely separate because Me Too is about women coming forward and accusing somebody of rape. This specific thing with James Gunn has to do with the alt-right going after people that are, politi- that are politically different from them. And that's been going on long before Me Too. I mean, think about... No, okay. I don't know if you know about... I know, I know what you're saying, but yeah. at the same time, the, this environment was created... It started with that. It started with the Harvard, what's his name? Weinstein being outed for all the shit he did. Yeah, but again, that's specifically women accusing somebody. Like, nobody's accused James Gunn of anything. People are accusing him of being a pedophile. Yeah, but that's based on... Nothing, because of witch hunt. <laughs> but, no, I'm, but I'm saying, nobody's coming forward and saying, James Gunn raped me, or James Gunn fucked no, my baby, no, no, or no, something no. like that. I'm not that. saying these things are exactly the but, same. But like, people are kind of trying to get James Gunn fired, basically because he's a, a vocal Trump... Uh, What's what's the word I'm trying to use? Trump supporter. No, oh, no, no, he's, he's not a Trump supporter. Uh, uh, no, uh, Trump. Um, he's anti-Trump. Yeah, he's anti-Trump basically. So that's what the, that's what this is coming from. Like, mm. think about the shit that used to happen like back in 2000. But they're using the harassment, like the the the, the same environment that's been created by like, oh, these men are harassers. They need to be ta- like, they need to be torn down from like their their big pedestals that they they built upon themselves. They're using that same mentality to attack him for making these tweets because they're, they're using that internet rage of like harassment and rape and all that, which stemmed from Me Too. That's where it started. These didn't become giant news 
articles and like news stories until Harvey Weinstein came out. Until it came out that Harvey Weinstein was a fucking super creep. That's where it started. Well, kind of. I was still saying because I'm like correlation doesn't necessarily equal causation. These stories were not ever a thing until. But no, but I'm saying the thing. These things have been happening long before me too. Like again, think about all the stuff that what happened with Obama because he was so. They tried to take him down based on nothing, and that's just because he was a political different. He was a political. These uh, things came out, but again, the or like with the Dixie chick, she came out. They they came out against Bush and they put, tried to destroy their career. But again, it's the same thing. Like somebody comes out against Trump, they try to destroy his career. But or, again, complete different environment. That's that's just, that. that that's as if saying the reason James, obviously the reason James Gunn made these same apologies a couple years ago was not the same environment that we're in now. We're in a very reactionary environment now. We're in a very, when you get the public behind you now, you can go for someone's career just by having a bunch of people like offended by something. That's the environment we're in now. And that environment started and became popularized by the strength of the Me Too movement. Like that's why James Gunn didn't lose his job four years ago or whatever when he came up with these these like accusations in the first place, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I I know what you're saying that like of course people have always been accused of things. There's always been a thing where like people have tried to use the internet as a weapon to to make these changes happen or to attack people with popular opinion, but it's only become so so incredibly um what's the word uh prominent prominent because of the Me Too movement. Like, like, I again, I get what you're saying, but to really, you you think that it's, there's no difference between now and like two years ago, a year ago, not even in two years, a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on, <laughs> contrary, <laughs> it's a clear difference, and it's because I mean, again, and I'm not saying it's Me Too's fault. I'm saying that it created this powdered keg of an internet environment we're in. We're like, yeah, now, like maybe a year or two ago. This stuff, and it, I, I can use James Gunn as an example because it literally happened to him, but anyone else, like something like this coming out two years ago wouldn't have ended someone's career, but now it can. Now now it's been weaponized and the internet is in such a frenzy that they're, they're looking, actively looking for people to be the next like um, person to rage out against. The next, I don't want to say victim, the next, what's another word? Not, not victim. Uh, Target. Target. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Again, even that was longer than I wanted to go on it, Michael. <laughs> That's what I said. I, you told me not to say nothing. <laughs> I hate feeling like the conservative vision over here. <laughs> That's not my intention. But anyway, next review comes from Charge, but we got like eight more reviews. I think we're almost at like the 45 minute mark of this. <laughs> That's what happens when you don't record for two weeks. It's crazy. Or a week. You miss a week. Okay, next review comes from charge bolt it's a five-star review and the subject is yay black people i originally found this podcast when i was looking for one that talked about my hero and i think it's safe to say that you guys absolutely fill that role you guys are so awesome and funny it's not often i get to hear fellow black people nerd out on that note i will be claiming the mantle of the electrifying hero charge bolt dinky kaminari oh shit then someone else just claimed that yeah oh my god but his name actually is charge bolt so <laughs> I guess it's name. You guys fight it out. <laughs> From class 1A. We're both people who try to be cool and epically fail at it. Aww. That's so sweet and sad at the same time. P.S. I know Michael gives you a lot of shit, Jordan, but you're my favorite co-host. Aww. Go me. 
Yay me. Michael's rolling his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, fuck me then. Never mind. What do I know? I'll take. It. I already. We already talked about this before. I'm like, yeah, it's ultimately your podcast. People are listening for you, but fuck all you guys. <laughs> you say it so begrudgingly, like, yeah, I guess it's ultimately your podcast, but fuck whatever. Uh, <laughs> fuck uh, me then. <laughs> no, no, blur vision isn't. It, blur vision isn't blur vision without you, Michael. This blurred vision has existed before me, <laughs> but it has never. It's never been what it is without you. I love. Oh, so basically, we're gonna make out after this? No, I didn't. Saying? I can't even compliment you. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I try to compliment you. And I get sexually assaulted. <laughs> All right, next week comes from harasser. <laughs> uh, Reese Alexander. It's a five star review. Subject is I'm back, bitches. He didn't say bitches, but he said I'm back. <laughs> Yo, what's happening, my people? I just want to say that the newest episode of Cloak and Dagger was my favorite episode so far. I love how they intercut that class lesson throughout the entire episode. Also, if no one, yeah, I was, I love that interweaving um, meta narrative of like them talking about what a hero's journey is, but at the same time exemplifying it with the episode. Which apparently, quote on this episode was quote unquote filler. The last episode or the today's episode or yesterday, whatever day it is. Wait, what are you talking about? The, my hero. I'm talking about cloak and dagger. Bro. Oh, never mind. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh, also, if no one else has taken him, I would love to claim Inasa Yorashi from Shiketsu. Which one is that? Um, Yorashi. Is Inasa. That, is that the, that's the wind guy. Oh, the fucking. Of course, we're claiming the most yeah. badass dude ever. <laughs> I'm tall and loud, just like him. 6'2 in Jamaican, lol. And I will fight anyone for him. Anyway, stay breezy. Ah, plus ultra. Ah, I see what you. You know what? You got it just for that pun. Yeah. <laughs> stay breezy. That was nice. That guy is fucking powerful. Powerful as fuck. Took out 200s plus. Just by raising his hand. Yeah. It's like, fuck, man. I'm going to see him fight Todoroki. You know it's, that's what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, next review comes from our pal, Life's Nerdy. This is Bradley. It's a five-star review. The subject is, I can finally rest. Jordan finally read my review. I can finally rest. It's weird not having a podcast this week, but I can manage. This review is just so I can enter the running for guest hosts. Have a good one, fellas, and stay nerdy, my blurdies. At least he's honest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, really like you guys, but I do want to guess those. So, so, I mean. so I'll leave a review. <laughs> I guess. Uh, next review comes from DC is my name. It's a five-star review. Subject is love this podcast. I love, love, love everything that he talks about. It's really cool and is very entertaining. Also good to listen to when just chilling or doing <coughs> something because it makes you think about the stuff that you love. If you love what he talks about anyway. Does, does he mean me or you? Is he us? Is he one? Are we one being? Uh, I, I guess we're one. Okay. <laughs> Mecha Shiva. <laughs> one to twin powers activate. Form of a, a podcast. Oh, see, we, we, sw- we swap position. <laughs> we're dark. I was trying to think of what you would say. <laughs> Apparently, you were wrong. A big floppy penis. <laughs> uh, next review comes from Landon three one two. It's a five star review. Subject is absolutely incredible. I don't know a lot of uh, I don't know a lot of people that are into comics as much as I am, so I love to tune in to feel like I'm a part of in-depth dis- discussions. One of the few things I constantly look forward to. Aw, thanks, Landon. Uh, next review comes from 
trying to speed through them because we have like four or five more. This feels like more than 30. You said you got 30 in the randomizer. Dude, a lot, dude. You got 30 in the randomizer. (laughs) No, don't get me wrong. I love love you guys. Like, uh, these reviews, like, are life to us. Like, I... Especially the ones that... You're going to say but, but... No, no, no. I I was going to say, especially the ones that remind me of why I like to listen to the podcast is to hear people with like, um, if not similar thoughts, at least people that like to talk about the same things that I enjoy. Um, and there was a time where I, I was working like a nine to five job that I didn't like. And I would listen to podcasts all day. And it was like a nice escape from like, the bullshit monotony of what I was doing. So to have people like really relate to us and like actually care about what we had to say and even look forward weekly to us talking about stupid shit <laughs> like that's that's like super like like awe-inspiring to me it's like i look forward to it too jordan yeah oh. <laughs> hold my hand hold my hand bitch no <laughs> but yeah here's the butt but it's a lot of fucking reviews <laughs> i just said that's what happens when you say and and also on top of that it's your fault what all the instagram post guys leave us a review We're running out of time well i wanted to make sure everybody that wanted to be like have a slot you know exactly. have a so spot. it's your fault okay well and we also took a week off so yeah we- i didn't know i didn't know <laughs> i didn't know we we're so popular uh it's a good thing though yeah it is i will say though because i just thought about something i know some of you i'm for the most part just before i forget you most of you guys are joking but when you leave like one star two star or even four-star reviews just, you know, because we say something, you know, that you might not like, but jokingly, you still like us. Keep, uh, make sure you watch that because ultimately that will mess us up or hurt us in terms of like mm. the podcast ranking. Yeah. So yeah, you might leave us a one-star review because maybe I said something or Jordan said something. You just want to joke around and, you know, call us out. But ultimately that does hurt us. Yeah, send an email. <laughs> yeah, send that, send that in the email. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep keep the five stars going. We don't, we don't want anything lower to hurt our rankings in iTunes. Yeah. Because um, I know some people don't, they might not know that. Yeah. Uh, Shadow Gamer. It's a five star review. Subject is podcast. Shadow <laughs> says, I love this podcast because being blurred, I can't talk to a lot of people and feel like I can hear other blurs discuss the stuff I like. See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, it's like a breath of fresh air. Also, I feel like Static is a very slept on black hero. Random, <laughs> but true. All four seasons are on Amazon. Okay. <laughs> when is that getting renewed? Everything else gets renewed. Exactly. I mean, it's. Getting a comic, the comic book is coming out in October, so maybe it's gonna cancel in like a week. <laughs> not if you read it. Well, I will. So will I. But I won't buy it. <laughs> I'll probably get that's that why one. it's gonna get canceled. <laughs> uh, next review comes from Rolito's iPhone. It's a five star review. Subject is comic book news unblurred. Oh, that's an interesting way to put it. Blur Vision for a long time has been my favorite source of news and memes for a long time. Will always be a big fan. Oh, thanks, Rolito. Short, sweet, and to the point. Next review comes from Snooze Machine. Five-star review. Give them a listen. You'll probably d dot, dot, dot. I'm going to assume we said disagree. <laughs> the only podcast where you will disagree with 90% of the things, but still keep listening. No, only 90? Well, that's that's good. That's progress. Mm. <laughs> it used to be Jordan disagreed with the most, but now it's Michael. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did I say? How do I get you back? It's because you said Buffy was too black. That's why. No. <laughs> They're like, this guy's a hypocrite. Wait a second. It's not. Okay, we've got three more reviews. Wait, no. Four more reviews. I probably Yeah, I was just thinking to myself. I'm like, I probably should have waited to say what I say to another section because people probably skipped this part because it's getting long. For real. Uh, so they probably won't even hear that PSA I made. But then you hear all the cool 
like our, our cool back and forth. <laughs> you miss all that good stuff. Nobody cares. <laughs> okay. Uh, next like, huh, go- just get to the anime or whatever. Yeah. Next review comes from Al Urkel. Uh, subject is blurred. Subject is uh, subject is blurred. Uh, it's a five-star review. Urkel says, awesome podcast. Would definitely recommend. Very short, very sweet. Next review comes from Great Song. This is a four-star review. Subject see, is see, there we go. <laughs> well, let's see what he says. Subject is amazing discussion. Uh, I love hearing these back and forths between people that share a common interest with myself. And comedy is especially clever at times. And I love that because listening to podcasts can be sometimes boring, but they find a way to be intelligent and comedic. But yet we only got four stars. I don't understand. <laughs> what do we have to do for you? I guess we're not that funny. <laughs> I guess not. Damn it. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Gladiator style. Uh, next review comes from Alder19. It's a five-star review. Subject is overall informative people. I love listening to fellow nerds talk and discuss everything from Captain America's shield to Tony Stark's mental health. Listen to this podcast if you love good people talking about great subjects. Another very sweet and short review from, from uh, another fan. Thank you, Alder. And our last review, of course. Wasn't that more than three? You said three I said more. four. Oh. This is, this is the fourth one. And our last review, of course, comes from our fan favorite, a.k.a. the Spider-Man, Deku the Podcast, Jacob. Like, does he wait to the end? Right, now, maybe he does. Now I'm going to leave a review. Maybe wait. It came in Saturday, so maybe he did. And it's a good thing, because he's going to end this. He's going to... If, we, if we've been, like, hurt by any of the four-star reviews and criticism up to this point, he's going to, like, massage all the pain out of us, because this is an appreciation post. Part four, he says. I love that he keeps track of them. <laughs> Uh, Jacob says, hey guys, this will be a quick update to the My Academia podcast people before the appreciation post. This will be a long review, sorry. Oh no, actually it's not that long. Uh, but he gives a list of all of the current people that are attached to My Academia characters. Man, we got, damn, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. But damn, it's 15 people have like chosen the character so far. He's even got Charged Bolt in here. He's got Poet Cartus in here. Boast of the Alert with the Shoji. Reese Alexander with Jacob's MVP. He really is. He's like a, he's, it's like having a secretary on the I mean, podcast. He said he was the secretary. Yeah. There you go. He's definitely fulfilling that role. He, he literally hit me up and kept me updated. Like, there's a lot of reviews this week, bro. So I'm going to let you know it's like some really long ones. There's a few short ones too. I'm like, oh, thanks, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Keep me informed. Um, but, uh, Thanks for listening. Enjoy the appreciation post. He's like staring at the review page. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. This is another appreciation post for, rather than a review. Mostly to express my love and gratitude to you guys. You guys are beyond plus ultra amazing. Since reviewing to this podcast, I've been able to try new things and express myself more. That is all thanks to you guys. You guys make any day of my week amazing just by even texting me back. Despite the backlash you guys don't deservingly get, you still push forward and do what you love. That, to me, is absolutely inspirational. That's one of the reasons why I don't think of Michael as all for one, and rather a racer head, because Michael is a hero. And I'll... Oh, I'll take it. That's one of the reasons, blah, blah, blah. In all honesty, there has been... Uh, what are you blah, blah, blah? I, I just... What I already read. I'm just going... Oh, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> In all honesty, there has been times I've cried while listening to the podcast. <gasps> oh, wow. 
not because I'm sad, because of the pure joy that fills me knowing that I've gotten to know you two amazing individuals. Also, I've begun to express the Deku side of me thanks to you guys. I'm trying to be more positive with everyday life. I keep a notepad of the stuff within this podcast because that is fun to me. I also keep a separate notebook, which is about the characters within My Hero Academia, along with drawings of them. In all honesty, sometimes I feel like I'm being an annoying kid whenever I text you guys, but you still put up with me. Thank you. Yeah, I saw one of his drawings. He's a, he's a good, yeah, he sent me one. He's pretty good. He did like an All Might and Deku one, and he tagged me. Keep, like, keep, oh. keep, keep the drawing up. Yeah, dude, keep it up. And you know what? You are you know why you're the deck of the podcast, bro? He's not done. I'm gonna keep reading, but I'm just gonna interject here. He's he's the deck with the podcast because he, just like in the most recent episode of My Academia, like he he has an influence. Like his positivity, he said he's doubled down on since we labeled him Deck with the Podcast. But I think it's the other way. I think we labeled him Deku Deku because of his positivity and because of his passion. And that passion clearly has trickled down the other listeners of the podcast. That's mm-hmm. why we, we even have... We have a whole bro, roster. Oh, I'm getting chills. <laughs> I'm getting chills right now, bro. You are the you are Deku, man. Uh, Jordan's going to cry. <laughs> I'm about to cry. Uh. <laughs> but no, it, it, that, that does get paid forward. And just like in My Academia, where Eraserhead said that Deku and Bakugo, they, ha- they both have an effect on the class, you too have had an effect on this podcast. And I think that... That speaks volumes of your character. So keep doing you, man. Have faith in yourself. Have confidence in yourself because you're pretty great. Um, keep being... Wait. Keep oh, doing God. you and don't ever be blue because you, Jacob, are our Deku. Oh! oh! Look, she's a good one. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's always good. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's. <laughs> uh, let's see. He says... Uh, and in all honesty, sometimes I feel like I'm being an annoying kid. I want to text you guys, but still put up with me. Thank you. I wish I could. Why'd you do? Why'd you speed through that? Well, because he already said it. Oh. I already read that part. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. In all honesty, sometimes I feel like I'm being an annoying kid whenever I text you guys, but you still put up with me. No, you didn't read that part. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. I just read. No, it. you didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all for one. <laughs> Thank you. I wish I could give you guys a billion hugs and gifts and so much more for all that you've done for me. I am beyond grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can say so much more, but I'll let you guys continue. Until next time, go beyond plus ultra. <sighs> Heck, it's a good kid, man. Plus ultra. It's it's an honor to watch him grow up, even from like our really far and random vantage point of a podcast. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's pretty cool, man. I do feel old, though. Yeah. And he keeps a notebook just like Deku does of all of the different My Hero Academia characters. Like, he legit keeps notes about the other characters mm-hmm. <laughs> who are people in the podcast. That's so fucking cool. <sighs> so if you're not all for one, then I'm going to vote that Jamie is all for one. <laughs> even though she's technically person that got into My Hero Academia, but since she hates like Dragon Ball Super and everything, yeah, she's super outrageous. So. The Flash, <laughs> yeah. Though she ended up being right. <laughs> yeah, she did. Funny enough, <laughs> she played the long game and eventually was right about it. All right, and I think it's been an hour that we've been reading goddamn iTunes reviews. That's crazy. <laughs> Longest iTunes review section ever. That's why I'll stay. I'm like, should I do the PSA again just in case people uh, skip that part? All right, all right, let's get to the winner. <laughs> you do it. I don't feel like it. Oh, the PSA about don't leave a three or four star review yeah, just I'm out like, of spite prob- or just be funny do because it again, just in case. Yeah, just just don't leave a review lower than five stars unless you really mean it. Just because it could potentially hurt us in the podcast yeah. Not to rankings. say we don't like criticism. If you have a legit criticism, and, yeah, yeah. But if you, I mean, dude, man, Chris 
talked about how he didn't like what we thought about the James Gunn. Yeah, that's thing. what I'm saying. If you have a legit, gave, but he gives five stars. Yeah, I was gonna, but yeah. if you have if you have a legit criticism, why you're giving us like three stars, four stars, two stars, one star, and that's fine. But if it's yeah. for a joke, then yeah, you're gonna hurt. Don't fuck up the podcast, bro. <laughs> just leave an email, guys. It's yeah, fine. just send us an email. I'll I'll say you guys suck, but you still are awesome. Yeah, if I don't forget. <laughs> all right, but all that being said, all those names are in the 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 randomizer, the list of randomizer right here. And give me a drum roll, uh, Michael, because I'm going to... You're about to call me Chris? I'm about to call you Chris. Chris, not on his podcast. <laughs> I think I just said Chris, the, the guy who left the review. But anyway, <laughs> I got all the names here in this I list randomizer. To, uh, instead of a drum roll, since the DJ of the podcast said a song, I'm going to play it. Okay. I don't know what this song is, though. He says Super Mario, bro. Lord Logic. So this is the drum roll. Shout out, Bobby. Six in there, like, oh my <laughs> This goodness. is the worst drum roll ever. <laughs> All right, and the winner of the most recent iTunes co-host giveaway is Randomize. Bosa the Alert. Who was that? You remember? Oh, God. <laughs> I say that. I'm like, wait, who? He, he just left the review. But let me double Obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> let me see specifically what he had said. We just read this. We should know. We're dumb. <laughs> I didn't read anything, so you're dumb. You were listening. <laughs> or were you? Uh, he was the guy that said... He made the, the comment about the Civil War world being like Meyer Demon's world. Oh, okay. Yeah, with the Registration Act. Yeah. Shoji. Shoji, Shoji. will oh. be on the podcast. And our runner-ups are Reese Alexander, number two. Number three is Landon, 312. Number four is Al Urkel. And five is B. Tills. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. So we're Shoji. Multi-arm guy. Come on down. You are the next contestant of the Blurred Vision Podcast. And I'll say it again by before we end the podcast, just in case he missed it. But all right. And with that said, you know what? Talking about Shoji, you want to talk about My Hero Academia first, and then double back to Teen Titans Go. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about. It's been like an extra week. I'm like, I barely remember the movie. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> That's the problem. It's gonna be like the remembering game for a lot of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about My Hero Academia this week. Or last week for. Oh, well, yeah. both. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just talk about both in, Wait, in tangent. Like, what happened last week? I don't know. Last week was Shiketsu High Lurking, and this week was Class 1A. Oh, 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 oh,
yeah, last week was the episode where it began with the, um, or it continued right after that the the most recent exam started, where the oh the molester, kids, yeah, mol- the the molester girl, <laughs> yeah, who may or may not be Toga. Yes, give me credit for that bitch because we talked about it when the podcast did. No, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah I'm gonna give you credit. I brought that up. I was all I, you that I thought based on her transforming into not just the fact that she can transform which something which, I predicted yeah something you predicted <laughs> keep that in mind too I was gonna, I was gonna, say, was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> say it so the power that she transformed but also the fact that she turned to Uraraka mm-hmm. and specifically she, Uraraka specifically Uraraka and she scratched Deku and Deku made a, a, a like he made a comment about he's like oh scratch I'm bleeding mm-hmm. like the fact that he mentioned the blood yeah. and that she's so obsessed with Deku so I'm like, that might be Toga. Yeah, and the fact that it went so far with her being like molesty, yeah. like <laughs> hashtag me too. That shit was awkward. I was like, Yo, that's why. Bro. I mean, that's why I was, uh, uh, Cheryl called him a, uh, a molest. But I'm glad yeah, a molester. They, I didn't think they were actually gonna reference that. Like that, he literally labeled her that because of the, because of that. I'm gonna get you, molester. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, she put her titties in Deku's back. Is that okay? <laughs> he's yeah. like, he's like 15. Is that okay? I mean. <laughs> But I mean, that makes a lot of sense. And my theory was that the 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 other girl, the girl that apparently her quirk is to pull herself into her own body like a turtle, yeah, which is which is weird, which is nasty, and nasty <laughs> and specific. But she looked like Toga, so I'm gonna guess that that's a red herring. Like you're meant to believe, like, oh, is that Toga? And then come to find out that no, it's probably this other girl, because they didn't even really reveal what her quirk was. What it. They did. She tur- she, she transformed. She, she transformed. The- she turned into that goo shit, and it made her transform. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, like they never, they didn't, they didn't do that big thing where it's like this oh, is her power. Yeah, yeah. No, they didn't. Yeah. So it's not a thing where they didn't describe like she can transform people she sees, or they didn't talk about exactly how her powers work. Which, if they do, I would based on your theory, the explanation would have to be she uses blood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we in that episode, sh- we shall see. I'm yep. sure the manga readers know already. But like, the, I wish we talked about this last week because I felt like I, I had more feelings about it. Yeah, because now I'm just like, let's move on to the next episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but the moment where I'm trying to remember like specific moments that got me hyped when Deku had the moment where he was like, I have to save Ura- uh, Uraraka. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, it wasn't her. It wasn't her. Yeah. But despite come to find out later that he knew it wasn't her. But he still was like, he's falling. I have to save her anyway. It doesn't matter if she's like pretending to be Uraka or not. Like, because at the end of the day, in his mind, they're all good guys. Yeah, like, but, they're just competing in a tournament. But and that's just by his that, nature. Yeah, his and that nature goes, is that that he goes always back saves. to when he first uh, entered UA in the tournament. I mean, in that uh, that exam to en- to get the entrance exam. Yeah, when he saved Uraka. Hmm. But the thing is, like I, that sequence to me was fucking amazing because. Like it, he, what was it? He was like using his like his speed and running ability now because mm-hmm. now he's putting more focus in his legs. Yeah. And the flashbacks back to when All Might told him that that his ability, even though he hasn't mastered his new leg full cowling abilities, his shoot style or the fuck that name means, yeah. <laughs> whatever that name means, he's not whatever. shooting anything. Yeah, so. it's stupid. <laughs> Run style. <laughs> but like he told him then that like it's it's more useful in this tournament than you might think, and it's because he's like, well, I can't fight everyone. So what I can do is I can stick and move. I can save and I can run. Yeah. So that that whole sequence to me was fucking badass. And then have it be a thing where then you find out that Uraka isn't really her. 
and then that Deku knew that the entire time, but he's just so fucking pure that he saved her regardless. That mm. moment had me like, oh, fuck yeah, Deku. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, you thought. Yeah. But then she's naked and he's like, oh, are you going to put some clothes on? I was like, I thought I beat you. <laughs> it's like, oh, this isn't okay. Yeah. Um, and that also, is, she's kind of cheating because she doesn't have the ball. The, yeah, there's no, there's no the, sense the targets. Yeah. That's true. And where where are the like now we've seen more of this this uh I don't know what to call it it's not a tournament or exam exam but like in general I'm confused at where are the balls coming from I like maybe they got them in their pocket or something where because I don't know they, yeah they just pull them out <laughs> yeah it's like I got balls now it's like there's a balls on the floor it's no. like it's all of a sudden they just have like a thousand balls and people are throwing balls I'm like but when they're just standing around. You never see balls. No, like, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Just small quibbles. I'm just like, where are these balls coming from? <laughs> it's the same thing with. Uh, I keep going back to this. The invisible girl. Can you see the targets on her? That's not. Yeah. Do they go invisible when she go? Like I don't. That's a good point. <laughs> and then what does she do? Uh, I need more answers for her. <laughs> but in the beginning of the episode, I liked it a lot because they did a thing where all the characters use teamwork. Like so, you have to see the different abilities except for combined. Todoroki. <laughs> Because fuck Toroki and Bakugo, they's right off. But I mean, like, um, the acid girl, which used the acid veil technique to defend Mineta against the balls that were attacking. Uh-huh. Um, I think it was just, like, to me, that was like an Avengers moment where you like you get to see their teamwork. Again, before you saw them fight each other, but now it's the schools versus schools. So you see the classmates defending each other and how they're how each of them are specifically capable of doing that. I like. I think it's interesting because each yeah. of them have their own abilities and because my hero my hero is so great at fleshing these characters out now we get to the point where we get to kind of see how these characters work without the main characters even around like this episode most recent episode yeah teamwork makes the dream work yeah for real um I just want to see if there's anything else I want to talk about in the last episode um oh but it's the same thing where it's um again you don't you didn't watch Naruto I guess you watched the first arc but Naruto did a thing where it was it's very rare in shonen anime that the side characters are strong enough to stand as o- their own characters without the main characters. Example, no one gives a fuck about Yamcha <laughs> and Dragon Ball Z. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if there was an episode dedicated... There never is. But if there was an episode dedicated to Yamcha, you wouldn't give a fuck. Pretty much. But these characters, they've each been developed enough and are old... Are Even each, to a certain extent, like Krillin and... like Even them. Yeah, don't give a fuck. You know, don't care. <laughs> but that's because they haven't put in the time and the development to make them interesting characters. It's always Goku and Vegeta for the most part. Exactly, or Gohan or whatever. But oh, that's me. Um, but My Academia is so good, just like Naruto was in its prime, about fleshing out these side characters and making them interesting. So when Deku at the end teams up with Uraka and the Tape Guy. The tape guy of all people. I find myself interested in seeing how this character relates to Deku, how they interact, and what can he bring to the table that the other characters can't. Mm-hmm. On first glance, yeah, tape powers is fucking stupid. But like, My Hero Academia always does a thing where they make those characters that you think are kind of lame, like important, or they they sing in their own way. Yeah, like even Mineta was like, they may, they they start him out as just a pervert guy, but you see that because of his interaction with the others, the other students, like he's starting to, he's still a pervert, but his his character is growing. Like he he and he gets moments. Yeah, he eventually only wanted to go to UA because he thought, oh, just being a hero is cool. But now seeing the other characters, he actually wants to be a hero. And we saw that when he went through his uh, fight with Midnight. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's again, he got a whole moment dedicated. And it was a cool moment. The grape rush technique. Yeah. That was cool. And he saved, was it Tape Guy? He saved Tape Guy. Yeah, yeah. there you go. See, Tape Tape Guy. And, it, and again, going back to the first season when he helped Deku um, stop the villains uh, in that uh, UA attack when they were training. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but so it, even in this most recent episode, it's a combination of all all side characters you basically follow for the most part in the episode. Uraka, uh, Tape Guy. No, no, I mean, sorry. Uraka. No, what? I'm, I'm you're, talking about, you're talking about... In the most recent episode. Most, no, I'm thinking about... Um, Yayorozu. Yayorozu. Shiro. Frog Girl. Shoji. Yeah, Shoji. Shiro's Tape Guy. Shoji. Frog Girl and Earjack. Sue. And... Uh, What's her name? Earjack Um girl. Sound Girl. Fuck. Hamada? I'm bad with the names. I don't know. Shoji, Sue, Yayorozu. See, you said Yayorozu. I can only remember Momo. <laughs> I don't remember her. I don't remember her name. But again, these are all side characters. But when they're together, they do a thing where they, they highlight each of their strengths, how they interact, their teamwork, their cooperation. So I, I really dug. Every, I, there was never a moment where I was like, all right, I'm bored. Get to Deku and the other groups. I don't care about them. I was legit invested in seeing how they were going to get out of the situation they were put in. Um, but the first episode, she gets Jiro. You high. Jiro? Yeah. Oh, okay. But the first episode, she gets you high lurking ends with Toroku being surrounded by, uh, I guess, the ninja school? I don't know what the fuck they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're the ninja school, and they have Ant-Man technology that can create tungsten tools that he can't burn. Well, I think only one of them does. Oh, yeah, one of them does. Yeah. Because other ones have like super strength and other random abilities. Yeah, yeah. And, then this, and that's why I said this episode is quote unquote filler because uh, why is it filler? Not filler in our terminology, but filler in the aspect that this it's not in the manga. It's not in the manga. Really? How do you know that? Because I saw it in the, on comicbook.com. Oh, you cheated! <laughs> it's not a so cheat. the whole episode. None of this episode. None is of the, in? this this episode. This episode specifically was not in the uh, the Taroki stuff at all. Yeah, not not even the Taroki stuff. It went by like quick. Oh, in the, in the manga, so there wasn't like an extra development. Okay, because the Toroki thing ends right away in the beginning of the episode. It's like the intro where Toroki uses the environment to take down those ninjas people. Yeah, and I, I, I think based on the, uh, the article, it just showed them they confronted him, and then that was the end of it, and then he won. But they didn't really go into it. Oh, how he won? Yeah. Oh, I liked it. I liked that. Or even all the stuff with Yaya Rosa and all the other. None of this was in the manga. Oh. Okay. Well, there you go. Because despite being filler, I actually love this episode. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it a filler episode, but based on what people that read well, the manga, the the, yeah. the, the uh, Official term. That's, yeah. that's by definition. That's what filler is. The things that aren't in the source material is made up. Um, but I mean, it does a thing where it fleshes out side characters that I think is an important thing for the show. I agree. Um, but yeah, that that combination of characters, I'm like, that that'd be like if you followed an episode about Yamcha, Krillin, uh, Tien, and Chaosu. Like you know what I mean. <laughs> No one cares about them. But that's because you didn't make me care about them. My yeah, exactly. hero's making me care about the side characters. Yeah, and I, I was very much in Momo's head with her where she's trying to figure out how can she outthink this this uh, superheroine that has a super intelligent IQ quirk. Yeah. Where she sips, which is hilarious, she sips tea, which makes her super smart. Yeah. And, it, and her intelligence depends on the type of tea she sips. Like, what the, what kind, of, <laughs> what kind of weird caveat to your powers is that? Is that chamomile? I'm super smart now. <laughs> it's like, what? Black tea? No, no, it's not smart. I don't get smart enough. <laughs> not smart enough. But she starts off with 150 IQ, so she's already a genius. Yeah, so she's basically uh, Shuri. <laughs> yeah. But it was a tense episode because it 
like um you go through the villains quote unquote villains but the the antagonists plan to defeat them step by step and you see it from the the antagonist's perspective of how they're doing it so you're trying to figure out how momo is going to get ahead of them because it seems like every time she comes up with a plan they're always one step ahead mm-hmm. um so by the end the solution to combine their powers and have her uh use the lipids in her body instead of it doing a thing to cut off the air ducts that was freezing the group she uses it to make a giant amp for yeah, the, said, she the said Ejet girl. Because what she predicted, instead of using her powers for defense, is what she predicted, she used her powers for attack. Mm-hmm. And first of all, when uh, Suyu got cold and went in hibernation when mode, hibernate, yeah. that was the cutest thing ever. <laughs> like her little hands in the front, like, like oh, she's like a little baby. <laughs> He's so she, wrote, she, like, she showed you tried to cuddle her like swaddled her yeah. like in the cloth <laughs> like, oh, like a little baby <laughs> I don't know to me I was like that's why she's, she's like a fan favorite just for moments like that uh-huh. um, but, but I'm yeah. assuming since she is yeah I'm assuming since she is a frog basically that's her power she's cold blooded so that's her, her kryptonite basically yeah. she's weak to cold to cold yeah. Toroku would fuck her up <laughs> but I mean that I got I, I can't believe that in an episode about the side characters I got hyped. Granted, it was because they mentioned the main characters, but more so how they related the side, the, the main characters to the side characters and that the main characters do have a measurable effect. Their passion has a measurable effect on the side characters in the story. And that also goes like to... Like Momo thinks back to what Deku would do in the situation. Yeah. And that also that also goes to uh, the opening credit scene where you see All Might, but you see Bakugo and Midoriya... Mm. on the sides yeah that makes sense because they are the most like um inspirational characters for different reasons for different reasons like, like yeah. completely different reasons completely different reasons but best speech from Eraserhead when he was describing it to the smile hero girl mm-hmm. like that got I, I got I'm sorry I got a little teared up I got a little bit teared up just right there I was well, like you're welcome what I'm a, a racer here remember so I, gave, oh, okay. I, I made you cry for my speech but it was like class 1A I'm like oh class 1A <laughs> but the fact that Momo in like in the most desperate moment was like I'm gonna do what Deku does I'm not gonna focus on the how to win this exam but rather save my comrades save my friends and in that change in thought process is what causes like what allows them to win yeah exactly I was just like, oh, there's true heroes. Like, yeah, that also shows what makes UA different from all the other schools. But because even the intelligent girl made mention of that, she's like, you should have been thinking about yourself. Like when when the others came back to try to save her. But I think it all goes back to Stain's mentality about what makes a hero a true hero. And I think someone like All Might, even he does get paid because it's a profession in this world to be a hero. Stain knows, just like everyone in the world kind of knows from. All Might being the number one hero and who he is as a person, that he does it for intrinsic reasons, that he does it for the good, like just for, for pure, the good of humanity. He does it just because he's a good person. That's what makes a true hero. Mm-hmm. And whereas, I think... Whereas at the same time, you have those other heroes, like when like when uh, Yaya Rozu and I think Shoji or uh, Jiro went to their uh, internship and they were mm. interning with that hero and all they the were girl? Do, like they wanted to do like oh, Mountain Lady was they it Mountain to, Lady? no it wasn't Mountain Lady but they actually wanted to do hero work but they were busy do, being modeled like the hero that they were interning was doing commercials and I shit I it was like, Mountain Lady no it wasn't Mountain Lady oh it was another we, I don't even know where her quirk was I could have swore that was Mountain Lady no cause Mountain Lady went to Mineta Mineta went to Mountain Lady hmm 
whatever. But, uh, yeah, but, but yeah, I mean... So that, she's busy doing commercials and stuff yeah, yeah, like that, yeah, but yeah. she's supposed to be a hero, quote-unquote. That's what Stain was against. Mm-hmm. But I think the... I think it's so interesting that we're following a generation of kids that are inspired by All Might. Deku directly is inspired by All Might. Mm-hmm. But you see All Might's influence in the generation, these next generations of heroes. So maybe All Might's generation of heroes weren't that that like that definition of what makes a true hero but now that all might inspire all these these new kids to become heroes his influence is now trickling down but yeah, the you, world d- yeah you definitely see how all might changed the world because he, he he even mentioned like during his origin episode the crime rate's not going yeah down. there's a lot of there's yeah. a lot of heroes but the crime rate's not going down why is that because mm-hmm. you need a symbol of peace yeah, it's like you basically you can you can have even, all these heroes. Yeah, you need somebody to be. Him. Even she laughed at him when he said that. Like you need somebody to be the paragon of idealism. You need somebody to be the symbol of hope. Yeah, the symbol of peace. Like and that's so fucking. I don't know. It's such a simple concept, but it's so brilliant too. To not have someone just be a Superman, but to, for someone to recognize that the world needs a Superman and to become a Superman based on that need. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of more powerful than just like I'm just. I'm just Superman. I'm just the paragon of justice and everyone falls in line behind me. But it's a thing where he wanted to become that because he knew the world needed it. Yeah. I feel like there's something, I don't know, more personal about that. What the world needs now <laughs> is, is love, love. Sweet, sweet love. Sweet love. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing. Um, but yeah, so that, that got me feelings. Oh, you actually knew the song this time. <laughs> It's not too black. <laughs> That's probably why you knew it. <laughs> I hate you. Um, but then the, at the end of the episode, we get a confrontation between um, Bakugo and one of the other guys from Shiketsu. Who has a weird... What the yeah, that, fuck? That quirk. You know I fuck, fucked yeah. me up, right? That's my... Uh, no. <laughs> what's that uh, What's that uh, anime that we watched? What? It, there was the, it was an episode like that where they turned into goo. The the horror anime, oh um, wait, you mean the Juni? Ju- yeah, Jun Junji Ito collection. Junji Ito collection. Wasn't there one where somebody t- they turned into goo? I vaguely remember that show now at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but just like, how do you fix that? I guess he can. I guess he can. But because he he would have to, otherwise he would be, he would fail. He'd be killing everybody. Yeah, he'd be killing everybody. Well, even though they're still alive, but they're moving all like goop. that's terrifying. They're like, they're like goopy stuff. He shouldn't be allowed to fight. Like <laughs> that's not okay. I mean, and how op is that? He I thought it was sand or whatever he was using to. No, it's like goopy stuff. I don't know what the fuck it is, <laughs> but it's freaking me the fuck out. I'm like, yo, Baka will kill that mother. <laughs> kill him. Because, like, yo, Kirishima but got good. But don't really kill him, though. No. no, kill him. <laughs> He's got to be stopped. <laughs> like, I don't understand what that... I guess you're going to explain next episode, but that just... <laughs> I don't like it. And yeah, you saw his eye, like his eye was on and one spot. And little teeth. Yeah. Like, ugh, little hairs, little the, fingers. You saw like finger movement. <laughs> oh, man. I would be like, nope. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> and then Bakugo, I mean, uh, and then Deku and Rock and them are trying to figure out a plan to defeat not Deku, the Earth guy and his group. Mm-hmm. And Deku's gonna be like a what a, a diversion. Or diversion. I like that, but I like the strategy in this. I like, I like I, this again. The, on face value, it's like another tournament arc, but like they're doing a thing where it's different enough that it's still interesting. 
Like it's not yeah. like Dragon Ball Z was just like now fight again, and now fight some more, and now fight in a group, and <laughs> the strategy is what makes it interesting. Instead of just kick punch, kick 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 punch. Yeah, and the different pairings of characters makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm de- yeah, I'm definitely ready to see in in NASA whatever his name is and Todoroki fight because there's something there's something going on between them. The fact that he keeps giving Todoroki these looks. Yeah, that weird look he gave him when he went into the the winning circle, the yeah. winning room, whatever. Like he was in full conversation mode as soon as Todoroki walked in. Like the screen, like his eyes squinted and he looked at him. The music like been like a beep. Yeah, it's like something going. I'm like this. That's gonna be an amazing fight. Yeah, I'm like there's some drama going on between them. Cause Todoroki kind of like maybe he's the reason why he didn't go to UA. I assume Todoroki's gonna use fire and ice together. Cause he even in this fight with the ninjas, he was like he made mention of the fact that it's harder to use both his powers simultaneously. Mm -hmm. Doesn't doesn't hot and cold disrupt air current? Isn't that a thing? Yeah, now you're getting too sciencey for me. I don't know. Well, you, I, I'm just trying to figure out if they fight. What's gonna be the big like? Oh shit! Like I can't believe. He can't, yeah, I was gonna say because he can't use his powers at the same time right now. No, but I think yeah. If you make something, if you make air and hot, and, but then on top of that, it's not. I don't unless he evolves his powers. It's not like he can make cold air and hot air. Like he's he's literally making ice walls. Mm. So I don't know how that will work. Todoroki, the thermostat hero. <laughs> but yeah, what would you rate these the last two episodes? We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable. And then you have less than passable and more than passable. Two perf- perfects. Yeah, I agree. Perfect vision. Double, double vision perfects. Double vision perfect. Yeah. Double perfect vision. No, double vision perfect. Double, double vision perfect. Yeah. English not good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, so let's move on. Let's stick with the animation. Let's get into the movie, though. Let's talk about Teen Titans Go to the Movies! Oh, what about uh, Attack on Titan? Oh, yeah. I guess we can stick, stick with anime. I, I didn't write any notes about Attack on Titan. I totally forgot it. I don't know. I watched both episodes, but I totally forgot about it. I watched both episodes, and I'm like, I don't remember what the fuck happened in season one. It's been so long. Yo, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It took me a second to be like, what was the last thing that happened in Attack on Titan? I'm like, it's been so long. I don't know what the fuck happened. Remember they discovered... So let's talk about Attack on Titan. Yeah, yeah, 
I mean, remember at the end of the last season, he fought the his mother's Titan again. Like his mother's Titan came back, and then he punched it while screaming after that big that big battle, trying to catch up to um, Aaron and his story that were captured. Remember the, the, the Colossal Titan was running with them, and then like the whole I remember survey them corps to, caught I remember up them to him. trying to capture him. They but, are, no, but, they had already caught him. Bertolt, Bert, Bert, whatever his name is, Bertolt. Yeah, yeah, they were they were escaping with him. And they remember um, the Survey Corps and Irwin, like were chasing after him, and then Irwin lost his arm. And that fucking epic, like charge! What are you looking at me for? Charge! Like, yeah. oh, he's so fucking bad. He's getting eaten. He's still telling us to go forward. Yeah. <laughs> and he ends up surviving because he's such a fucking badass. Uh-huh. And then at the end, um, like Aaron's the, the Titan that killed Aaron's mother shows up again yeah and then he can't transform into a titan so instead he like punches its hand and then uh that signals all the other titans in the area to kill that titan and it's discovered that he has the ability to um use the like a titan's call basically and have Titan. All the stuff they're saying i'm like i i hear the words i vaguely remember i don't really remember you remember that not really (laughs) really I, thought, I think I'm pretty sure that's how it ended. It's like a year or so ago. Yeah, it was like, fucking it was, a while ago, dude. All this, yeah. And then it's not like they help you. It's not like they like a last time on Attack on Titan. It just no, starts it like just starts. Yeah, we're all just in hiding. Why? You don't remember? Well, we're not gonna tell you. <laughs> you better go back and binge this shit. But yeah, so it's in the aftermath of that, they're all in hiding still because they don't want um, Aaron and Historia to be like, to be captured. But remember the whole there was like the whole conspiracy within the walls. About like why there's titans within the walls yeah. and the religious order within the walls knew about it, but they're not telling anybody. Yeah, I remember the overall storyline. It's just like the last. Oh, okay, I don't remember the season season finale of season two. Like... Well, in the manga, I read up until the end of this arc, which I think is gonna last this entire season because this is this this whole upcoming arc is basically about um, the conspiracy within the walls. And it's not really about Titans. So there's not going to be much Titan action in Attack on Titans this season. I was going to say, they're going full Walking Dead now. It's not even about the walkers anymore. It's, it's about, about other, other humans. Because the people are the real monsters, Michael. Isn't it all, that always the case in these like, apocalypse? Yes. <laughs> That's why I like survival horror. Shut up. <laughs> in any catastrophe, what you ultimately find out is that the true villains are, are humanity. Yeah. <laughs> it's human nature. That's the true villain. Uh-huh. But I mean, yeah. So this last two episodes is basically um, them trying to um, covertly escort Aaron and them through the cities or whatever, and they're being hunted down but by like, the where government. Where are they trying to take them? Like, <laughs> I don't remember. And again, I watched these last two episodes like last week. So now, now, uh, not only do I not remember last season, but I'm trying to remember like the last two episodes a week ago. So I'm like, what what happened? But they introduced Kenny, the character that has a relationship with. Um, uh, mm, names Levi Le- Levi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they've revealed it yet in the show, but ultimately, he's like a stepfather. Or yeah, something like he that. raised him. So the reason why Levi's such fucking badass is because this dude raised him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, him and his gang are now working in collaboration with the government, and they're basically bounty hunters to bring in Levi and his group and his whole crew. It looked like they were trying to kill him. 
Not bring him in. Oh yeah, kill him. My bad. <laughs> bring in. Well, they're trying to bring in. Uh, what's his name? Aaron and Historia. Aaron and Historia. But they're trying to kill everyone else because fuck them. I don't care about them. <laughs> but the fucking action was the animation in that that chase scene in the second episode. In the second episode. It's yeah. fucking sick. Going through the town and he went to the bar and all. It's that. like oh shit! It's like Spider Man with guns. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. And like, shows you how badass Levy is. Yeah, I was like, how's he gonna get out of this? There's a fucking reason that dude cannot be killed by titans. <laughs> Humans can't kill us with guns. Yeah. It's like, bitch, I kill giant monsters for with a living. One arm. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't stop me shooting like the freaking harpoon things in people's necks and dragging them with the 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 cables. Yeah. I'm like, god damn, Levy is not to be fucked Don't with. Don't fuck with him. He's the Bakugo of this 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 show. <laughs> Basically, un- unbeatable. Uh, it's him and Macaster, like the two most unbeatable soldiers of, of the history of soldiers. Yeah. Uh, but then ultimately, Aaron is captured and Historia is captured because what's his name? I, f- I forgot that dude's name. The the bitch made guy, the brown haired guy, the dude that was supposed to kill that girl but hesitated and then she gets away. Kenny? No. Is that his name? I don't know. I don't remember. I know his what name. you're talking about. But the guy has like has a beef with Aaron all the time. Yeah, and Armin had to save him. Yeah, like because of him, because of his fuck up, they get captured. And it's revealed that Historia is the true heir to the royal family. And it's been covered up for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and they're going to eat Aaron. I didn't get that. Eat him, why? They haven't revealed yet why. I could say it. It's, it's not even that big of a spoiler. They're trying to get the power he has. I was like, you want to eat him? Hey. Hey. I, I know it was that kind of manga. I or hate anime, you. But hey. <laughs> Um, God damn you! No, I just got in my mind is flash the scene where um that that Titan eats Aaron's mother in the first episode. It's that giant ah, wide mouth. I'm like that was a giant Yo, bro, Photoshop of a dick what, right there. What that mouth do exactly? <laughs> but um, his his power, his Titan controlling power, and even the ability to become a human that's passed on from Titans eating. I was other gonna say, Titans. can't they all become human if they? At a certain point, Mm-mm. it's only passed on by if you're. Because I remember, I remember one of the girls, the, the gir- whatever it was, one of the girls. She was like, I remember, like, I remember being a titan wandering for a long time or whatever. And then she, the, the girl that loves Historia, yeah, her, yeah. And then she eventually became human. So I'm like, can't they? I'm assuming they could all become human. At didn't some they point. reveal? Didn't they say because she ate Bertold and what's his name's friend? It wasn't just she just became human. I don't know. See, I don't. I, I might be confusing things I remember from the manga from things that happened in the anime. So this might. Be I think that spoilers. was the moment she woke up. Yeah, but that's that's like because she ate a guy that had the ability to transform into human. She regained the ability to become a human. So the idea is that all Titans might have been humans before. That's what I thought. Yeah. So that's that's what's going on. So the reason that they're gonna eat Aaron is to not only get that transformation ability. But also to get the Titan Call, or whatever it's called, the ability to control Titans. Like I think they call him a uh, a coordinator. I don't know what they call it, but it's like that big ape Titan. How he can control Titans. Mm-hmm. Same thing. So that's the that's the goal is to eat Aaron and then gain those abilities. So his story is a Titan. I don't remember. His story is not a Titan. She has to be if she's gonna eat him. They're gonna make her a Titan. You can do that. Yes. Is he spoilers? Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long. I'm, I'm confusing details I remember from the manga with details that I remember from the anime. But yeah, like there's 
Like a syringe that you can stab somebody with and become a titan. Okay. Yeah. So I, it raises all these questions of like, and I don't know the answers, but it raises all these so questions. So then that of goes like, to what I was saying. Then the titans are humans. And are they man-made? Like what happened to make people turn into titans? Or did like, man learn how to make titans? Exactly. Like, like they haven't revealed yet. I think at the end of this arc, Again, I hope I'm not spoiling. I, I'm sure somebody's be like, "You already did." Fucking you, spoilers, yeah. I'm bro. Like, you already did. Uh, but like, these aren't these. Uh, I'm not giving you answers. I'm giving you more questions. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm not like, hey, and this is what happened. No, you just gave me an answer. They're gonna make her into a titan. <laughs> but is that like a what? <laughs> it was though. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, blur vision spoiler strikes again. I'm the worst. <laughs> I I don't mean to be a spoil shit, <laughs> but um I don't know it just it it's not a thing where it's gonna be like a, oh my god every, the whole season hinges on this it's like it's just, it's just a development in the plot they're probably gonna reveal it in the next episode or so it's nothing too crazy um but there are some things that happen that are kind of <laughs> spoiled that won't go into but at the end of this arc where I stopped reading they were gonna go to uh Aaron's basement finally to find out the secrets of that basement. Because there's some revelations that happen um, in this arc. Yeah, they've been holding on to that since the first season. Yeah, but there's some, like, what's happening with his story and Aaron right now tie in to Aaron's memories of what happened with his father. And then that comes back up. So, by the end of this season, or maybe, I mean, I'm wrong, maybe it's like the halfway point, they'll, they'll end this arc and get into finding out what's in the basement. But there's a lot of unanswered questions that I don't know the answers to. Or do you? I don't. <laughs> I, I do not. And, I, and it's one of those things where, like, if it's stupid, again, this is just like with, um, what was it? Uh, Quiet Place. Like, all these things where it's like you, you hold on to the secret origin of these monsters. Like, if, if the origin is stupid, it might unravel, like, everything and be like, oh, what a waste. <laughs> great plot, great characters, but if, like, you get to the point where it's like, and this is how it all happened, and it's dumb, that shit could be, like, a fucking shot to the the foot of the whole anime maybe I mean but what'd you think of these last two episodes I would give them a more than passable only because I was like watching the whole time trying to figure out what happened so my <laughs> every moment you're like yeah, I don't what happened yeah my, inv- so my investment wasn't as strong cause I'm like what is this who is that when does this happen I like when they tortured that dude and then like he's like I'm not gonna tell you shit alright fine we're gonna talk to your friend <laughs> alright I'm gonna tell you everything now yeah cause the friend was like yeah, fuck him. I don't care about him. But then it's revealed that they're like... It was all scripted. They're making him read it from a script. And he's like, all right, fuck him then. <laughs> fuck yeah. religion. Uh, I thought that was a cool twist. Um, you, uh, you said Perfect Vision for the last two no, I said more than passable. Uh, more than passable. my investment wasn't as strong as it was the first two seasons. Because it was been so long, mm-hmm. I don't remember what the fuck happened. I'd give the first episode a little more than passable. And then the second episode is straight more than passable. Oh, but I will say this. The intro, the intro for Attack on Titan is fucking terrible. The new intro. I, say, I don't remember the other intros. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. And the second one is basically a remix of that. So it was, it was almost the first two intros are exactly the same. But they're both fucking epic. This one is like... It's so fucking stupid. It's so like <laughs> melodic and slow. I'm like, this is not... I tell you, just get me hyped. Like, hyped to watch it. This is like... I guess that's what? a theme for this season. It's because it's not Titans you're fighting. I guess. But even the intro itself isn't that interesting to watch. But 
I say that because it made me retroactively. I don't like the My Heart Academia intro more. Like listening to it more and more times isn't making me like the song, but it could be so much worse. It could be the Attack on Titan intro because that made me like the My Heart Academia intro more just because this one's so bad. I'm like, if it was like, I thought that one was slow and kind of meh, that doesn't really match the show, but this one's like way worse. It's, it's growing on me. My Heart Academia? Mm. Oh, my glasses fell off. <laughs> you just, what you can't see, audience, is that he just like fucking like head bobs yeah, so hard. Yeah, Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> You're fucking over here pulling a Teen Titans Go with the EDM sequence. Fucking head rocking. <laughs> But yeah, I, I just wanted to mention that because I was just like, man, the My Heart Academia I thought was bad, but this one was like a thousand times worse. Well, speaking of Teen Titans Go and that amazing EDM sequence, let's get into some Teen Titans Go talk. Let's talk about Teen Titans Go to the movies! Yay, movies! Just a young gun with a quick few. They're really making movies about every superhero. Has there been a movie about you? There was a Green Lantern movie, but... We don't, we don't talk about that. It's time they make one about me. I'm afraid it's no. I only make movies about real superheroes. <laughs> Why don't they take us seriously? Titans, you guys are never actually doing anything heroic. What about that time we discovered that sweet diner and they had that food? <laughs> that wasn't even a crime and you didn't save anything. We saved room for design. <laughs> Having a movie is the only way to be seen as a real hero. What about an arch nemesis? Stop right there! Deadpool? Deadpool? What? Why does everybody think I'm Deadpool? I thought Deadpool was a good guy. By the way, he should be saying that he's not me. Okay, because I came out, like, way before he did. Nah, I'm pretty sure you're Deadpool. I am... If we can make him our arch nemesis, then they will see that we're worthy of a movie. I'm not interested in fighting a bunch of sidekicks and a half a robot. Oh man, I'm never letting you fly my body again. The whole world will be under my control. <gasps> Destroy them. How big is your army? A hundred thousand. Halt for the mighty Abby. <laughs> So yeah, let's talk about the infamous Teen Titans Go to the movies, bro. Teen Titans Go, the sh- what's it? Go Teen Titans Go! 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 I was like, this is kind of whack. This is exactly what I think. This is everything I feared. Like I said before, I like some episodes of Teen Titans Go that would catch. I don't watch the show religiously. Never watched it. You never watched it ever. There's only, I seen a clip where they were singing about waffles and I was just like, what the fuck is this? Oh, yeah, the waffle song. See, shit like like that is when when people will say they hate Teen Titans Go online. It's because they've seen clips like that. Or they've seen like one episode and it's some stupid fart joke or something. It's like, oh, you replaced my beloved Teen Titans animated show for this shit? Whack. But like, 
that's not fair because there have been episodes I've seen Teen Titans Go that I actually did enjoy. There are some smart episodes. There's some episodes where they go to the future. Some episodes where they get so meta that they actually know that they are a reboot of the Teen Titans Go animated show that I just discovered. I fell down a rabbit hole of Teen Titans Go recently just because of the movie because I like the movie so much. <laughs> but um, I liked some episodes of Teen Titans Go. So going into this, I was afraid of what I was going to get. I'm like, am I going to get... The waffle fart joke in Titans Go as for kids? Or am I going to get some of the the more extreme, sometimes dark humor, sometimes edgy, sometimes uh, referential and pretty, not deep, but pretty referential and and humor that fits a 30-year-old nerd sensibilities? Am I going to get that or am I going to get some fart jokes? Like, what, what is the movie going to be? Mm-hmm. And going into it, I'm like, wow, it's got almost a 90% Rotten Tomatoes? I yeah. can't believe that yeah, shit. Like, what is this movie? I'm like, impossible. So it's I, don't gotta, try, I don't trust you. Yeah, I, I didn't trust it. I'm like, but kids movies usually get higher ratings in general anyway because they, they go they go easier in those movies. So I'm like, all right, I gotta see this shit with myself. Go and see it. And that first joke with the Teen Titans Go rap song, I was like, oh no. It's going to be the worst parts of the show for an hour and a half. This is going to be fucking terrible. And I'm happy to report that it was not. And in fact, that joke that I had disdain for and I was rolling my eyes at in the very beginning of the movie, by the end of the movie, when that song comes back, I'm over there like beating my head. I'm like nodding my head. I'm, I'm like raising my fists. Like, yeah, Teen Titans, go, go, Teen Titans, go. Fucking Starfire and Raven spit hot fire, yeah. son. Raven's, Raven's rap was the best. Zinthos. <laughs> go, Teen Titans. As a wrath metrion to the Zinthos. Oh my God. That shit is so hard, son. Animal, animals. Any animals? Kidding now. Check out my kitty meow! Fire, fire, the live full wire. tired. <laughs> like, that shit is, like, catchy as hell. And then at the end, when they're actually using it to beat the villain, I'm like, this shit is hard body, son. <laughs> booyah, booyah, I got the cannon blaster! <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 what? <laughs> like, I'm smiling from ear to ear just singing this song, man. That's, like, literally, that's how the movie made me feel. Like, I walked in that movie cynical as fuck. And I walked out oh, no, smiling. Well, funny enough, that's not my favorite song. That's another thing, though. I didn't go in this movie thinking was gonna, knowing it was going to be a musical. Yeah, I didn't know it was going to be a musical either. I thought but it was like, going to be a... It has enough songs to be classified as a musical. And my favorite song. Almost all of them are great. My favorite song is Upbeat. Bro, I love Upbeat. It's made by Michael Bolton. That's why it's so fucking yeah. catchy. And funny enough, like I was like, uh, this is uh, the everything is awesome of this movie. It really was. I really like that everything is awesome. But you know what's funny? That too started with like, I was like, I crossed my arms like, oh my God, what is this fucking cheesy, happy-go-lucky bullshit? And then it went on for so long that I was like, something about to happen. There's no way. It's like this, this like, and I love the animation style that kept switching through. So like that animation for that song was fucking great. So when they got to the, the punchline at the end. I'm when they just, fucking killed that cat. The, the well, kitty. you spoiled it. <laughs> I was just about to say, I'm not going to spoil it, but well, you spoiled it. But yeah, when they when they it's, kill it's, the thing, it's been two. It's been two weeks. When they kill the thing that was seen, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> they hit it with the car, and it's like, "Let's go, let's go, let's go." He's like, "He's a cop. We gotta get it." <laughs> I was dying. I was like, "Bro!" And they were there was a lot of dark jokes like that. There were. 
like surprisingly dark. And yes, there were some fart jokes here and there. Yeah, because that was the point where I was just like, oh, what is this movie? As soon as they did, held on to that fart joke, oh, it's oh, air coming out of my butt. Yeah. That's a fart. I'm like, oh, what is this movie? Yeah. I'm going to hate it. To be fair, though, that fart joke was at least a meta commentary on fart jokes. But still. So at least it was a little deep. So I was like, all right. I, I hate fart jokes, but that, I let that slide. What I didn't like was that fucking stupid ass poop joke. Yeah, I didn't like that either. Everyone took a shit. Everyone that, took a shit in the in toilet. The, in the in the novelty toilet, uh-huh. a prop toilet. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you went through like every single character. Like, this is too much, too long. But that being said, like there were a few, but those jokes were for the kids. And like in my audience, there was a really there was a kid that was really vocal. So he was literally saying out loud all the things that we as fans would be thinking. Like, there's a cameo from somebody that's very, uh, it's, it makes a lot of appearances in Marvel movies, let's say that. <laughs> he shows I mean, up in- he just basically said who it was. It's fucking Stanley. Yeah. Stanley shows up in this movie. But like, when he does it, like the kid behind me was like, he's from Marvel. How is he in this? This is DC. Oh, no, I did laugh. I was like, Stan Lee, what the fuck? I like, but no, not even just, there were a lot of references or things that they put in this movie. I was like, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I was like, is this illegal? How can they do this? I mean, I guess it's not illegal. I, I mean, obviously it's illegal because they wouldn't have did it, but yeah, still, like, references. But this is like, we could talk all day, and I, I do want to be getting the spoilers, but we talk all day about like our, some of our favorite spoiled. jokes. It's been fucking, it's been a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's all free game now yeah, it's, it's been two free, weeks yeah okay <laughs> but yeah let's get into our just overall thoughts like what do you think about the movie overall uh overall I, I I enjoyed the movie uh granted it didn't make me want to go watch Teen Titans go <laughs> I did I, I fell into rabbit hole YouTube videos like I, I just started watching a bunch of like best of clips no but it's definitely something I would buy on Blu-ray and watch the movie again surprisingly right yeah um even the soundtrack like i, I liked, love the soundtrack i pretty much liked all the songs like there wasn't a song that made me go eh, eh i could take it or leave it uh the jokes the the that shit <laughs> yo when they start wild out this part when they start <laughs> like the, the fucking I just can't get over how like they were whipping their hair and shit. We were like going yeah. hardcore. What did he say? Something about you don't know how to make music or some shit. Yeah, it was like you, you are the worst parents. <laughs> oh Wait. my god, that joke got so dark at the it end did. of it. Of oh, that whole the the Batman thing. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I love this movie. I don't even because I, I mean I've been talking while you were talking, so I don't really have much to add to it. Okay, but oh, I would give it a perfect vision. I'm right there with him. It's going to echo everything you just said. I also would give it a perfect vision. I think it's because the musical numbers were all fucking great and I didn't know it was a musical going in. So right there, you even one point saw me for that, for an unexpected musical that I unexpectedly enjoyed. Yeah, you know, Jordan loves the music. He cries in musicals. But I mean, there were some emotional... Did you cry? Did you cry? Yep. He he cried, ladies and gentlemen. That means perfect vision. (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. I didn't cry. I teared up a little bit, a little bit, no, a little you, bit. You cried. I had a little if, bit of a tear. If you had a little bit of leakage, <laughs> and you know what? You know what part it was? Let's just jump right into spoilers. As I already said, it was perfect vision. It was uh, at the very end, and and I knew it. It's not like this movie is like hard to like to predict. No, it's very predictable. It's very predictable. But it was still fun. It was still fun as hell. But it, when they set up that joke halfway in, where Robin wants, and I love the movie too because it's it's so meta. Like even the premise itself, like 
we need to be taken more seriously. We're a joke. So we're not going to be able to get a movie ha ha ha, without being taken more seriously. So the whole movie is about them trying to become, like, try and get their own movie made. Specifically Robin, because he's a fucking egotistical maniac. Mm-hmm. But halfway in the new movie, where uh, Cyborg, Starfire, Raven, and Beast Boy make that like video card for him, basically saying like why he's so important to them and like why he deserves a movie, blah, 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 whatever. And he cuts it off right after the joke about his baby hands. He's like, oh, like, I don't want to see the rest of this. Like, you're just making fun of me. Like, everything's a joke to you guys. Like, we can't get a movie. I'm like, right then I was like, that's going to come back at the end. There's going to be, because this whole, there has to be a lesson here. And the lesson is that you just. T-double-E-N-I. Wait. T-double-E-N-T-I-T. I I don't know. I can't spell. (laughs) (laughs) T-A-N-S. Fucking great rap. Little little Yachty killed that. Um, But it was a thing where it was like, but this could be just a stupid movie, but it had a message. It had a lesson. Be yourself. Like, you don't have to be like the other heroes to be a hero. You can be yourself and still be a hero. You can still be worthy of having your own movie being somebody like you don't have to emulate other people to be like you know important whatever mm-hmm. so basic message but still a good message so by the end i was like that that obviously in a moment of crisis he's gonna watch the rest of that video and it's gonna be his revelation as to why he should love his friends or whatever and then of course he gets brainwashed because of his own vanity he watches the movie that slate puts on his big screen to brainwash the world he watches it become becomes brainwashed mm-hmm. and then his friends show him the end of that video to win him back and the end of the video the power of love yeah it's just the video the end of the video is just like you know you're important to you're the one you brought us all together and without you like we wouldn't be the teen titans so we we love you as a friend and like that moment I'm so, I got me. <laughs> it's, it's such a basic lesson, but the way they they and you're a basic bitch. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it was. It's all about how you execute something, and in that execution, they elevated the premise because it pans over to Slate crying a little bit, and that was me. It's like oh, it's, it's so beautiful. <laughs> I was like, fuck, they got me. Just a little bit. Just a basic, little, basic one bitch. tier. Just one tier. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Actually, oh no, I will say, even though it's still Perfect Vision, the thing I didn't like that annoyed me was how Beast Boy talked the whole movie. So black. Like, I don't know what that was. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah yo, use guys. Yeah, use guys or yo. Or I'm like, he was he interacting with a black guy the whole He's talking like how he thinks a black guy talked. He's gotten kinda, more kinda like, like that, though. Kind of like Get Out, where he's like, yeah, my father never used my man, but for whatever reason. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he's. I don't know what it is. He's because he didn't. Yeah, he didn't talk like that in the show. In the show now, he does more, but I feel like it's been a slow evolution. He he throws in like, "Hey, mama, hey, little mama," like shit like that, and it's become an evolution. And now he's like, "Hey, use guys." He said, "Use a lot." That's yeah. what made me like. Why does he saying "use"? Like, like, are you a New Yorker or something? I don't understand what that's supposed to be. So that annoyed, hey, that annoyed me. It wasn't even a black thing. Just the whole, the fact that he was talking like that. I'm like, that's not how he talks. He's talking urban. Is that yeah. the issue? Yeah, I, I could see that. Because um, it was like he was trying to do, like, what are you doing? Yeah, trying too hard to be cool and hip. Yeah. I mean, you could argue it's probably part of his character that he is. He does try too hard. I don't know. But he's never done that before. That's my point. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> it's comedic for the kids. Nah, fuck that comedy. I don't know. But I mean, even like the um, the again, it's predictable. Even the uh, Slate Wilson thing, and what's her name? 
Somebody, Jade Wilson. Jade Wilson. All right, but here's the thing. I say it's predictable. Take a notch off my kid prediction belt. The little kid behind me predicted this shit before I did. I thought that Jade Wilson. I thought the same thing. Was gonna be Deathstroke's daughter. Yeah, I thought the same thing. But the little when they revealed when they showed the little kid. I mean, when they showed the Jade Wilson after the the Deathstroke like establishing some scene. Shit. Like yeah, something would, like that. Working yeah. with him. The little kid behind me yells, "It's Deathstroke!" I'm like. Stupid ass kid. That shit ain't no Deathstroke. This is fucking daughter, dumbass. And at the end, he takes off the mask. It's Slade Wilson. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> I don't know shit. Yeah, I thought they were. I thought they were working together. I mean, it's funnier that way. The fact that she he take off a mask is a giant ass Slade Wilson he's, mask he's, underneath. He's it. wearing a mask under a mask. Yeah, I was like, what? But I mean, I don't know. That that was funny to me. That like, I I thought I had the whole thing pegged, and I was like, no, you're totally wrong, bro. Um, we were both wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm stupid. <laughs> uh, but stuff like the uh, the the dark jokes are surprisingly funny, like the changing time stuff we just talked about. Yeah, I they mean, killed a baby. They killed Aquaman. They pushed Batman's mother into the. No, that had me dying. <laughs> they put, when they saved him, it was one thing. When they go back to fix the shit they they fucked up, when they literally shoved them down. Crime Alley, and you hear the gunshots. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, that's just not okay, bro. But I still laughed. <laughs> oh yeah, I was dying. But I'm like, that—that's dark. Teen Titans just committed murder, basically, and it's a joke. I mean, they committed murder in the beginning when they ran over the the, the cop. <laughs> I mean, they committed murder when they threw a, a garbage or whatever into the ocean and that strangled part, and I strangled mean, a baby Aquaman. Yeah. Strangled a baby Aquaman, a baby. <laughs> I was like, um, how is this okay? Apparently. And somehow, the, getting rid of, getting rid like, of Batman you, didn't get like, rid of Robin. you guys are still heroes, though? Like, <laughs> Were, right? <laughs> but then getting rid, of Robin, getting rid of Batman didn't get rid of Robin. That's what I was thinking. I was like, you're not thinking the logic of this? No. It was, it was for the jokes. It didn't really matter, but... Yeah. Um... But then, yeah, by the end, I also like the, the running gag of, like, you know, I have a portal that can just beat anything, right? Like, I was stuck into the portal. Like... The fact that the multiple times in the movie, Ravens opens a portal and beats anything. <laughs> and it's like, oh yeah, the portals, right? <laughs> and uh, funny enough, I found out those were like real the, the guardians of nobody, whatever the fuck they were called. Those are real characters. Those are real characters. This is a very obscure reference. Yeah, I was like, but they even make a joke about that. The Teen Titans are like, no one knows who they are. <laughs> yeah, it's in the name. Misery's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was it the something of the unknown? Yes. Something, the Guardians of the Unknown or some shit. I forgot. Like, I didn't even watch that shit. It was an old show. I don't even know what that is. It's a really. But I looked it up. I was like, oh, this is real. Yeah, it's a real thing. Okay. <laughs> that was funny too. <laughs> like, we can escape and then the portal closes. It's like, no. <laughs> but I just, I couldn't believe how often I was laughing in the theater. Like, yeah, literally. The Superman voiced by Nicolas Cage. I didn't even know that. I mean, I remember you made a, you, you told us that in like a news story. No, no, no. We, we talked about it last week. Because we, we, me and you talked about it, even though we didn't record. I think you brought it up in a news story. Oh yeah, too. no, actually, yeah, I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was just like, whatever. But like, I had forgotten. So in the movie, I didn't even realize that was Nicolas Cage. And now that I, I I'm sorry for giving him hate. Because if he's gonna be Spider Man Noir or whatever, he blended in seamlessly. I wouldn't even have guessed that that was Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. And he was funny too. Yeah, he was. <laughs> like when it was like, we're gonna stop you, Superman. And he's like. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. You can't stop this. Yeah. And he's like, he points at the ass. Like, and then the, like, throw 
throwing kryptonite on him. kryptonite on him, yeah. Bro, I Black was candy. dead. It's just like, just chucking kryptonite. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like the crowd twitching, like, ah. Oh, man. I don't know. I love this movie. I, I couldn't believe how often I found myself laughing at it. Again, there were, there were a few moments where it was like, oh, that's kind of a kid's joke. I don't like that. But like, they were few and far between. Yeah, overall, I laughed way more than I was like, eh. Yeah. And then with the fucking amazing post credit scene. of Which them, got spoiled for me. It got spoiled for me, too. So I'm like, eh, whatever. I, I would have still been more hyped had I not known about it. That's a good point. But I still... I Have they announced anything about that? Like, are they... Did they say when, how? Is it coming to the DC streaming service? Like, what the fuck? No, they didn't say anything about it. That's fucking crazy. That's awesome, though, that they're actually going to bring it back. Yeah. Which I'm just... But it also, but it also kind of makes me go, won't this clash with Young Justice? Because it's essentially the same thing. It is the same thing. It's the very... But it's, 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 it's kind of not, It's just a bigger, bigger team. It's, it's kind of in between two demographics. Like, I feel like Teen Titans was for slightly younger than Young Justice audience, but older than the Teen Titans Go audience. So it was like between them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. Just for the sake of the fact that it was like a based on anime kind of thing. Yeah. And they, they, did, they did have like stupid, like, you know, anime comedic moments where like the animation style would change to chibis and stuff. So like, you know, it's not, it's not super or as gritty as Young Justice was, I don't think. No, no. Yeah. But man, I can't believe I actually enjoyed Teen Titans Go. <laughs> like of all movies, I'm like, really? And the fact that they made fun of DCEU so often. They they made fun of them a lot. Yeah, I'm like, damn, guys, is that okay? The Green Lantern movie. It was a Green Lantern movie, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, anything else we want to talk about? I'm, I'm trying to remember any of You know like, what you need? You need an upbeat, inspirational song about life. Are you feeling down? Oh, Michael Bolton. <laughs> the I can just can't kill you today. today. But it's all gonna be okay. Is this what you listen to in the morning to hype yourself up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want... She's a good singer. Tara Strong's a good singer. Slash rapper. You need it! <laughs> I just want to get to the chorus. I like the animation styles, though. How they kept switching them. Yeah, I did, too. Yeah, those are good. Upbeat, upbeat. Upbeat, upbeat. Upbeat, upbeat. Oh, Michael Bolton. We're such nerds. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a good song. Because it's not black. Is that why you like it so much? Yeah, that's exactly why. <laughs> Michael Bolton, that's my jam. <laughs> uh, if, it, if it was Frank Ocean, the song would be whack. <laughs> I'm sorry. When they were when I, when they were beating Slade's giant robot with that Teen Titans Go song, I was like in my edge of my seat, like yeah, <laughs> go Teen Titans, go Teen Titans. <laughs> Take out my kitty meow and use like the little the cat meow roar. That shit was awesome. <laughs> Oh, before we got out of it, one of my favorite jokes, and it, because it was a fucking, it was so real, because it really happened right after they did it in the movie. Where to, That's your kids with babies come from. Exactly. <laughs> when Robin was trying to like wrap up the, wrap up the episode, it was like, yeah, big speech. And the clothes like, wait, I want to say, there's so much more I have to say. <laughs> that, 
Ask your parents where babies come from. The kid, the vocal kid I was talking about, literally asked his father, wait, so where do babies come from? That was like, don't ask me that. Don't ask me that. <laughs> I was like, touche, Teen Titans Go. <laughs> you really trolled the entire audience. If I was a parent, I would have been mad. I'm like, really? You're going to make this car ride at home awkward as fuck for me, Teen Titans Go? Really? That's what they wanted. It's hilarious. All right, let's move on. Let's get into Cloak and Dagger. The last two episodes. So, Dagger and Cloak. Yeah, it's the season finale. Backbreaker and Colony Collapse. You had a white cop on tape confessing to killing a black kid. Have you been paying attention? Don't put yourself in their crosshairs. You and me ain't finished yet. Nothing changes. It just is, again and again. Why not stand up for the world the way it should be? Every time the city's been struck with a catastrophe, it's always come down to two people. You ready to do this? Yeah. You should be very, very afraid. Um, interestingly enough I'm glad we didn't have an episode last week because Jordan didn't fucking watch the episode yeah it was a great episode I'm sorry that I missed it and I said that yeah Uh, I actually might have liked that episode more than the final episode yeah I like that episode more than this one yeah and part of it was the reasons um, one of our reviewers kind of listed with the the cool framing device of it being meta where the teacher is talking about the hero's journey and how it works in fiction and narrative and stuff Mm mhm and then how it's literally playing out in the show right now because the heroes were hitting their lowest point. And, like, you know, you have to fall lower than you've ever been before a hero can be reborn. And if a hero is not reborn, they become, they a, become villain. a villain. And you're following Tyrone Tandy and the, the detective. Cop. Yeah. The good detective, not the corrupt one. Yeah. Um, and when they mentioned the fact that one of them, like, you, the possibility of becoming a villain, I didn't really put together, like, oh. Is it a possibility that one of them actually will become a villain? I thought that was just... I, I guess it's bad screenwriting to not use that, but I thought that was just going into the whole um, narrative and how that does play out in Heroes Well, journey. I didn't think they were talking about uh, Tandy or Tyrone, but I was like, oh... They I didn't talk- consider detectives. I was like, yeah, are they talking about the cop? Yeah. Because the whole thing about fridging her boyfriend, I was like, oh, is this about to be... Is this going to be the moment she becomes a villain? You know what's funny? That's kind of how Green Lan- it happened to Green Lantern too. That's how it started. The fringing the girlfriend thing. That was like one of the first things that happened before he became Parallax in the comics for a while. Oh, and became a villain. Kyle Rayner was Parallax? I thought that was No, high. no, no. Not Kyle Rayner. Was it Kyle Rayner's girlfriend? I thought I think it's Kyle Rayner. I thought it was uh, the other guy. Hal Jordan. No, I think it was Kyle Rayner's girlfriend. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Never mind. Yeah. Completely wrong. <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong, but I think it was Kyle Rayner's girlfriend that got fridged. I don't know. Look it up. You look it remember. up. You're already, you're already on your phone. God damn. All right. Then tell me what you thought about the episode um, back. Well, I guess both. Uh, they kind of run into each other. Last week's episode, I give it a straight perfect vision right off the bat. Uh, I enjoyed, like you said, I enjoyed the parallels between you know the hero's journey and what was going on between them. I especially liked, and and, and it's weird, I feel like, in terms of like the superhero aspects, Dagger is getting way. Oh yeah, it is Kyle Rayner. Yeah, you're right. Never mind. I'm Completely wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> okay. But yeah, I feel like Dagger is getting way more development in terms of her powers 
than Tyrone is. Like with her ability to steal hopes. She be- Oh yeah, for sure. She definitely is more into her powers. She's become more of a succubus. Yeah, she became a hope vampire because yeah, she's so pissed vamp- about finding out that her dad was a fucking abusive asshole. Basically. Yeah. So instead of instead of uh taking cocaine and all the other stuff, now she's addicted to hopes. Addicted to hopes. <laughs> let me snort that hope. Yeah, let me snort. Oh, that's a good hope. Yeah. <laughs> so uh I'm trying to remember everything. I'm From the last like, episode? Yeah, I'm like, I don't remember. <laughs> um, let me see if I wrote down my notes. Uh, oh, Tyrone was... Well, I do remember, I gave, it was, it per- it I do was remember I gave it a perfect vision. It was because that was the aftermath of the episode where they put the corrupt cop behind bars and Tanny has a revelation about her father. It was basically a thing where everybody got what they thought they wanted. Oh, yeah, he got what he wanted, but it still wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. It also goes to show like vengeance... It consumes it, it, you. Yeah. But the thing, I, I like the line where the pastor was like, the war is over. It might be the sweetest of dishes, but at the end of the day, things that are sweet have no have no nutrition in them. Mm. Like Skittles might taste great in the moment, but... <laughs> Skittles to, taste, <laughs> to vengeance. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> okay. Vengeance tastes like Skittles. But I like that the pastor hit him with the line, like, the war is over, Tyrone. Like, you need to, like... Put down the sword like you're only hurting yourself now it was because his family didn't react the way he thought they were going to react he thought putting the man behind that killed his brother behind bars would have automatically healed the pain in his family's heart repaired the relationships and all that stuff or they would have they a didn't. bigger reaction yeah they, they didn't like, they, they no sold it they would not even just heal the pain but they would want to go after this cop now because he was proven right mm-hmm. but the mother's response like i thought that was perfect yeah she was they like, had a really great conversation yeah like end. When she was like, okay, what if you are right? Do you know what that means? Like, have you thought further than the fact that the cop was, you know, behind him? It's like, no, you only think, you only really thought about the cop. But what does that mean? That means that he has, he had help mm-hmm. and that other people are in on it. Like, you're they, putting they, a target on your back. And they related back to the current state of the world where, like, you think anybody's going to care? Like, if, if, a, if a black guy or black boy gets killed by a white cop, no one's going to care. Yeah, no one's going to care. Even, even it was even crazy. The dude said that it was, inadmissible him admitting on on film that he killed somebody like that was inadmissible in court mm-hmm. is that true i think so that's stupid because i guess te- there's no evidence because i guess technically speaking not even just that but we don't you don't know the circumstances of why this person admitted to it or maybe he was coerced what <laughs> what that's bullshit because yeah like if you record somebody or 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 and on top of that if you record somebody without a warrant it's not you they didn't have a warrant or anything to record him that's ridiculous how come detective didn't know that i don't know maybe bad she, detective i guess she's not a lawyer or whatever i, I guess like that's i was like really they can't get him on that but i guess not um and a lot of the beginning of the episode was about which i thought was weird the the mother the chick's mother the voodoo mom Talking about the divine pairing, and I'm like, I, okay, I get that what she's saying is applicable to the show, but if she, if we didn't know about the like, Tyrone and Tandy, she would be crazy. Like you know, what I mean, like to anybody else, I'm like, 
you're you're speaking way too like emphatically and like religiously about something that sounds insane, like the divine pairing, something this fear right below the surface of the city. I mean, it's I guess coming. that's the point. She's basically the exposition machine, just like Giles was on Buffy. Yeah, but in the real world, like I'm like, girl, it's not the real world. Though. You need to put your aunt into somebody insane asylum because like she's got <laughs> not the real world. I mean, and I mean, but even even the girl, like she knows her aunt is a crazy because she has she kind of has some of that power. How she was able. Going skipping to the end real quick, how when Tandy tried to take her hope power, and she like she was like, no. I was like, oh shit, how the fuck did she do that? <laughs> I like that they, they're still not jumping right into a Tandy Tyrone relationship. I actually like her uh Tyrone and that girl together. Yeah, me too. As opposed to her and I, I like but that. I wanna, I wanna get more into like how was she able to break uh Tandy's power. Mm, voodoo. <laughs> I want, I want more. I mean, this seems to take place within the Netflix universe, so... The, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, period, because they mentioned Stark and Rand. Yeah. This is like the only show where they mention both, pretty much. Yeah, Runaways is like, what about our references? Fuck your references! You get no references! Yeah. So, I was like, oh, they had a Stark reference, ooh, but he's never going to see a Stark logo or anything like that. <laughs> um, But yeah, like you said, like that, that last conversation between his mom and... and or uh, even uh, last week when she mentioned uh, Misty Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know my friend Misty? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like that last conversation a lot. Just like the the motion and like what they were saying. Great actors. The, the, the mom, she's a great actress. Yeah. And then by the end, it's revealed that Tyrone's been framed for the murder of the detective's boyfriend. They got put in the fridge, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Pin on the black guy. Yeah, put it on the black guy. Fucking bullshit. But, then, but when he ran out the house... And he didn't grab his cloak. I was like, grab the fucking cloak. What are you doing? But in the next episode, his dad had it for him, so it worked out. Yeah. And they got ripped apart by fear zombies, whatever yeah. the fuck. But I don't know, the, the, the last episode was so emotional. This episode, the most recent episode, felt so rushed. Yeah, this episode, I felt like, I was like, a lot of stuff was happening, and it's too convenient. And then also, on top of that, there was a moment in the beginning where the CGI looked fucking terrible wait when when she cut the uh the girl that had her mother uh held at gunpoint yeah and she used her dagger powers to slice her knee yeah. and you saw the blood dripping down i was like that looks fucking terrible like even the slash oh wow i didn't the even... blood coming down i was like that looks terrible i didn't pick that up i hate it wow <laughs> but that's why i asked you i was like was that the season finale because like it just yeah it was a finale it's the season finale the pacing just felt so like out yeah, of nowhere. Was rushed. But go, go, go. That's the end. Like, Even it, the fact when Tyrone sucked the cop into his uh, dark force. His and, cloak. That came out of nowhere. He didn't even really have his cloak on. Remember I told you that he was going to get an offensive power lock in the comic? But even oh, still, the, the fact that it came out of nowhere. And then the, you're not freaked out enough. Like, no. whoa, I absorbed a dude. Anyway, I'm going to go sacrifice myself now. <laughs> it's like, yeah, wait, it was just what? like, what just happened? Like, you just found out about the sacrificing yourself thing this episode, and now you're just totally on board with it. Like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just do it. That's what I'm supposed to do, right? I'll do it. It's like, what? Even that, when they go to the Roxxon building. And then the fact they just held hands, and then it sucked up yeah, all the energy. Holding and hands. And then they ended up somewhere else. I was like, what? I think they ended up on the roof or something like I don't know. Of the same building? I don't know. They just ended up in a different location. It was weird. But yeah, I thought that was weird. And then I was like, how there's no, there was no setup to that. There and was then no I was like, like, but how are they able to hold hands now? Well, before when they tried, they couldn't. They couldn't even get close to each other because now they've had emotional revelations. I don't know. It, but it just felt there was no like 
setup or payoff to like, oh, by the way, the holding hands thing is how we're going to save the yeah, day. Yeah, and then I was like, and then what it's did like, holding hands do? Like, I, did they suck the energy into themselves? Did like, what did it do? All you it saw was very was confusing. A, yeah, it shot up in the air, but like, how, how does that work? I thought it made an explosion. Like, I don't... I don't know. Like, it seemed like the gifted almost, was, let's hold hands and be stronger. But oh, it was like, no, you reminded <laughs> me of the gifted. Oh, now I hate it. <laughs> but I was like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it either. That's why I felt right. And even like the whole, the city's under attack by fear zombies. That felt so rushed. Like I felt like maybe because Dagger is hope, her light energy, I felt like maybe she could suck the zombie po- the zombie thing away from them or whatever. Or maybe if they use their powers together, that could suck away the zombie energy or whatever. It, it, nothing, it was nothing. They, they didn't even go into it. They didn't go in. They couldn't do it. She just killed them all. She threw daggers that at them. That was another thing. And Tyrone just teleported point, away. When, when they get back together by like the middle of the episode where Tyrone teleports to save her from the Hess girl who's been zombified, they, I feel like in that montage of them fighting, as superhero as that was, I'm like, okay, now it's a superhero show. But I'm like, are they killing people? They Well, she was. I mean, yeah, she was stabbing people, but then like the the detective girl was out of nowhere. Oh yeah, she was shooting. She was out shooting. of nowhere. She was sniping people. Yeah, I was like, how did you even know that they were there? Where did you come from? You're just there. I'm sniping now. I got, I got him. No worry, but I got your back. And then again, out of nowhere, the dude finds her, the the, the corrupt cop, and shoots her and knocks her off a ledge after a, um one of those valves explode. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? That, even that was random. It was like, hey, bitch, bam, now you're dead. It's like, whoa. Not, not, not even just that, but then also on top of that, they keep talking about the divine pairing and how they're stronger together. When they came together, I was like, you're not doing anything that you couldn't do by yourself. So, I mean, the, honestly, the whole divine pairing thing is weak because it doesn't, it doesn't, they kept threading it, but it never, nothing ever came of it. Like, what? If you didn't have that divine pairing like, stuff, what was but, the point of it? And it's also going, again, another reference. It's like heroes, save the cheerleader, to save the world. Like, they saved Claire, but saving Claire didn't also, like, what they did for New York, like, that ended up, she her saving her ended up not changing the outcome of, of, of what happened with New York. It was Peter simply flying his brother up in the air and exploding in the air. That's what saved everybody. You should have, so it should have been save Peter. Say, like, it's the same thing. Like you bring up the divine parent, but it ultimately didn't mean anything. Yeah, I don't. It, it was it was just a hook to save the show. Same with save the cheerleader, save the world. It was just a hook to save the show. But it didn't because you you remember heroes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like saving Claire didn't do anything for the outcome of saving New York. No, it was just a cool tagline. Yeah, I mean, great. It got me into the show. Same, <laughs> but, also, but divine pairing is even that. Like, but even, but even just like with that, it's like, just like we're heroes. Like I was, I was into Cloak and Dagger every episode, but then that season finale was like weak. It's the same with heroes. The season finale of season one of Heroes was weak to me, so I'm like, oh, I'm a little nervous. Yeah, I don't really know where they're going from here. I mean, now it's like Tyrone's still on the run. They didn't really clear his name, right? Because yeah. now he's living in that church. Yeah, he's still on the run. The cops were at the parents' house. Yeah. So it was like, are they runaways now? Should we just, are we going to combine with runaways? I, mean, <laughs> I would actually love that. I mean, there's a, I, I read somewhere that season one of Runaways is going to air on Freeform. Yeah? Yeah. So crossover? So maybe. That'd be kind of cool. I'd, I'd, I'd be down for that. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, uh, I like that he got his brother's cloak from um Tandy. Or not cloak, but his hoodie. And mm-hmm. that became his cloak at the end of the episode. That was that was kind of cool. But at the same time, I'm just like, all right, 
I'm over. I'm over Tyrone being like the weak one. Like she gets all the in terms well, of po- I mean, in terms of power development. Okay, yeah, in terms of power development, he's weak. But in terms of powers, he's still he's strong as hell. He's no, but I'm saying in terms of power development, she gets all the like. Oh. But couldn't in the comics that he need a cloak too? But in this, well, I'm not even talking about the cloak. But it's just like, oh, I need. I'm so weak. I can't do anything. And she's like, snap out of it, bitch. He's like, what if I am? It's like, oh, slap his ass. I'm over it. <laughs> I mean, but they kind of did that for each other because earlier in that episode, he was the voice of reason for her. And that kind of got her thinking like, all right, maybe I'm being fucking, I'm bullshit right now. That was like a couple episodes ago now. No, 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 no. Earlier in, in the same episode where he was, where, or was it the last episode? No, I think you're talking about the last episode. No, I think you're talking about ghost stories. No, no, no. The, um, when they had the conversation uh, after she tried to absorb the hope oh, from... Oh, yeah, yeah. That name? was the last episode. Yeah, yeah. okay. So like, they, they do go back and forth. Like, who's the person pulling and the person pushing or whatever in like their group dynamic. But I don't know. I don't mind it. She still gets more powers. <laughs> but his powers are more like uncontrollable, but they're definitely more OP. Like... He can absorb people with his cloak. Like, and he, he can't defend against that. It's like, shadows. Like, oh, shit. Like, what? Yeah, they got to go more into that. They got to talk about it. Because, like, I'll be like, because I'm pretty sure. He's in me. He's in me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the guy's going to have to, the cop, he's going to have to come back. And maybe he's going to come back with some power. You think? Because he's been sucked into the dark force. It just seems like a very anticlimactic way to resolve that storyline. Like, he's just there. And then they just kill him. Instantly. Yeah, I mean, I don't think no, I don't think he's dead, or whatever they did to him. Same thing with her, him, and the um, the corrupt cop. I mean, the the good cop. Like their their confrontation didn't feel final. It was just like I found you, bitch. Bang. Well, I mean, you see anyway. She, by the end of the episode, you see she's back with green eyes. I mean, gl- yellow eyes. Yeah. Is she that? Remember you were talking before in one of the news stories you were reading about? Uh, no, I mentioned Mister Jip. Is that unless Mr. Jip? Unless they're gonna make her Mrs. Jip. Yes, what I'm saying. Is she Mrs. Jip? Or is she Jip? I don't think so. I don't think so. Then where what? I thought he was gonna be in the season. Then you say Mr. Jip was supposed to be part of this this season? Well, no. They mentioned Mr. They we've seen Mr. Jip already. So, they they said oh, we, we thought it was the Reaper in, thing. In the uh in the nightmare. They said, oh, look at that nightmare thing. Look closely around you. You'll see you'll see a tease to Mr. Jip. Okay. So I don't think it's I don't think it's her. Oh, then what the fuck? She's, she's somebody else. But I don't. It's not like I don't I'm, even know what she is. I don't know Cloak and Dagger's Rogues Gallery. So it's not. Yeah. I can't even tell you. Creepy Walker girl who walks in a creepy way. Yeah. <laughs> she's got the horror movie walk where she like she speeds up and slows down randomly. Yeah, she's ghost. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For it for it to be the most low more than passable. Yeah, for it to be the most superhero episode, it felt like one of the weakest. But I can't even say that. I was bored in other episodes. I wasn't bored in this one. No, I wasn't bored in this one. But it was just rushed. Yeah. So I feel like it needed to be, like the season needed to be paced better. So those boring episodes. I think maybe, I think maybe they should have had one more episode and then the season finale. Yeah. Have some, for the whole city to be taken over by random fear zombie people. Yeah. Like this probably should have been a two-parter. Yeah. Like how random is that? Like, everybody's fear zombies. And now they're not. Anyway, moving on. Like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah. Does anybody know they're all fear zombies? Like how much of the how much of the city was affected by that? And you really talk about it? Okay, whatever. Uh, let's see. I, I you gave it a low, low more than passable. passable. 
I give the last episode perfect vision. And yeah, I, I give the last episode perfect. I give this a low more. I'd give it. I guess a little more impassable. I'm between that and the high passable. I'll, I'll be nice and say a little more than passable. But I mean, yeah, I'll say a little more than passable, I guess. But it's very begrudging. I think it might actually be more of a high passable. But make, up, make up your mind. I'm splitting hairs. <laughs> um, and before we move on, yeah, there were a lot of tie-ins to... Uh, the greater Marvel universe. Cause I even like the, with, you know what people with a great power want? Greater power, uh-huh. <laughs> not responsibility. Like I said, I mean, they mentioned Stark and Rand. They even dropped six, one, six. What? They did. Mm-hmm. It was, it was like a number of like one of the, I don't know, one of the, how like the valves or something. I don't remember exactly, but they said six, one, six. And what's her face? Um, uh, Tandy put the rocks on president guy into like, I guess the same kind of coma, that the Asian guy was in, mm-hmm. and she just has that power now. That, I was just gonna say, like, I don't. What does she do? Because that's not. Because uh, does she trap him in his hopes or like what? Did, but the door that he she had him open you heard sounded like, like yeah the same place that the other guy was in. But that was a nightmare then. Yeah, that, how did so? That, but she doesn't have nightmare powers. That's Tyrone's thing. This is not a good episode. It's not high passable. <laughs> It's not, it's not yeah, expl- now yeah, now I'm thinking about yeah, high passable. It's not explained I'm like, well. I'm confused. <laughs> There's just a lot of things that just happen. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> okay. Because remember, she needed Tyrone to open that door. I guess yeah. maybe once it's open, it's open, and that's a place that they both can go. Th- I don't know. The divine pairing. One has to die. Well, we didn't. Neither of us died. So, is everything you said bullshit? Like, how does? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Uh, I guess maybe. <laughs> They read it wrong. One doesn't have to die. <laughs> That's a pretty big typo to fucking gloss over. <laughs> oh, have to die. No, I, I I didn't know you meant have to die. All right, let's move on. Let's get into... Oh, I got emails before we get into um, news of the week. Okay, our first email comes from Stanley Ward. Uh, so is Invisible Girl. The invisible girl of my hero beat the entrance exam because there was off switches on the robot and she could also peel off access panels, according to the creator. Wait, what? Say that again. Stanley says, according to the creator of My Hero Academia, the invisible girl was able to beat the entrance exam because there was off switches on the robots. So apparently she could just sneak around the robots and turn them off. Okay. That's and not super, super, oh, she could also peel off access panels. That's lame. But okay. I mean, I <laughs> well, guess, there's I your guess, answer, Michael. I mean, I guess technically that's points, but I'm like, that's lame. <laughs> wow. You see, he didn't really want to answer Stanley. <laughs> so his answer is like, that's stupid. I hate it. <laughs> no, I got an answer. I appreciate that. But I'm like, that's lame. <laughs> All right. Next email coming from Dylan Eccles. Just call me Eccles. Even though you ruin my first name every time. Oh. <laughs> uh, he says it's pronounced Delon. 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 Oh, I'm saying Delon. Delon. Just call me Eccles. Jordan is my kindred spirit, solely based off our lust for Elastigirl. Mm-hmm. Drop me that website when you get a minute. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, bro. As always, excellent podcast. Uh, this is the podcast of the people. You guys take time out to really let your fans know they're important. Like the fellow blur, Dr. Martin Luther King said, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. That's deep. Don't fact check me on if he actually said that. What? What, <laughs> <laughs> what a twist. 
<laughs> but all jokes aside, you guys are the podcasters that listen uh, that listen to me back. That's dope. I listen to several podcasts of different genres, and the most successful successful ones show love. Let us show you love back. Insert Michael innuendo. <laughs> I'd be willing to subscribe slash donate. Oh, see, we got people already ready for a Patreon. That's fucking cool. You guys are awesome. I get so many feels. Upbeat, 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 upbeat. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on the next My Hero. I'm claiming whoever is dating Froppy, I want to be that guy. <laughs> okay, you just made yourself a new character. There you go. Second choice is Sensei Aizawa. Jamie Foxx and Taron Egerton are in the new Robin Hood trailer. Check it out. Uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts. Oh, shit. I didn't even watch that trailer. We talk, I talked about that. Ugh, fuck, I forgot to add. But that was for last week. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, this is a review. Or this is an email from last week. Stay nerdy, my blurdy. Yeah, Stay I, nerdy, I, 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 had that, I had that in there for last week, but I don't. Forgot to bring pull that okay, back up well, for this we'll week. Okay, we'll watch it. Well, just for Delon, we will give a our thoughts about um the Arrow trailer. I mean Green Arrow. I mean Red Hood. I mean Hawkeye. Green Arrow. <laughs> ah, <laughs> was it <laughs> Robin Hood? There we go. Hawkeye. So many Arrow guys. Hawkeye the movie. Uh, next email comes from John Rainey. John Lewis. <laughs> Did you see the promotional poster for Cloaking Dagger Season 2? The poster says, Season 2 will be Mayhem. Mayhem in the comics is a villain with claws that can emit death spores similar to Omega Red. Mayhem is also O'Reilly. Oh, wait. Is O'Reilly the good cop? Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Auto sports. I hate you. <laughs> but Auto parts. Is Mayhem O'Reilly? O'Reilly's the good cop, right? I don't know. You talking about the chick? Yeah, the chick. I don't, I don't know her name. It's gotta be. So I guess we're gonna. Our, the villain for season two is her, and her name is Mayhem. I don't know anything about Colgan Dagger's Rogues Gallery, like you said. So I have no idea who she is or what her. Oh, I guess he said her powers. Spores and O'Reilly claws. O'Reilly is the cop. There you go. Spores and claws. And yeah, Br- Bridget O'Reilly. That's Mayhem's name. Okay. Well, John also goes on to say, also last episode, Michael, you made the point to say that James Gunn shouldn't have been fired due to the fact that the offensive tweets were brought up around the time of Guardians 1. So why didn't slash wouldn't Gunn comb through and delete the tweets after that first incident? I think he did delete them. He deleted the tweets then? I think he deleted, uh, yeah, I think so. And then how are people screenshotting them now? Uh, Before think, he deleted them? I think, I think there's a way. You I can- don't think he did. I think but I think why why would he delete them if he had already apologized for them? You know what I mean? Like if you apologize no, no, for I, them, I, I, I think he did delete them. But I think there's a way you can go back. Like really? You can uncover old stuff. No. Then why would he delete thirty thousand tweets now? You know what I'm saying? I don't. Know. I don't know. No. I think I think it's a thing where like if you've already admitted that you were wrong for it, maybe it's a bad PR thing to go back and delete them too. You know what I mean? Like it's out in the open. Like I've, I'm open about it, so I'm not gonna hide it. But I want you all to know that I'm sorry for them in advance. That makes sense too. Yeah, yeah. If you're already if you're already owning up to it. There's no point of. Yeah. Um. <laughs> our next email comes from Christopher. You, Higgins. I was gonna say because you can also have it like, well, if for, even for himself, like this is where I was, but this is who I am now. Yeah. 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 I'm sure he didn't think that in three or four years it would come back up again and then cost him his job in Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm sure hindsight now is 2020 and he wishes he did. <laughs> but, you know, what you gonna do? 
Uh, but our next email comes from I was laughing menacingly because the subject made me laugh. It's from Christopher Higgins, and the subject is Buffy. Too black? <laughs> hey guys, first I want to say I didn't mean to offend y'all with your opinions about movies, even if I don't agree. I really enjoy your podcast and look forward to it and binge it in one night. My favorite section is the news section because along with the news, you get real and talk about racial and social issues in the world today and how crazy it is. Lastly, listening to Michael complain and admitting Buffy can only be white is hilarious. The salt is real, lol. Your friend CJ, aka Blood Ocean, hashtag Buffy's too black. <laughs> black liberation. <laughs> There's no liberation, but she can't be black, Michael. Yes. <laughs> The Slayer can be black. We you know what's funny? Anyway, I, hold up. Let me read. It says, Mayhem exudes a green venomous gas from her pores that tend to surround her. So she farts. Basically. <laughs> if this gas enters another person's bloodstream, it will paralyze the person for an unknown amount of time. So she's staying. Hence, Mayhem attacks people by raking their skin with her talon-like fingernails so that the gas will enter their bloodstream. The gas can also act as a truth serum, forcing a victim of mayhem to tell her the truth hmm. daggers light knives dissipate upon contact with this gas and mayhem can levitate and fly interesting i wonder if they're gonna take away the paralysis thing and use the fear thing that they kind of set up in season one but then wouldn't that kind of be more of... it's kind of paralysis too the way that well, i was gonna say if they do fear that would be like cloak's power yeah that's what i'm saying like he kind of leaves people paralyzed sort of so i can see that uh, next email comes from Juan Rojas. Uh, he says, quick message. I have a quick message for the Blur Vision audience. I started a Blur Vision facts page on Instagram where I make memes and facts about the podcast and anyone is welcome to follow me at Blurred Vision underscore facts. Thanks and staying forever nerdy. Yeah, that's a cute page. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah. He made a fact about Jamie the other day. And I was like, ah, she did hate Dragon Ball Super <laughs> so much. <laughs> I should, I should actually send her a message when Broly comes out. Like, you gonna see Broly? <laughs> She'll be like, fuck you! Um, next email comes from Daryl Griggs. And he says, Aquaman is Black Panther underwater. Hello, it's me, Immaculate, here again. Couldn't leave a review, so just decided to email. Excuse my typos from last week. I guess I couldn't... I guess my writing was too black and Jordan couldn't read it. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. That's exactly. Fuck you, <laughs> Michael. I'm very disappointed you haven't seen Django. Arguably my favorite from Tarantino, and it's like the opposite of those movies where you don't like white people for a few days afterwards. I have, I have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your face when I looked over as I left. It's like like mm-hmm on Blu-ray. <laughs> okay. Uh, so many racists die. <laughs> Lastly, I want to have hope for Shazam and Aquaman. Yeah. That's why I can't watch certain movies, though. I'm like, I don't want to see any white people. I can't. I can't. Wow. <laughs> nah. Well, yeah, it's it's a lot of catharsis release by the end of Django Unchained. Because a lot of niggas and, and slaves being whipped. Like, that's how I felt about then, uh, Rosewood. Mm-hmm. I feel you. But at the end, it's like everything you ever wanted from any of those slave movies happens at the end of Django Unchained. Yeah, I mean, I heard about it. Yeah. And I have it on Blu-ray, so I mean, yeah. I'll get to so it. So eventually. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> uh, lastly, I want to have hope for Shazam and Aquaman by refusing to let the DCEU or whatever they want to go by now. What? By refuse to let the DCEU or whatever they want to go by now. Whatever they want to go by but, now. Now it's the world's of DC. But this is but me again. But me again. What's, what's he mean? 
Bite. Oh, bite me again. Okay. Uh, with all that said, until next time, stay nerdy, my blurdy. Thank you, Daryl. Uh, I'm not mad at you, bro. I'm also very cautiously optimistic for Aquaman and Shazam. I wouldn't be good. I'm more cautiously optimistic about uh, Aquaman. But I don't know. I feel like Shazam's going to be good. I don't trust nothing no more, man. Uh, next review comes from Joe Smith. Subject is claiming my character. Is our old pal Joe. He's been a guest on the podcast. Remember Joe? Mm-hmm. People have been snatching up my hero characters left and right, so I gotta grab mine. Obviously can't pick All Might or Deku, so I'm gonna go with Rikito Sato or Sugar Man. Sugar Rush. Oh, Sugar Rush. This works best for me since I'm a power lifter and I have to eat a lot of food to maintain my strength. And donuts are one of my favorite things to eat when I have PR days. Stay nerdy, my blurdies. Mm, you make me want to go to Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Word. I'm glad I'm not the only fat ass. I was like, I want a donut. <laughs> So yeah, bro, Sugar Rush saw you. There you go. Uh, da, da, da. That's not an email. They don't really show, speaking of side characters, they don't show him that much. They don't show uh, Naval Laser that much. And they don't show Insect Man that much. You didn't listen to a word I just said. No, I just read an email about Teen Titans Go. What was that? I was, ugh, fuck you. I said, speaking of side characters, they don't show Naval Laser that much, Sugar Rush, or the insect guy. They at least had one moment with the insect guy in those exams. But, um... Yeah. I mean, but I saw Naval Laser in the preview for next week's episode. So maybe... I assume they're going to get to all of them, though. Eventually, I feel like everybody's going to have a defining moment for you to remember them. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. I know, Michael... You really want Naval Naval Laser to have a moment? No, I want fucking Invisible Girl no, to have a moment. I need Naval her laser. explained. So you can represent all the gay superheroes. No, I know. No. <laughs> You're more gay than I am. I <laughs> cape is pretty fabulous. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, you're 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 culturally gay. I'm more, culturally I'm gay. More, I'm more physically gay. What is that? I mean, mean, I'm the one that sucks the dick, but you're the you're the stereotype. <laughs> well, cause I cause I love Grey Showman and, and musicals and, and fabulous and you cry. And... Don't don't put me in the box. <laughs> don't judge me. Um, is this a review? Even sometimes when we're doing a podcast, you're like twirling your hair. Mm. Oh, oh! I can't twirl my hair now. No, you can't. Well, because you, you don't have hair to twirl. Oh, fuck you! I got pubes, bitch. Hell! You say twirl your pubes? <laughs> That's scary. Um, actually, I think that was all the emails. There weren't many emails. Yeah, that was it. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, you, you hear that right? You hear that right here, for folks. Michael doesn't give a fuck about your opinions and thoughts on your emails. I mean, we just heard, sat through like 40, 40 minutes. It was like three hours of podcast reviews. We didn't get into the show until like an hour and a half into it. But it doesn't make you feel good, though. No, I'm like, not saying no. No, it does. I feel good. I'm, yeah, it's like our blur, like, just like my academia, like the Blur Vision family has grown so much. Like we become like this big unit. Like it's crazy. We are family. B L E R D V I S I O N. That's too much. It is too much. That's way too much. <laughs> All right, let's get into news of the week with Michael. Michael news. All right. So who was it? Delon. 
Let's start with that first. Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. <laughs> Dylon? No, that was, no. That's, not, that's what you said. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's Dylon, yeah. So yeah, let's start with the Robin Hood trailer. Can't you see what you're doing? You inspire the people. A thousand pounds for the man who brings me hood! We're all suspects now. If we get caught, they will kill us all. Really inspiring. Thanks. You're not Robin of Loxley anymore. You're Robin Hood. Woo! You mean Batman? I didn't give a fuck about this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this the Green Arrow trailer? What we <laughs> Hawkeye. Uh, is this uh, Excalibur? Like, what is it? But I, I don't know. Arthur. I mean, what was that movie called? It looks like Arthur, tr- yeah. it looks like they're trying to be epic, but also at the same time, it just seems like every other movie that we've seen. It feels like every other, like every fantasy movie, like the in the same vein of like Arthur. But they're trying to like capitalize on the superhero genre success. It feels like I feel like it's it feels the, like Batman. It, it, it's the same way I felt about when I watched the Darkest Minds trailer. Where it was like, oh, it's just another generic YA movie. Oh, X Men, but not yeah that movie. Diet X Men. Diet X Men. <laughs> Did you see it? I didn't. I kind of want to just because. Granted, I heard it wasn't. Good. I have a feeling the movie's gonna be terrible. I heard it was. But that's good. why I want to see it. Why? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I'm gonna pay for it. Okay. I mean, this you got Jamie Foxx. Funny enough, I'm actually reading the book. The book I kind of like. So, like, I was like, let me read the book. Because usually the way these movies Wait, go. Wait, the YA book? Yeah. Because oh. usually the way these movies go is the book is good, but the movie is trash. Okay. And so far, I'm three chapters in, and I'm like, I kind of like the book. So, it kind of makes me want to see the movie even more so I can rage out. <laughs> yeah, I'm like saying, if you like the book, you're going to hate the movie, probably. Exactly. So, I can rage out. <laughs> okay. Well, for Robin Hood, I just. They didn't do anything to make me go, wow, enough to want to see this. Like, Jamie Foxx seemed kind of interesting as like a mentor figure to Robin yeah, Hood. But then, while I'm watching the movie, because this is where my mind goes, I'm like, oh, so Jamie Foxx is training him, so why isn't he the lead? Well, it's kind of like Ant Man and Wasp. Yeah. Ant Man is, is being trained by Wasp, so, but, and, and I get it, like, but the difference with Ant Man is he had a certain skill set that she didn't have. Mm-hmm. But it's, I don't, and, 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 and it could be the same thing in the movie, but they're not really showing me. Why he's a really good thief. Robin Hood is needed, really as opposed to Jamie Fox. Like Jamie Fox is the one that's teaching him everything. There's not enough bow tricks in the world to make me hyped for this. Like you know, nothing he nothing he did with that bow, as many interesting and different things he tried to do with it, made me go wow. And I need to at least have one wow in the trailer for me to even be interested in wanting to see it. I had one wow in the trailer. What was the wow? I was like, Taron Edgerton is still hot. Wow. I'd suck suck it. Wow. (laughs) There's a wow. You got a wow too. Yeah. So we got, there you go. To you, not the trailer. One wow for the trailer. (laughs) No, to you, not the trailer. Um... I mean, what's his name? What's, what's that dude's you think, name? You think Taron Edgerton's hot, too. He's a good-looking man. You, you want to suck it. No. <laughs> but I can agree he's a good-looking man. Um, what was that? What was that the villain's name? Ben Mendelsohn? Ben Mendelsohn, yeah. yeah. He's, an, so. he's just a villain in everything. At this point, he's just like, just hire him to be the Gener- villain. Generic villain, C. Yeah, fucking Rogue One, fucking Ready Player One. Uh, he was the villain in... Uh, one wasn't movies. he the villain in Doctor Strange? No. That was um. He didn't play on. Uh, he does the same guy. He didn't play on uh, not Dormammu, but the other guy. Yeah, the C- other C- guy. Caecilius, whatever fuck his name is. That's not the same guy. Let me look it Don't up. Don't be racist. <laughs> Why are you so racist, Michael? I think it is him. But he doesn't have this like the same complexion. It's because he had on fucking makeup. <laughs> no, no. 
Ben Mendelsohn's the name, right? Yeah. No, it's no, the same it's, guy. No, his name's Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, they sound like like evil twins. The name sounds the same. That's what that's what it was. <laughs> but they sound like the most like crazy Wonder Twins powers. Yeah. Activated. Ben Mendelsohn, Mads Mikkelsen. How can you confuse those? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Racism. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of a meh. I give it a passable if I was to give the trailer a rating. I'm not that interested. Yeah, I give it a passable. Sorry, Eccles. I know, I know you probably wanted us to be more hyped yeah. over it, but uh-oh, like, uh oh, we're gonna get a one star. It's Remember, like, guys, ah. send us an email if you rage out. <laughs> I believe in you, you dicks. Oh, it's still my turn. <laughs> I'm like, why is it still so quiet? Go move on to the next topic. No, wow, it's, my, it's Michael news, not Jordan news. <laughs> This is what happens when you take a week yeah, off. I was going to say, like, it's been one week. You forgot how this works. <laughs> exactly what happens when you take... I'm thinking in my head. I was about to get mad. Like, move on to the next topic. Go on. Like, what are you, what are you pausing for? Get off your phone, bitch. <laughs> you bitch. Anyway. <laughs> next, tra- <laughs> next trailer. So, no. Actually, I'm going to save this for last. Okay. So, let's talk The Purge TV series. What is America? America is, we've been told, the land of the free. So tell me that. What is more American than the purge? I know it's asking a lot to work on purge night. Do me a favor, be safe tonight. Please, stay within the protected area. As an American, you're free to choose how you will spend this evening of infinite possibility. If people have a legal way to get rid of their anger and rage, crime will go down, we'll all benefit. I'm looking for my sister. Is she purging? No. She's being purged upon. On purge night, you are free to do whatever you want. So, what did you think about, since you saw the first purge, what did you think about the purge TV series? Um, I think before in the podcast I mentioned that I think the purge as a long form narrative probably works better than in a movie format. Even though I really like the first purge. And you still haven't seen it. But like, no. in terms of social commentary... Um, the characters, more so really the main characters who I liked, but like just, I haven't liked the Purge movies really up until this movie. So, I mean, the, the trailer for the show looks about the same as every other Purge trailer I've seen for any of the movies. So there's nothing really new there, but I think it does have the potential to be maybe even the next Walking Dead if they're able to nail the characters in the world right. I mean, even like the concept of the first founding fathers, like it gets fleshed out more in the first purge, and it's kind of interesting. They're, they're, they're just a political party. Yeah, I don't the know. Founding where, fathers where, isn't like I don't know where in the timeline of the purge mythology this takes place. Doesn't seem like it's early. Yeah, I don't know. But even in the last purge movie before this this prequel, the purge election year was about them trying to get rid of the purge. So it was like even the world was finally starting to come around to the idea that this was all like an elaborate, like. Um, I don't know, a conspiracy from the government, basically, I guess is the right way to phrase it. Because, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't work. The, the purge is the concept is stupid as fuck. But, like, the movies up until, like, the last couple couple of purge movies have been, like, going by the premise on face value. But now they're kind of turning it on its head and being like, yeah, we know the premise is stupid. And it's because it's literally just a way for the government to get rid of its unwanted populations. Like minorities or gays or political rivals. Yeah. So I mean, based on the trailer, I mean, it looks interesting, but 
uh, being that I've never seen any of the Purge movies, it just looked like another Purge. Yeah, it just looked like a Purge movie. Yeah, it looked like a Purge movie. So mm-hmm. that's not to say I won't check it out, but it, the thing that would have to sell me is the characters. Like, who are the, who are the characters that you're focusing on? Because yeah. the thing that you can do in a, in a TV series, long-form TV series, more so than you could do in a movie, is really delve into the characters. Mm-hmm. Like, even with My Hero Academia, going into like the side characters and stuff like that, can't do that in a movie. No. But you can do that in a TV series. Mm-hmm. So that's really what I want to see is who, who are the characters that we're going to follow yeah. and what are we going to get from them. So I would give it a high passable, maybe. I'd give it a passable. I didn't really see anything there. I was like, again, I, there was no wow moment in that trailer either. I was just like, oh, it's Purge. Okay. But I'm just on the strength of what the Purge is. I'm like, oh, that could be an interesting show, though. That's why I give it a high passable. Okay. It's fair. So fucking boost your rating, bitch. So what? you can be on terms with me. I don't want to be. I'm an individual. <laughs> uh, next trailer. Constantine, City of Demons. Bastard. Where is she? She's somewhere in the bowels of hell. Screaming your name. I want my little girl. And if anyone can get her back, it's you. Lovely. You have no idea what's out there. We're messing with deep, dark magic here. This could destroy my city. I need your demons to fight these demons. I'm gonna need a weapon. And the next DC animated movie, I guess, coming out. In between, like, Reign of Superman and Wonder Woman and all that oh, other God, stuff. Oh, I can't wait for Reign of Superman. I can't wait for Reign of Superman. Um, The costume movie looks good, though. costume movie does look good. And I'm glad it's uh, Matt Ryan coming back. Mm. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that was his voice. Yeah, as the voice of Constantine. I'm like, Did he do the other one, too? Just League Dark? I think so. Oh. So he's just so like, the one with this Bat- character's mine. Talk about the one with Batman? Yeah, Batman and Ghost, think, Ghost Dude. I think so. Oh, okay. I think it was him. This looks better than that, though. I, I think Constantine oh, looks way better than that. Yeah, Constantine looks more interesting when he's by himself rather than like just another character in a just like ensemble with Batman. So it's coming October 9th. Okay, that sounds cool. I'm interested in this. Yeah, I'm interested. So we will, we shall review it. And it'll be really interesting because isn't that by the time that comes out, um, Legends of Tomorrow will be back? October 9th, I think so. Yeah, so we'll have Constantine. On Legends of Tomorrow, and we'll have this animated show. Double button. the Constantine. Double the the fun and exorcisms. <laughs> yeah. So, what would you rate it? Oh, the trailer? Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't. I don't even know. Um, That's what I was thinking. I'm like, what would I rate it? I, I have know. no idea. I, I don't. Mm, high passable? Yeah, I would give it a high. Yeah, passable. I mean, nothing, nothing crazy. Well, something that you won't give a high passable because you're trash. But <laughs> wow, okay. The, gift, the Gifted released a season two trailer. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, Jordan doesn't like this show. Some mutants still believe the failed dream of the X-Men. That we should live side by side with those who despise us. Others hide in the shadows. Welcome. To the real underground. Which leaves us to fight for our freedom. She's preparing for war. We can't win. People are dying out there. We can't just give up. She's right. 
They're gonna have to deal with us. He's like the only one, apparently. It didn't do it for me, man. Holy hand powers. What'd you think? It looked like more the gifted. Which is not a good thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for me, it's not. I mean, I don't know. I, it could be good. It could be good. I, I can't say that it's like a bad show. It was just a just a decent show. I, the characters never got to a point where I could be like, oh, man, I love Polaris or I love Spanish light bright guy. I forgot his name. <laughs> Hector. Is that his name? Marco. Marco. Was racist. I was close. <laughs> I was close. <laughs> yeah, were you? No. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, they never got to the point where I was just like, oh man, I love these characters. I can't wait to next week. It never, I was watching it out of obligation because you watched it. So I was like, I'll watch it just to talk about it. But I like it. I just hope they don't lean into the kids as much this season. Oh, that's right. They were the most interesting part. That's what I'll say. That's the only thing about the show I don't like. I don't give a fuck about the kids and the parents, even though I love Illyria, mm-hmm. you know, Fred from Angel, Amy Acker. And mm-hmm. I like, uh, what's his face? Bill from True Blood. Mm-hmm. Like, I like those, the actors. I don't care about their characters. I want them and Cloak and Dagger to have like a high five off. <laughs> like, <laughs> hold hands. I Who's mean, got the stronger holding hands abilities? It's got to be Cloak and Dagger because he can suck them into his body. Sure. I don't know. I don't know whatever. <laughs> I guess I give, I give it a passable though. I don't know. Wow, you say all that. <laughs> Because I would also just give it a passable, so... My passable is higher than your passable. Is it though? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, moving on to something that might be good, might not be good, but I'm more curious. I'm curious about it based on what happened in season two of Luke Cage. So Iron Fist, season two, which is dropping this year. A war is brewing. This is my city now. It's my duty to protect him. Hey! And I'm not backing down. If you will put this war to rest, then I'll find a way. Uh, in September, actually, September 7th, so pretty soon, because it's, it's already the middle, middle of October. Mm. Which and I'm they're like, like yo, release I mean, I that October. shit. It's the middle of August. Like, release that shit ASAP. People are liking him now. Basically. <laughs> That's basically the only reason. So, which, which is interesting, because I'm like, all of, the, all of the Defender shows are coming out I mean, this year. Jessica Jones came out in March. Oh shit! I didn't realize Luke that. Cage, that was the same year. Luke Cage came out because usually they stagger. It'll be mm-hmm. like two shows a year or something like Everybody that. Everybody but Daredevil. No, uh, I'll spoil it. But Daredevil's Wait, com- Daredevil's coming out this year too. Wait, when? The end of the shuttle. Let me go to the article. Like what? Real quick. December or November or some shit? Because I was going to talk about that later in the news. But I yeah, didn't Daredevil, know that they were releasing season three of that. I didn't know they were releasing. Because usually it's like two a year. But this yeah. year, they're releasing everything this year. <laughs> Defenders was kind of ass. They're like, let's make up for it and just release all the seasons at once. Uh, It doesn't say. It just says Netflix CEO. Because there were rumors that Daredevil was supposed to come out in 2019. But Netflix CEO squashed those rumors and said Daredevil will hit the streaming service before the year is out. So probably November, December. Wow. So yeah, they're all coming out this year, which wow. is yeah, 
Yeah, they're like, rush that shit out. What does that mean? Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? I don't know. It could be a good thing in that maybe they're trying to get them out this year because maybe they're working on other stuff. Just no Punisher season two yet, right? No, not yet. That's hmm. coming next year. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe they're working on like Defender. I mean, uh, like Blade and all that other stuff. So they want to hmm. keep the Defenders in one year, then the other year be the other shows. Hmm. That's the only other other reason I could think of. Okay. Well, for Iron Fist. If that's the reason, I hope. Yeah. Hopefully it's not something like, we're canceling these fucking shows, so yeah. we're just going to come out now so we can be done with them. Um, I Actually, I would not, would not, if they decided to like double these shows up or something, Heroes for Hire, Defenders, make them one show, I would not be against it. But, um, I mean, for Iron Fist, what they showed, the choreography looked a little bit better. Looked like Finn, just like in the Iron, uh, the Luke Cage episode, it looks like Iron, like, wow. It looks like Finn Jones has gotten a little bit more time to practice the choreography and the movements and the physicality to become mm-hmm. a better Iron Fist. Because I remember last season, they, they were saying stuff. He was saying stuff like there were moments or some fight choreography. He would learn it right before they shoot. And that's I'm what like, we do for our fan films. And it looked, okay? and it looked like it. <laughs> exactly. Like That's what we do for our fan films. Like That's not... For Hollywood production, you should have weeks of just training. Like, just... The, and, and just weight, And weightlifting and all the other stuff. Like Yeah, too, you skinny motherfucker. <laughs> like, not just skinny shame, but... You're the greatest martial artist in the world. Like, you should have more muscle tone than that. Yeah, that's not to say being skinny, you can't be. But I'm like, even Bruce Lee, like, he was skinny, but you, he still has some He def- was ripped. Yeah, he still has some definition. Yeah, a lot of definition. He had, like, you see his lats when he would, like, do, like, the flex with, his, like, his chest. And, like, he said the wingspan would come out. Like, he wasn't, like, big, like, like a Luke Cage type of, but he still... But he was no Finn Jones. No, he's definitely not Finn <laughs> Jones. He, he would eat Finn Jones. I'm gonna find that picture because when Bruce Lee like did like this little flex, I'm like, yo, where did that muscle definition come from on your sides, bro? So you got little tumors underneath your arms. But overall, if what we got from him from Luke Cage is a sign of what's to come for season two, I will say I'm curiously optimistic about season two. Whereas before, I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, it really depends on the writing. That's yeah, because really it's not it's not the out. same. Yeah, because Luke the Luke Cage season two writers made him good, but it's not the same writers. Yeah. But I, so hopefully they took what Chao uh, whatever his name is Chao Chao Hadari Coker. Coker. Yeah. Hopefully they took what he started in season two and 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 improved upon that because it's not it's also not Scott Buck. Yeah, don't make him whiny and impetulant. I was like, why would you make no no whiny character is fun to watch, but he was always whining and bitching and being emo about something in his own show. I was mm-hmm. like, even in Defenders, to the point where we liked it when Daredevil whooped his ass. Like how how sad is that when like you're happy that a superhero gets whooped his ass with another superhero. Like, good yeah. fuck him up, Daredevil. <laughs> he's supposed to be a better fighter than Daredevil. Yeah, so it's exactly. like but nobody cared. Everybody was so happy that he got Yeah. <laughs> Fuck your kung fu. But I'm the grass martial artist. Fuck you. <laughs> but here, look at Bruce Lee. That's his wingspan. That ain't, yeah, that, that's not Finn Jones. That ain't Finn Jones. <laughs> like, come on, man. That dude got like, fucking, it's, it's like a little baby underneath his arms. Like, it's a little bunch of muscle tone he got. So yeah, so hopefully September 7th, we're like, oh yeah, guys, this season is great. I hope so. Uh, or... <sighs> And introduce fucking uh, Shang-Chi, motherfuckers. They're not. <laughs> Do it and make him a main character. In fact, make him better than Iron Fist. They're, they're not. And then spin him off. <laughs> they're not. They really should. Because there was talks about them introducing him in season one, and it never happened. It's true. So, anyway. 
I'm mad. <laughs> so moving on. Next trailer. Alita, Battle Angel. Ooh. She's the last of her kind. She contains technology that have been lost for 300 years. Let me show you something. This body, I feel a connection to it. I can't explain. You know more about me than you're saying. Alita, some things have been left forgotten. And I'll find out for myself. She's threatening the natural order of things. I need you to destroy her. Alita, they will come for you. I'll have to face them head on. I'm gonna need you to stand way back. Tonight is not a game. It is a hunt. What did you think, Jordan? Hey, what the hell was that? <laughs> um, okay, one a big improvement over the first trailer. I don't the CGI, not, not just in terms of CGI. I agree with you. I do think that the CGI looks a little bit better. Like her eyes don't look quite as horrifically unnatural. But more than that, I think showing more of the. And you're jacking off a sword. I'm disturbed. <laughs> I, mean, I do jack off a sword. I hate you. <laughs> but more than that, Michael just grabbed one of my Power Ranger props and started playing with it. People are like, what's going on yeah, over there? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we podcast with no pants on, guys. That's, that's what we do. It's a tradition. Yeah. Everybody, um, everybody sucks a little dick. Everybody sucks a little dick. God damn it. Um... <laughs> What was I saying? <laughs> a little battle angel, yes. It looks it looks better than the first trailer. Yeah, yeah. By, by showing more of like the the action choreography, a little more of the story, like I'm I'm more into it. Just and I, I I can't even forgive the fact that her eyes look kind of freaky, just because I think that's the point. Like that might not have been the point in the anime, because everybody kind of had like an anime style in the anime, obviously. But she's supposed to be like an android, right? She's supposed to be artificial. Yeah. So you know, to have a little bit of the uncanny valley as part of like the the world like inherently in the story she has the uncanny valley in her face because she isn't real i don't know why i pronounce it like that is isn't isn't real, real. <laughs> she isn't real um so that's kind of meta i like that. that's an interesting concept to take and the fact that the action looks fucking sick like it i want i and it gives me vibes of ghost in the shell with the you know the the asian world that's very not asian in the american translation of it but i want to believe that it could be a dope adaptation of the anime just when I see those cool action set pieces. Like, there's some moments where these fights are happening or, they, or the fights are about to start where I'm like, that looks like an anime. That looks fucking good. So I want I want to have faith that this is going to be good. Because when she, when that dude grabs her by the throat and then she like, she, yeah. she like, like fucking with a quickness grabs him and slams him down. Yeah. Or like when that guy's getting up behind her and her leg comes up in like the natural like sidekick arc and like, like lands on his head and knocks him down. Uh-huh. It just looks unnatural, but it looks so fucking cool. Like, I like that. It it reminds me kind of of like uh uh upgrade. Is that the yeah upgrade? Yeah upgrade. I'm like, is that the name? Yeah. It reminds me kind of like the upgrade kind of cinematography. Which I know my brother doesn't listen to this podcast, but fuck my brother because he watched Upgrade. And he <laughs> this was is like, the first episode he listened to. <laughs> and he was like, it was all right. 
Like, what? what? Fuck you mean it was all right? Yeah, fuck him too. I, 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 I agree with that. How do you think it's all right? He was like, I ain't like the ending, bro. I was like, that was the best part. That was completely the best part. Exactly, but whatever. Fuck him. Okay. He doesn't know what's good. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, I agree. I, I enjoyed this trailer a lot more than the second one, especially because they went more into the story. Mm-hmm. With this Cotton one. mouth, <laughs> and, and they, not even just the story, but they also went more into the uh, the the action, which I enjoyed. Those every single moment, those every single action beat that they had was great. Like if nothing else, I want to see just for the action scenes. Yeah, and I don't know anything about the source material. I know I remember when Jamie was on the podcast back with the first trailer. She wasn't a fan of it. That's right, <laughs> man. Ah, memories. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't. Truly, wait, wait, wait. Truly outrageous. Truly, truly, truly outrageous. But yeah, she was. She was. She was. She, she wasn't a fan of you it. You hear it in the wind. <laughs> yeah. Because I think all, I think it was a twofold thing. Like, uh, I don't know if she liked. She didn't like what they did with it. Because I mean, the first trailer was trash. But then also the the Asian thing. Mm. Not to not to diminish that, but yeah, they should think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Representation, whatever. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. At least, but at least it's not a white girl they replaced her with. What is she Spanish? She's Spanish. Uh, okay. <laughs> she got she got some melanin in her. A little, a little bit. A little that, little speck. A little dab of melanin. Okay. As long as they don't do the thing in Ghost in the Shell, where literally she was an Asian woman that became Scarlett Johansson. That was like the most like, guys, I'm trying to defend you over here. I'm trying so hard to justify why you made this Asian character named Matoko Scarlett Johansson. And you shoot yourself in the goddamn foot by saying that she used to be an Asian person. Like, mm, yeah. Mm, are you that tone deaf? <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. Well, hopefully, we'll, I mean, we'll see. But, but and, and granted, I'm not Asian, so they might have a different reaction but based on what i saw from the trailer and plus i don't know the source material but based on what i saw from the trailer i'm definitely hyped yeah i would probably give it a high more than passable i'd give it like a low more than passable it's hard it's hard to rate some of these trailers i'm like i'm i'm not super hyped but i am interested like i unlike uh like a robin hood compared yeah compared to the first trailer i'm super hyped oh yeah compared to the first trailer for sure because i was just like <laughs> giant eyes but if, I, if you had put all this stuff all these trailers on like a, a like a you know a gauge like Robin Hood is like way at the, the bottom. bottom yeah this is this is way higher than Robin Hood or so. maybe uh, maybe this next trailer is at the bottom oh, uh, what's that so final score aka skyscraper in the stadium aka oh my final score what die hard about? in the stadium starring Dave Batista. Mr. Knox, listen to me very carefully. We have your niece. Somewhere in this stadium is Dmitry Belov. If he is not found within 90 minutes, we will detonate explosives killing everyone inside. The clock is ticking. Tick. Talk. There's an emergency situation at West Ham Stadium. What are we dealing with? Highly skilled paramilitary, Eastern European. How do you know this, sir? Because I just killed one of them. 
you know how skyscrapers die hard in the building and, uh, yeah the, well, and, and the only reason i'm bringing this up is because we reviewed skyscraper and i'm like this is the same fucking movie so yeah this there's is no not, reason why i shouldn't bring this we up we are watching this no we Fuck are wa- the, we are watching this because dave batista's in it we're gonna watch this because it's drax in, a, in yes. a football stadium doing die hard yes it's stupid. <laughs> it does. It does look stupid. It looks so stupid. It looks. It's like take out anything that was appealing no, about Scott. No, but we can't Shaver. only review good movies. We have to review bad movies too. Oh, this is like another level of bad though. <laughs> this just looks like because we might go into it and be like, this is actually not. It's not, ground, not groundbreaking, but I'm like, yeah, I, kinda, we, I had a good time. Wouldn't it be funny if it was better than Skyscraper? It might, it might be. It could yeah. be. Like, honestly, like, that's not a high bar to, to like, surpass. If it has heart, unlike Skyscraper, I would actually might like it more. Yeah, God so. damn it, now I have to watch it. Fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you convinced me into it. Like, oh, man, what if it is better than Skyscraper? So, yeah, based on the trailer, that's what I said. I was like, oh, this is just Skyscraper in a stadium or Die Hard in a stadium. But, like I said, it might, I don't know. It's reviving the fucking Die Hard uh, One man against trend. the world. Yeah. But he's got special training, so he has the edge, and he's really big and strong. Like that wasn't, even, but that wasn't even the thing with Die Hard. Like that became a thing later. Like Die Hard was interesting because he was the everyman, or seemed like, no, like he these could guys, be. The they're not every. They're not the everyman. Yeah, I mean, he had a. I think he was an ex-cop, but still, he he didn't have. He wasn't a giant Batista or Dwayne Johnson type, where it was like you could throw somebody across the room with one arm, like a big ass fucking cop. Yeah, we're. All right, final two trailers. So, uh, Castlevania season two. Ah, uh, Castlevania. My generals, in killing my wife, Please! humanity has proven to me that they don't deserve the earth. We will scour them off the land. My father, he's gone mad. And now he's going to destroy the world. Human scheme and betray. They all must die. Imagine it. A world without humans. Under endless night. My God. Dracula has to be destroyed. We can't fail. The Netflix original that was a movie that got split into like three episodes or whatever. Yeah, four. Four, four episodes. episodes. Uh, is this the same thing? Is it going to be like a four episode thing? This is going to be eight episodes, nine episodes. Oh, so it's not just one movie split into Now it's going to be two movies split into That's what I feel right? I watch it is. Um, I'm interested in this just because I, I like the first run of Castlevania. Four yes. episodes. So they keep up the momentum. I'll be like, hey. And I'm... I'm I'm more interested because I, I feel like Castlevania lost steam toward the middle of the first season just because like they didn't circle back around to actually having a confrontation with Dracula, even though they set up him as a villain really well. Because unlike in most things, even though Dracula's a villain, like you they completely, read, yeah. you completely, he I was, side he was with a him. sympathetic villain. Yeah, Dracula, hashtag Dracula was right. Like fuck humanity in this world. Like yeah. I don't give, they're terrible people. Like who am I defending? <laughs> I agree. But also the thing I like more about that that makes me more excited about this trailer. It seems like season two is going to lead more into Alucard's story as opposed yes, to the Belmont. Exactly, and that's what I'm more interested in because it ties directly it's, to Dracula. It's that's what I'm more interested father. in because I'm like. 
why isn't he the main character? Yeah, he should As opposed be. to Belmont. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, he's interesting, yeah. He can be his sidekick. He shouldn't be the main character. Well, maybe it was all set up to get to Alucard. Because isn't Alucard usually the main character in Castlevania games? No, he was only the main character in one video. two Like, two video games. But the rest... But the, the Castlevania, rest Belmont? Castlevania game is all about the different Belmonts. Oh, it, it takes place during different times. It's always a different Belmont. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> that's what I feel. You got a badass son of you're, Dracula. Yeah, you know yeah, it's about taking down Dracula. You got the son of Dracula. Yeah. There you go. And his name is Dracula spelled backwards. This is cool as fuck. Alucard's a cool name. Yeah. Like, no, nah, no, nah, Simon. What? I don't fuck about Simon. Simon Belmont. <laughs> Terry Belmont. Yeah. Jordan Belmont. Jordan Belmont. I wouldn't even watch that. I'm Jordan. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm, ready. I'm ready for it. So, final yeah. trailer that I said I was going to save purposely for the end. Since that came out, everything, all the other stuff was trailers from last week. This is a trailer from this week. Venom. Parasite. Yeah. Name is Chen. Like a turd in, in the wind. wind. <laughs> <laughs> like, I. I'm sorry. And what would be so funny is that when that trailer dropped and people started making fun of that phrase, there were so much. I, I don't understand the contingent of people online they're just contrarian to the point of like oh no actually it was bird in the wind it doesn't make any sense for it to be turd in the wind it's like yeah no it doesn't make any sense for it to be turd in the wind and yet here we are <laughs> it is a turd in the wind is what that man was saying yeah exactly what he said but also i saw the the reaction cuz a lot of people were uh reacting about uh one of the comments he said in the movie eyes nose or whatever Pancreas. so many so many snacks i didn't have a problem with that and people were, people had people had a problem with that Why? And people were just like oh that's actually from the comics yeah i know i saw people saying that that was from the comic but like i didn't have a problem with that no i didn't that have line. a problem with that either. my only problem with that line was without watching it like three more times i didn't know what the fuck he said like I, did you have an issue? Tom with, Hardy is once again playing a character that you, you can't don't know, fucking you understand. Don't know what yeah. the fuck he's saying. <laughs> no one cares who I but was. I wonder, I'm a mask. I wonder if that's his actual voice that they like did uh, post whatever editing to, or is that somebody else? No, I, I think that's Tom Hardy. They just put post effects on it. So they they just put like whatever the um, choke on come. <laughs> yeah, I know that voice. <laughs> well. Gargling saliva voice. Like turd. In the wind. The wind. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like the voice, though. I like the voice, just, too. They, just, they need to clean it up a just little bit. Just the dialogue. And, uh, yeah, okay. I like the voice. They need to clean it up a little bit, though, because it is kind of hard to understand if he talks too fast, like in that pancreas line. But then the dialogue, that's where the issue is. Because, like, yeah, that pancreas line is from the comics, but that turn the wind shit, pun intended, <laughs> that is like... Come on, you couldn't think of anything. Even if you just take that line out. Just take that line out. Like, why would... I don't understand how everyone on set could listen to him say that and be like, Yeah, that was good, bro. Good job, man. (laughs) Turn the wind. You got it. And then the the animators that spent hours, 
hundreds of hours animating his face to the phrase turd in the wind you know what I'm saying? there's so many checks and balances you have to go through before this shit is like on a, a trailer on the internet and yet nobody was like um i think that might be really stupid for him to say <laughs> and then also i know venom is a character that's existed i think since the 90s and so, obviously, a lot of things that they're taking are from the comics and yada, yada, yada. 90s is a little campy sometimes. Yeah, but that's not even where I'm going. But I'm just like, watch watching this trailer, I can't think but help. I can't help but think Upgrade. Oh, for sure. But we even said during our Upgrade review that that was going to be a better version of Venom. Because even in the moments where he's getting attacked, he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking in my head, why are you apologizing? They're fucking attacking you. Like... Yeah, you'd I, want you'd want to attack. It's different with upgrade, where like he literally can't, like he doesn't necessarily want to attack. Well, no. Where I don't know. Well, well, upgrade when he was apologizing. Okay, I just, he I wanted, just, to, I he just wanted lost, to attack. Yeah, I just that guy. lost where I was going. Well, he wanted to attack that guy, but he didn't want to kill him. So then, when he was like actually like hurting him more than he actually wanted to, he was like, "Yo, come on, man, just stop, dude, just stop fighting, man, because I'm gonna fuck you up." <laughs> And then, spoilers for Upgrade, he kills that guy. And he definitely didn't want to do that, so he was, like, freaked out by it. But in this, presumably, Eddie's being attacked by government dudes that like, want the symbiote back, or whatever that whatever corporation they're going to have create the symbiote in this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, yeah, if these guys are coming to capture you and kill you, like, why are you apologizing? Like, thematically, it doesn't make any sense. But even more than that, I don't like the way... And again, I, this is just what I'm basing off the trailer... But I don't like the way Tom Hardy is portraying Eddie Brock. Like, and I saw an interview. Yeah, Eddie Brock's an asshole. He's making him seem like a lovable guy. Well, here's the thing. I, I, I read an interview that Tom Hardy gave where he described the Venom and Eddie um, relationship as Ren and Stimpy. Like, what? What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that is not how I would describe the Eddie Brock-Venom relationship. Not at but all. that implies that Eddie Brock is Stimpy. Like the stupid, like the 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 lovable oaf. No, no. yeah, <laughs> no. Like what? <laughs> like all right, and you can kind of see that in his performance. Like he just seems not all there. I mean, but yet his his narration. He's talking about like I watch people, and I I'm a reporter, and I do this, and like so it seems like he knows what he's talking about and knows what he's doing. He seems savvy, and then but then, the but fact then he's that just detached, stupid. That is detached from the Spider Man universe. It's like like I want to see this Ven- uh, Venom chasing Spider Man yeah. in the Stark Tower, but or like the Michael, moment where he's, or like the moment where he's holding that guy by the neck. I saw a, a fan art where that guy was edited to be Spider Man, yeah. and they put the Venom yeah, the, the spider chest on I've him. Seen it too. It's like ah, uh, why can't we get that? Because Michael. But instead, we're getting a Venom movie and a crazy. And no, shut up. Oh, it's news. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying. But then you get these people online. It's like, oh, so what if he doesn't have a spider symbol in his chest? Ultimate Venom didn't either. Like, I, I hate the. It's so weird. These are comic book fans that defend things that aren't like the comics, but just have nods to the comics. And sometimes, not even purposeful. Not, I don't think... That's not a purpose... They didn't do this and go, you know what? He's not going to have a symbol in his chest just like the Ultimate Comics. That's just a coincidence based on the fact that they don't have Spider-Man. <laughs> like, so it's like, it's so weird that these hardcore comic book fans will come out in droves to defend things that aren't comic book accurate but might have a few similarities with things that are in the comics. 
and say like, oh, well, you should like it because it's it's kind of comic book accurate in this way. But it's like, just because, and even that's stupid defense, because just because shit is comic book accurate doesn't mean it's good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Ultimate Spider-Man, I love Ultimate Spider-Man. So yeah, Venom and that didn't have a symbol on his chest. But you know what? They had a very different origin. And you know what else? Spider-Man was still in that fucking comic. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's like, I don't understand the fa- I don't understand fandom anymore. I'm, I'm, I've gotten to that point. But I mean, for the... T- the Riddler suit in Batman uh, <laughs> Forever was comic accurate. Yeah, it's pretty comic accurate. Yeah, did you see that Jeremy Johns video? Yeah. That was comic accurate, but it still looks stupid. It's fucking stupid. I don't get it. But like, for the trailer itself, I mean, it at least it quelled the fears of us, you know, thinking that there wasn't going to be much Venom in the movie. There seems to be a lot of Venom. Mm. Why is every scene? Like, every scene that we've seen in the trailer is every say, scene in the movie. Yeah. They're probably just showing the scenes with Venom in it. <laughs> but even the choice to not have Carnage in this, I get it. You want to hold off maybe the most iconic Venom villain for a sequel that shouldn't exist. But sure, a sequel. <laughs> but then it's like, who's the villain in this? The the look. It, it looks like, like he looks like he was a different symbiote. But it looked like the corporate the the, the guy that is like yeah the corporate he was a different symbiote yeah just not Carnage. Talk to- uh, not Toxin. Um, I wish it was Toxin. I didn't even know Toxin. Uh, Riot. I don't know who the fuck that is. I was going to say, I don't know who Riot is. He's from the Venom comics. I mean, but he looks like, he looks almost exactly like Venom. He look, yeah, he looks exactly like Venom. So now imagine like those two things fighting in the movie. How are you going to tell what the fuck is what? It's going to be like Black Panther. <laughs> but at least he was gold, like gold and purple. This is like black and slightly darker black. Or like it's like a bluish or something. Oh, it's too black for Jordan. Oh, it's too black. There's <laughs> too much black on the screen. You're getting drowsy. <laughs> I got sleepy. I don't know. I got and the humor. Either I, I get it. Again, comic book fans, I understand. Venom as an anti-hero in the comics, he would make quips sometimes, and he'd make jokes. But, like, when you're trying to make this gritty, kind of, like, horror tone, and then you're making jokes after you eat somebody, and this is the person we're rooting for as the anti-hero? Like, am I rooting? Like, what did uh, that guy do? Oh, uh, but Jordan, they made a joke when Asgard was destroyed. Okay. That's that's heavy and deep, and they made a joke. So it's the same thing. But you liked Thor Ragnarok, but you're not liking. It's a comedy. You're not liking Venom. It's a comedy. This is a a dark, maybe R. Is it already? I don't even. I don't think. So. I don't even know. Actually, to be honest. Whatever. It's a darker toned horror themed Venom solo movie. Like, I don't know. When you have a monster that eats somebody, and then oh, I've got a parasite. Yuck! Yuck! Like what? And I swear to God, if that's the last scene in the movie, it feels like it. That feels like a final scene where it's like, you know, he was in that uh, whatever, that um, bodega or that grocery store or whatever, like earlier in the movie. And at the end, he becomes Venom, gives his little Venom speech, eats the guy. And then it's like, oh, I have a parasite. Sorry, miss whatever. Walks out. The end. Credits. Venom. Maybe. I swear, remember this podcast. If, it, if that's the final scene in the movie, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> pissed. <laughs> piss, piss, piss. So how many times are you gonna have that We Are Venom line? Because he did that also in that scene with the motorcycle guy. We are Venom. Yeah. So I feel like one of those is closing the movie. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Oh, we'll see. Stupid. I mean, what do you think overall though? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you don't care? Are you like at all excited for this? No. 
I'm going to see it because I'm curious. Yeah, I have, but, we have to see it. But I'm just like, all right, I'm not feeling any of this bullshit. I mean, they cleaned up the CGI. That's it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I want to like it. But at the same time... I want to like it, too. But them, I don't want I to really, be successful. I really want to like it, too. Like a turd in the wind. wind. <laughs> it might be a turd in the wind. But, like... Yeah, I don't want it to be successful, cause it, either. Because it's going to enable all of Sony's crazy-ass endeavors. Yes, because the next thing on the news, Craven the Hunter is getting his own solo movie. So we could put these two together. <laughs> what? Why? What the fuck, man? <laughs> Why? Why? Who needs that? Who wants that? Why? Exactly. Are they setting up a Sinister Six like movie? Is that what's happening? Is that like what's going on? You're asking me like I know these decisions. But like, what is the thought process? Like, you're making why a is Morbius what is the movie? Thought, what's the thought process of Aunt May? Granted, oh. that ended up getting canceled. But just the fact that it, it comes was back. Just the <laughs> fact. Just the fact that that was in the rumblings. But they're making a Morbius movie, a Venom movie, a Craven movie. They, they were Black doing Black. They were doing Black Cat and Silver Sable. Yeah, but so like, it feels like they're creating a Sinister Six. It's because right now they can't do Spider Man because that's tied up with Marvel. So they're like, well, we want something. But it's like, why? Why even do that? Because you're taking away characters from Marvel. Like Marvel's not going to use these characters if they have terrible movies that bomb. Exactly. Like they're still going to be making more Spider Man movies. Like. And Mysterio was the villain of Spider-Man. Imagine if they're going to, oh, we're going to do a Mysterio movie. It's like, oh, well, we can't use that. Now they're doing Venom. We can't use that for the Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Craven the Hunter. We can't use that for Spider-Man 4 or whatever. Like, exactly. They Kevin Feige said he wants to make like seven Spider-Man movies, but you're taking all the villains. Yeah. And then on top of that, like, more than likely these movies are going to be terrible. <laughs> more than likely. <laughs> and like... Why do I need a rogue? Why do I need a movie of his rogues gallery? They're only interesting with because of Spider Man. Like they're Spider Man centric. Who the fuck is Craven the Hunter gonna fight? Black Panther. <laughs> but he can't. So yeah, like, well, yeah. Who is he gonna fight? Like at least Venom has other symbiotes. So at least there's that. But Craven, a lion. <laughs> like, what's he gonna fight? Yeah, the whole movie he's gonna fight. He's gonna, he's gonna fight Simba. Yeah, like I don't say anything with Morbius, a vampire, Dracula. Like I don't. Where do you go with these characters? What's the point? Why Sony? Exactly. <laughs> Why Sony? Someone take these franchises away from them before they hurt themselves. <laughs> and the uh, the Crazy writer, the writer that uh, is gonna be the Equalizer writer, uh, Richard Wenk. I don't care. Which I mean, the Equalizer was good from what I, from what I heard. They said the first. They said the second one was better than the first one. I don't know. Can you trust that? Can you trust any of that? I don't know, but I'm just going by what I heard. Crazy. So I mean, yay, you got a good writer, but boo, terrible property. Who the fuck? Again, who the fuck wants to see a Craven the Hunter movie? Doesn't make sense. Sand Spider Man. I mean, go back to Venom. They're portraying these characters in a way I don't even want to see them. Like, Venom as an anti-hero is only interesting after you've seen him as a villain. And it's like, saying, even, put and the it's even saying in this article that there's a possibility that Silver and Black might be, might be back on the table. Oh, Lord Jesus, no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, Lord, what oh. are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, sweet summer Oh, child. my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, why would you... Again, like, I don't... 
Venom is only interesting to me as an anti-hero. I, I don't even really like him as an anti-hero, but he's only interesting oh, as an fuck. anti-hero after being a villain. Oh, fuck. This like, is what, this is what I get for not reading the whole article. Why? What happened? Right now, there, there are talks for Mysterio to get his own movie. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? What the fuck, man? <laughs> but these vil- then you can't have true villains in a Spider-Man movie. Exactly. Because imagine Eddie Brock's Venom Let's say in a perfect world. Yeah, because technically these characters are all still owned by Sony. Yeah, but let's say in a perfect world, Venom somehow crosses over with Spider-Man. The, the Tom Holland Spider-Man. But like now, you don't have the villainous Venom. He can't be a villain in the way that he would have been if he didn't have his own solo movie. Because at the end of the day, he's, he's got to go back to being a hero or an anti-hero or whatever. Yeah. So it's like you don't get that like... I'm a fucking stalker asshole that's gonna kill you and, and people you love. Spider-Man. And then also, not even just he's like that, threaten his family and friends. But not a, even that. More, more importantly, even if you make him a villain, you take this Venom and make him a villain as Spider-Man. More importantly, you don't have that connection of what made Venom a villain to Spider-Man. The yeah. fact that Spider-Man, Peter Parker, had that symbiote first, and he rejected it. So the symbiote hated Spider-Man slash Peter Parker. But then you also have the aspect where Peter Parker got Eddie Brock fired. So they both hate Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. So that's what connected them. Their hatred for Peter Parker slash Spider-Man. And even in the Ultimate Universe, it's a thing where he... Spider-Man actually doesn't get the symbiote suit first. But Eddie Brock and him have a established and very close relationship. Even more so than the Amazing Spider-Man Universe. In the Ultimate Universe. Because they're like basically brothers. They're family. They're, they're both their parents grew up together, and they were like scientists together and stuff. So they were friends in childhood. Basically, like spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. So it's like at least they still had that connection. And even the Venom symbiote in the Ultimate Universe was a it it joined their their backstories because it was a, a suit developed by both their parents to fight cancer. So like they both have history with the suit. Like this has none of it. It would be a thing. Like can you imagine the the Venom Spider-Man crossover now would have to be. They bump into each other, and for whatever reason, Eddie Brock's like, fuck you, man. Yeah, you little six-year-old bitch. I'm going to kill you. (laughs) You're a grown man. Why do you hate me? Fuck you. That's why. Yeah. What? I I would love to see how they justify a a hatred between Venom and Spider-Man now. And I have a feeling, you know, if they do this Kraven the Hunter movie... They're like, we're going to create our own cinematic universe. Maybe Venom and Kraven the Hunter could fight each other. Ooh, like they did in the comic. I don't give a fuck about yeah, that. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> but, yeah. Sony, what are you doing? I don't know. It's crazy because like, it's like there has to be one Fire Nation in all these studios. Because as DC, it seems like DC's trying to get its act together with Aquaman Shazam. But then as they turn to the light... There must be balance. And yeah. Sony turns to the dark. <laughs> everything, everything must be balanced. Yeah. It's all things should be. So anyway, moving on. Uh, Stranger Things was supposed to come out this year. They usually do it every October, but it's been pushed back to 2019. So, yeah, Stranger Things. If you're looking forward to it, you got to wait till next year. Oh, that's whack. So, moving on. So, box office. I was curious of what uh, Teen Titans Go would have did at the movie theaters last week. Yeah. But, uh, so, Mission Impossible was number one. Uh, was sixty one million. Number two was Mamma Mia. Number hmm. three, surprisingly enough, was The Equalizer. Okay. It beat Hotel Transylvania, which people didn't expect it would do. So Teen Titans Go was number five with ten million dollars. Wow. Yeah. And so this week, uh, Mission Impossible held on to the number one spot. 
You should have seen it, man. should have seen it. Uh, 35 million. Number two was Christopher Robin. Number three was The Spy Who Dumped Me. Number four was Mamma Mia. Number five was The Equalizer. Number six is Hotel Transylvania. Number seven is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Number eight is The Darkest Minds. Number nine is The Incredibles. And number 10 is Teen Titans Go. So Teen Titans Go dropped a whole five spots. Wow. So I don't know what the budget was. So I don't know if that's ne- if it's necessarily Definitely good. not as high as any of these other movies. Well, yeah, but they still spend money on these animated. Yeah. I mean, I liked it. So it's a shame that it's not doing a little bit better. Yeah, I liked it too. Mission Impossible was good. It's not my type of movie, but I still liked it. So could have talked about it, but no, Michael has to be a completionist. Mm, fuck you. <laughs> but uh, so moving on with that. So something else that I wish would do better. Movie Pass. <laughs> oh, fuck Movie Pass! <laughs> I can't. It doesn't work anymore. I tried using it for Teen Titans. I wanted to see Titans go no, again. It does work, but you can't use it. So Movie Pass is okay. Yeah, help me out here. Yeah, Movie Pass is uh, doing these uh, all these rules and stuff because they're basically hemorrhaging money. They are going bankrupt and then some. So Thursday of last week, no, the week before last, they completely ran out of money. So Movie Pass shut down if you tried to use it to the fact that they had to borrow five million dollars just to be able to operate. Again, so also with that, they all introduced all these new rules, basically saying, and this is keeping with the surcharges and all the other stuff that I mentioned before. But now, if you're trying to see a movie that just came out, like any new releases or anything like that, you can't for at least three weeks. Nothing. Everything in that app. So like you tried to see Teen Titans Go, can't do it. You got to wait three weeks. Mission Impossible, can't do it. You got to wait three weeks. So it's three weeks. Three. That's what the number is. Because like nothing. Nothing. I, I tried like I, I tried searching for Teen Titans Go, nothing came up. And I tried searching for any movie, literally everything was unhighlighted. Like there was no show times for any movie I tried. I was like, what the fuck? And then the kick me in the balls, that same day I checked, they had already built me. No, so, two weeks. So they built me this month. Two weeks unless made available on a promotional basis. That's fucking ridiculous. Also with that It's uh, over. Also with that, a future increase is uh, of their standard pricing is planned for fourteen ninety five per hour within the next uh, couple of, couple of weeks. So instead of nine ninety five, fourteen ninety five. I'm done. I'm I'm canceling. You should have jumped. You should have did what I did. I jumped. Yeah. Cancel it. And I I went to AMC. I wanted to believe. I wanted to hold out Movie Pass. Which yeah, was I went fucking to I went, to, I went to the AMC A plus. Nah, shit. That, that, that mm. it's fucking bad, dude. I was like, is my app broken? I, was, I actually the sad part is I was waiting for you to tell me what the fuck was going on with Pass. I was like, <laughs> man, I hope Michael like <laughs> news section has something about Movie Pass because I am confused about what is happening. Yeah, so Movie Pass is hammered, but they're <sighs> like, oh yeah, we're gonna keep, we're gonna try to keep going. We're keeping, we're good. But I mean. But did you hear what the every, plan was? Every, I looked up everybody. The... Everybody knew from Jump. Even I knew from Jump. This is not a sustainable business plan. And I've said this on a podcast. It's not sustainable. But I'm gonna ride the fucking train until it falls off. But I thought they had a plan. But did you hear? I watched um, uh, what's his name? John Campia. He did like a, a a video about it. Did you know what their plan was? They wanted to uh build up a, a bigger subscriber base so they can st- they can get a cut of the concessions and ticket prices from uh, movie theaters. That's ridiculous. Like, basically, this was like, well, if we build up enough followers, 
then maybe we the can movie hold, company... We can hold them ransom. Yeah, yeah, the movie company will just have to listen to us and they'll have to... But the movie theaters fought back and was like, no, fuck you. Yeah, as who wouldn't... Why would they? Exactly. Because... So stupid. I was like, that was the plan? Like, I thought they had some kind of, like, foolproof, like, uh, something other than... They thought that was foolproof. How was that foolproof? <laughs> Bitch, you thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll give you... We'll make you pay ten bucks a month, even though you could see... A hundred dollars worth of movies in a week. Like, huh? So, yeah, get AMC A+. It's just an extra nine dollars. $9. That's sad as me. It was a glorious time for a while there. I seen movies that I probably never would have seen without MoviePass. Now you can see movies you wouldn't see with AMC A+. <laughs> <laughs> but for ten dollars a month. And I mean, I get it, like... <laughs> ten dollars, though! Yeah, I get it. It's also, like, the AMC A+, thing doesn't work for everybody. Because A is more expensive, but then B, depending on where you live, there aren't a lot of AMC. Like you might not have access to AMC's. Yeah, where you live, like with us, there's an AMC every. Like you can go to. Yeah, what? I like to be able to choose. Like sometimes I like going to the smaller theaters, like the Caldwell Theater or something. And they get, granted, it's very small, but sometimes I like the the more homely feel. I do too, but fuck those theaters. <laughs> wow! You, wow! You gotta get AMC A plus. Wow! <laughs> Big corporate shills. <laughs> If you want that little pass thing. <laughs> wow. But, uh, what's the next thing? Okay, uh, job with the hood. <laughs> so, <laughs> shut the fuck up. So the, Rus- <laughs> so, the Russo brothers had a, a live QA session on Twitter, which I wish I was a part of. Because there's some questions that I gotta, I want to ask them, which I can't think of off the top of my head. But <laughs> maybe as I talk about this part, I'll remember. Why are there any more gay superheroes? <laughs> no, not that. About, about Avengers Infinity War. Bring Hulkling! <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That's, coming, that's coming next. Oh, okay. So a uh, couple of people were asking them things like, how did how was Thor and Rocket and Groot able to uh, know about the Battle of Wakanda? They I never saw went this to- shit. People were really complaining about that. Well, no, they were. A- it's a live Q and A. They were asking. No, no, no. I've seen people online complaining oh, about. Well, that. I don't know about that. Like, how the fuck did Thor know where to go? How about that? Like, fuck. I don't know about that, but basically their answer was Thor knows Thanos is going after the stones, and he knows that the stones are on Earth, so that's what leads him to Wakanda. So that was their answer for that. So another question. I mean, that, he can open the Rainbow Bridge. Why couldn't he just like know where? And they said Stormbreaker also has the power of Heimdall. <laughs> Poor Heimdall. <laughs> Kill the black guy. He's useless. Now all their powers are in this hammer. <laughs> so another question that uh, was asked is like, why was it that Groot was able to lift the hammer? Does that mean Groot is worthy? These are stupid questions. It, they are. But <laughs> their response to that was basically uh, Mjolnir requires worthiness, not Stormbreaker. Yeah. And it makes sense because Odin was the one that put the whosoever be worthy shall have the power mm-hmm. of Thor. Didn't, he didn't do that with Stormbreaker. It was just. But, I mean, Thor did say if you wield a god weapon that powerful, it would melt your mind and all this other shit. Yeah. The, uh, he said that to the Guardians. Yeah. I mean, and at the same time, when Groot made the weapon, it wasn't formed fully. Until yeah, it wasn't formed fully. Yeah. But uh, also with that, uh, they asked, because same question, they said, who else can can hold Stormbreaker since Thor told the Guardians it killed them? And they said, there are a few people as strong or or stronger than Thor, and you already know who some of them are, alluding to Captain Marvel. Yeah, probably Hulk, Captain Marvel, Thanos. 
And they also alluded to the fact that we might see more of the Red Skull. Because somebody said, now that the Soul Stone has been taken, is Red Skull free to leave Vormir? And he said, they said, uh, the Red Skull is free to leave Vormir. And he is also free to pursue his desire desires for an Infinity Stone. Mm. Still... I think you'd be sick of it. Like, fuck it, Phineas. I'm opening a bakery. <laughs> I've been waiting years to open Red Skull's Delicious Eatery. <laughs> yeah. Imagine Red Skull Deli. That'd be hilarious. But yeah, that was basically it. I mean, there were other questions like, uh, what was your favorite thing to film? And they said uh, Tony Stark and Doctor Strange meeting each other. Mm. Narcissist versus oh, narcissist. Is that the same place that they said that the Sherlock Holmes joke would have been too obvious? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, fuck it. I still want it. <laughs> I don't care if it's too obvious. Or like uh, Spider-Man was their favorite character to work with because that was their favorite hero. Mm. Uh, somebody else asked, what have Steve and, and, and Cap and Nat been up to? But I'm like, that was obvious from the movie. But it said they were on the run because they sided against their cords. Duh. Orgies. Well, yeah. Wakandan orgies all the time. <laughs> the crazy with orgies. Uh, let me see. What else? Is there anything else relevant in this Q&A? Uh, oh. Somebody else asked a dumb question. They said, is Groot's real name Groot or is his real name Tree since since uh, Thor does speak Tr- Groot's language? Oh, yeah, that's a good fucking point, actually. And he, <laughs> and he just responded, I am Groot. They just, I am Groot. They didn't have an answer. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh, that's actually a very good question. Yeah, they just, that's how they did it. That's true. Why would he just call call him Tree if he knows the language? But I'm like, but also Rocket knows the language too, but he still calls him Groot. Mm, that's true but does he know it formally no right he just knew it from picking it up by hanging out with them like Thor took a class like <laughs> yeah I don't know he's like a college Asgardian course in, in Groot I am Groot <laughs> that's just hilarious anyway so uh, this is my friend Tree <laughs> so yay black people yay black people so Why? shut the fuck up you don't even know why I'm yeah, saying I, it I, I like saying it <laughs> so I don't know how I mean, obviously, I know how, but I didn't know this was still in theaters, but Black Panther has just recently crossed the 700 million domestic box office mark in the theaters. Hmm. Is this, I guess, maybe globally still? No, domestically. Oh, domestically. Yeah, probably still in theaters. That's why I was like, it's still in theaters? Like, what the fuck? Obviously, it is, because it just passed it. Hmm. This This was this week, not even last week. Okay. All right. So, that makes it the third movie in American history to cross the $700 million mark domestically. Nice. What are the other two? Avatar and uh, The the Force Awakens. Not even in Infinity War yet? Not even Infinity War. Wow. Domestically. Because every black person saw it like 10 times. <laughs> so, yeah. It, it's actually even close to... Well, not that close, but it's even... Cl- like, Avatar was 760 domestically. Mm-hmm. So, 60 more... Granted, it's pretty much done for the most part, but 60 more million dollars, it might cross Avatar domestically. But yeah, let me let me look at what... I don't even know what Infinity War is at domestically. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, Infinity War is at 678 million domestically. Okay, it's not far behind it. Yeah, it's not far behind it, but... Still far enough, <laughs> but worldwide it it definitely it definitely uh passed uh Black Panther Black Panther yeah. yeah. So moving on, so there was uh some more fallout from the James Gunn controversy. Oh no, how so? That happened in uh 
in the sense that like people were like everybody seemed to be leaving Twitter all of a sudden. Oh yeah, like I said, the Dan Harmon thing. I'm yeah, sure Michael Rook, Michael Rooker left. All oh, right, Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker left Twitter. Scott Derrickson left Twitter. Because the liability, like, what's the point? What's the point of having if it's gonna bite you in the ass? And uh, also with that, uh, Sean Gunn uh, released a couple tweets defending his brother. Uh, they're like eight, nine, nine, ten, ten tweets. But I mean, I could read. Them. I don't know why, but I immediately thought of. In uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, where he's like defending Yandu. Like, <laughs> <Okay>, Captain! <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I could read though, because Twitter is short, so it's not like they're long. But this, okay. he said, I hope it goes without saying that I love and support my brother James. This is number one. And I'm quite proud of how kind, generous, and compassionate he is with the people in his life, whether they are friends, family, colleagues, and friends or strangers, too. Since he was a kid, it was clear he had a desire, maybe destiny, to be an artist, tell stories, find his voice through comics, films, his band. I didn't know he had a band until I read these. The struggle to find that voice was sometimes clunky, misguided, and downright stupid, and sometimes wonderful, moving, and hilarious. Three. Since devoting his entire life to the Guardians movies and the MCU six years ago, I've seen him channel that voice into his work and on those movies and seen him transform from the guy who made up things to shock people for. I saw firsthand as he went from worrying about softening his edge from for a larger audience to realizing that his edge wasn't as useful of a tool as he thought it was, that his gift for storytelling was something better. Five. I saw that he was more open-hearted than the guy who needed to get a rise out of people by making nasty or offensive jokes or whatever you could or whatever you choose to call them. I don't think his bluer material was ever his funniest and neither does mom. <laughs> 6. That's cute. In many respects, this change in my brother was reflected in the change that the Guardians go through. I've heard my brother say many mm. times that when Quill rallies the team with quote this is our chance to give a shit to care that's it that it's the pep talk that he that he himself needed to hear not being 100 percent dick or whatever it is yeah yeah seven it's part of what made working on the guardians movie such a rewarding experience for the cast myself included we managed to find ourselves involved in a big budget superhero movie that was at its core deeply personal that's a gift and that's why it's good eight this isn't new information, by the way. It's all stuff that James has explained many times in interviews in more detail and more eloquently. It's not some new spin. It's always been part of the story. Nine. So I guess my hope is that fans continue to watch and appreciate the Guardians movies, not despite the fact that the filmmaker used to be kind of a jackass, but because of it, they are, after all, movies about discovering your best self. And finally, 10, working on those movies made my brother a better person, and they made me one, too. I'm proud of that. Peace. Aww, that's such a nice little thing to say about your brother. Yeah. I'm 100% on his side. And as even, I don't know, when you spell it like that and make it like about the movies actually changing him... Give me. What, you need a charger? Yeah. Oh. Just say that. <laughs> just like, what? Um, yeah, the movie's being like a reflection of him and his, like, you know, evolving self. And it, just like the characters in the movie, them becoming better people, them making him better people at the same time, it's kind of beautiful. It's also, you know, kind of tragic that he got that ripped away from him because of people with an agenda. That's so stupid. 
But then also with that, uh, uh, Dave Batista came out and uh, released a tweet. Again, this is all all the week before last. But he said uh, regarding the James Gunn situation, he was like, "I think I'll today. I think today I'll find a good person who spreads the message of sacrifice, responsibility, love, and family, forgiveness, redemption, uh, uh, misfit child, child and female empowerment, and ruin his life. Fuck it." I'll go ahead and empower some fascists while I'm at it. Disclaimer, <laughs> for you morons and future views, I'm joking. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, Drax. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And also with that, uh, Bobcat uh, Bobcat Goldsweith, who uh, was the voice of Pain in the Hercules movies. He came okay, out and, random. <laughs> he came out and defended James Gunn in an uh, Instagram post, and he said, I love James Gunn. He's a loyal friend, super talented, passionate, and kind. Is it the one that talks like this? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I wanted to say something. Here it is. Dear Disney, I would hate for you to come off as hypocritical, so I'm suggesting that you remove my voice from an attraction that's coming to your park. It's called World of Color, Villainous, and I reprise the role of Pain. A role I played in Hercules. You see, here's the deal. Years ago, I made a lot of sarcastically shocking and offensive jokes. Many that I'm embarrassed about now. And I'd hate to make you guys look bad seeing that I'm openly critical of the president and his administration. And you seem to be taking your lead from some of his radical fringe supporters. I think James Wood may have recorded a voice for this new attraction too. Why not check out some of his wacky past tweets? They're a hoot. For the record, I do stand with survivors of sexual abuse, and I was wondering if you guys are still making money off of your movie Powder, asking for a friend. Thanks, Bobcat. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know, Powder is a movie that uh, Disney produced that came out in the 90s, and the director of that uh, was arrested for, I believe it was pedophilia, sexual... Oh, wow. Yeah, I believe it was it was pedophilia, or some type of sexual rape assault. And so that's why that's why he threw that little shade in at the end. Asking for a friend. Because yeah. <laughs> it came out in the nineties. Not hear those voices. So it came out in the nineties. So it's not like it was so long ago. There's like they couldn't make be making money. Off okay. Of that. So that's why he uh, made that little snide remark. But uh, also with that, this is all James Gunn related. So uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy cast came out. And released an official statement that they all signed regarding the uh, James Gunn situ- situation. So I wanted to get your uh, your take slash opinion on that. Did you read? Did you read that? No. What is it? So, but yeah, they all signed it. Bradley Cooper, Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Dave Bautista, Karen Gillan. Oh, Gillen. the 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 joint statement. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've read that. Yeah. So uh, to our fans and friends. We fully support James Gunn. We were all shocked by his abrupt firing last week and have intentionally waited these 10 days to respond in order to think, pray, listen, and discuss. In that time, we've been encouraged by the outpouring and support from fans and members of the media who wish to see James reinstated as director of Volume 3, as well as discouraged by those so easily duped into believing that the many outlandish conspiracy theories surrounding him being in guardians of the galaxy movies has made a, has been a great honor in each of our lives. We cannot let this moment pass without expressing our love, support and gratitude for James. We are not here to defend his jokes. 
of many years ago, but rather to share our experience having spent many years together on set making Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. The character he has shown in the wake of his firing is consistent with the man he was every day on set and his apology now and from years ago when first addressing these remarks, we believe is from the heart, a heart we all know, trust, and love. And casting each of us to help him tell the story of misfits who find redemption, he changed our lives forever. We believe the theme of redemption has never been more relevant than now. Each of us looks forward to working with our friend James again in the future. His story isn't over, not by a long shot. There is little due process in the court of public opinion. James is, Preach. James is likely not the last good person to, put, to be put on trial. Given the growing political divide in this country, it's safe to say instances like this will continue. Although we hope Americans from across the political spectrum can ease up on the character assassinations and stop weaponizing mob mentality. It is our hope that what has transpired can serve as an example for all of us to realize the enormous responsibility we have to ourselves and to each other regarding the use of our written words when we etch them in digital stone. That we as a society may learn from this experience and in the future will think twice before we decide what we want to express. And in so learning perhaps can harness this capability to help and heal instead of hurting each other. Thank you for taking the time to read our words. Mm. The Guardians of the Galaxy. You think there's a possibility he gets rehired? No. No possibility. Because the next article from Variety says Disney is unlikely to rehire James Gunn as the director. God damn, why? Why why is he that? Because uh, fuck him, that's why ho! Bitch ass pedophile! It says, despite a cast letter asking for James Gunn to be reinstated as director of Guardians of the Galaxy, Walt Disney Studios is currently not planning on rehiring the filmmaker who, who recently fired. Uh, that's so crazy. Cause wasn't he... Like after the Wachowski brothers, wasn't he Wachowski brothers? Is that their name? No, Russo brothers. Wow. The, after the Russo brothers, wasn't he supposed to take the reins on the Avengers movies? Wasn't that like in talks at one point that he, James Gunn he was, was gonna... he was in talks to take the reins of the MCU, like the framing of the MCU. Yeah, but now no, fuck that. Not anymore. Jesus Christ! Over tweets though. Okay. Hold on. Let me read. Yeah, and this letter, and this, and again, this letter, this article came from Variety, so I'm pretty sure it's. I mean, and granted, they could always change their mind. Yeah, but it seems kind of definitive if they're not gonna double back on it like immediately. Like, you know what I mean? Like, unless they're gonna wait for the 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 pitchforks and the the torches to be lowered a little bit and then announce it or something. But yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah. So there's there's also talks of like they're gonna just because the, now they're just gonna simp- now they're simply saying because Guardians are supposed to come out. Like next year or something like that, they just can. They just pushing. Was it? it? Or maybe not next. It was supposed to come. No, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Okay. Now they're just pushing it back. Oh. So. That's whack. And this is his vision. It is. Like that was his baby from the door. Yeah. So. Just like fucking get, get an alias. It's gonna be. Mames Mun. Mames Mun is directing. <laughs> or I mean Taika Waititi. But uh, with the statement, I wanted to know what you thought about the statement. Before I say that, I mean, I like the statement, but also at the same time, I feel like it was kind of passive. The, from the, the crew? From the crew. 
What What do you mean? Because to me, it reads like, oh, we support James Gunn, but at the same time, I we're feel like- We're not going to stick our neck out yeah, for him. Yeah, we're not going to stick our neck out for him. Okay, like, I, get, I agree with you. I agree like, with it you. wasn't a strong statement. Like, we want James- like, A there, strong nowhere, statement? Like, nowhere in that statement did they say, we want James Gunn to be reinstated. It said, we support you guys' movement for James's Gunn's reinstated. It's like, we support you from afar, but there's no. It's like it's, it wasn't strong to me. Now, what- would get him rehired is that they put their balls on the table and was like, well, I know they can't do it. I, I know they can't do that contractually because they'll get like, oh, really? They they have contracts to do the next movie. Like they can't say we're not going to do the next movie. Oh fuck! They're never contractually mind. obligated to do that. Never, never mind. <laughs> but even still, like I feel like they could still release a stronger. Well, statement. they could even be like, after our contracts are over, we're not going to keep coming back. Is that a threat? <laughs> I don't know. Is that a threat? Is that something that I they mean, would care about? Kind of, but no, not really. But at least like. I don't know. That's like your contract's over. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> well, they might if they want to keep going. You don't know what the, the plans Disney has might have been, you know? But that takes it off the table. Like, there's, then there's no option to keep them around. Yeah. Because, like, no, we're not. We're going to, we're sticking by us as a unit. And that might give them some power. But, yeah, you're right. They're very much like, yeah, we support your decisions and we, we support James Gunn. Because even in the statement, gonna... they were like, yeah, but you got to own up to your tweets and let's hope you don't tweet bad stuff in the future. Yeah. So that's why I wanted your opinion on the. It'd be nice if they all came out individually. That's not an opinion. You're Wait, saying you I want your opinion on the state. What we got on the statement, not what you want. Oh, like what do I think of the statement? Yeah, you, when you read it, not when I'm take everything I said out of the equation. But what did you, when you read it, what did you think? You brought up a very good point. I wasn't even thinking like that when I saw. I I just saw it at face value of, oh, at least they're coming out and supporting James Gunn. But you're right. They didn't take the extra step to be like. We're not gonna support them that hard. <laughs> like we're not. We're not gonna risk our our careers or our jobs or even our because they're coming out all as one unit as one entity. Yeah. So it's not even like they're putting any of their names individually on the line. They're just the casting crew. You know what I'm saying? Like it'd be more powerful. If yeah. The, you only, saw one, the only one that had statements. the only one that had like strong statements was, was Batista. Tracks, yeah. yeah. But it'd be nice if Star Lord, Gamora, the, the, like the big names, if they came out and was like. We don't agree with this, and honestly, we think like you're actually hurting the movie in the long run by doing it. Like, yeah, it might not be the most PR thing to do if you want to keep that relationship with Disney all copacetic, keep that mouse happy. But you know, I mean, I feel like if he was really as important to you as you're making it seem like he is, like why not come up to bat for him? Why not? You know? Yeah, like honestly, even though contractually they are obligated to do the movies, I feel like they should... They get threatened. Yeah, they should still say it. Even though they'll be like, oh yeah, at the end of the day, I'm still do the movie. But at least the statement is out there. Yeah. And that might get people talking about it. That might sway public opinion a little bit. But, you know, this is the world we live in now. If you get enough people saying there's a fire, even if there's no fire, <laughs> you still might have the, the fire department come for no reason. Yeah. But somebody else that came out uh, for James Gunn was Kurt Russell. <laughs> Again, random. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he played the father in uh, Guardians. So it's not that random. He was in the movie. Well, yeah, I mean, he's not. Whatever. But he was like, <laughs> it's sad. It's part, but it's part of our fabric now. And I, and I get it. <laughs> See? <laughs> the fabric. But I do think we're getting a little too sensitive on maybe some of the wrong people. So that was his statement. Kurt Russell. Yeah. Ego, the living planet. Yeah, but say like so ego came out and he's like, Y'all y'all sensitive bitches. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. 
So we are though, as a society, we've become that. We have, and I mean, I get the reasoning behind it, but at the same time, it definitely has gone too far. I'm hoping it balances out. Like I'm hoping, like I mean, we're, we're swinging the pendulum the other way really hard, and then eventually it's gonna settle back in the middle. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, you, I get because people, people have been saying, "Oh, you're being too sensitive for the longest time." It's like, like, like the whole uh, fag issue. Like, oh, I'm gonna call you a fag, and it's like eventually when people say, "No, that's not okay," it's like, "Oh, you're being too sensitive." I'm not. I don't really mean like you know I don't like gay people, but stop being a faggot. It's like what? I've heard that. I've heard that. Like I don't have a problem. I don't have, I don't have a problem with gay people. Just I don't have a problem with gay people. Just stop acting like a faggot. Like I've heard people say that. That's crazy. Not not to me, but I've heard people say that. Yeah. Like even Louis C.K. Like he said that. Like I don't have a problem with gay people. I have a problem. Oh, with- I have heard. Yeah, you're right. There was a comedy special like that. But does it mean that's shocking? Like is that part of shock humor to say stuff like that? Does he really feel that? But I don't know. I'm just saying, like, if people coming out to say, oh, it's not okay. I don't like that. Like, gay yeah. people don't want you to call. It's like, oh, you're being too sensitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I hear what you're saying. So, I mean, I get where that comes, like, that ment- the mentality of, it's like, no, it's not being too sensitive. I'm telling you it's not okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I get where that's coming from, but it's starting to get to a point where now everything is just not okay. Yeah, I agree. Like, everything, can- it's like the cry wolf situation. Like, everything's an issue. Everything. And it's like, it's going to get to the point where, like, you're going to lose, but you're, it's self-defeating to a certain extent because you start losing allies that actually would agree with you in your side or like whatever is the agenda you're trying to push. But like, because of how overbearing, you still sniff yourself, you smell? <laughs> <laughs> because of how overbearing it is, like people just check out like, you know what? Forget it. I'm not even going to put my neck out at all. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to support or be against anything because I don't want to even be out there enough to be criticized. That's what I feel like is happening. Well, speaking of somebody else that got criticized, but his company took the right approach. So, oh, Dan Harmon. Yeah, Dan Harmon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the video, a video that he made back in 2009, resurfaced Where he again. Humped the baby. And so they were trying to. That's you know, like a gross oversimplification of what. It so was. yeah, people are trying to get him fired from Adult Swim and Rick and Morty and yada yada yada. Do you yada. know what, the, 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 what he did was, in the context of it. I don't. Uh, the only video I know of is the the Rick and Morty skit where Morty was giving Rick a blowjob. I don't know about the. It's not even that. Oh, it's not That's that. That's the crazy thing. Oh. You would think it'd be the pilot episode where fucking a, a underage kid is licking the balls of his grandfather. That's the only thing I know about. Like what the fuck? Even I'm like. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's, like, that's the only thing I know about. No, no, no. This is like he, you ever see? He does like those like talks in front of like like I don't know if it's like colleges or just groups of people, but he does like these Harmon. I don't know. He goes off on these tangents in front of like a group of people. No, you ever seen those? Okay. No. Well, in, in one of them, it was like a like a skit where uh, to stop something along the lines of. To stop sexual predators or stop the worst people in our society, like a Hitler or something. This is again, this is a skit, like a, it's like a funny skit thing he was doing. He was gonna go back in time and sexually molest them as kids, so they'd be so fucked up that they would never be the horrible things or pieces of shit they became. So it's like the irony of like you're gonna you're gonna sexually molest a molester, or you're gonna molest Hitler, which will make him not want to kill all Jews or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then he has like a prop baby, like you know, he's like store bought baby toy, and like on on stage he's like making a humping motion, like he's fucking it. That was it. I mean, 
as it's fucking crazy to say it out loud, but that's the point. It's supposed to be shocking. It's like it's, it's a stupid, and I'm not even saying that that's funny. I'm not. I don't think it's that funny, but you know, at the end of the day, it was the premise was ridiculous. It was just a ridiculous skit, but they were using that that image of him humping a baby to somehow construe that he's a pedophile, or again the same narrative they were trying to push for James Gunn and get him fired from Adult Swim. So it's ridiculous. Again, it's a ridiculous thing. Something completely out of context, something that has no evidence of any kind of crime, but just taking something you've done in the past out of context and using it as like a like a, a, a catalyst for getting them kicked but off. Yeah, but Harmon released a statement that said, in 2009, I made a pilot which strove to parody the series Dexter. Oh, oh I didn't describe it, man. You got it right there. <laughs> Over here, wasting my breath. No, but it doesn't it doesn't describe it as much as you did. What did you say? It says, uh, I, I made a pilot which strove to parody the series Dexter and only succeeded in offending. I quickly realized the content was way too distasteful and took the video down immediately. Nobody should ever have to see what you saw. And for that, I sincerely apologize. And so Adult Swim released a statement because they tried to get him fired. Yep. And they said, at Adult Swim, we seek out and encourage creative freedom and look to push the envelope in many ways, particularly around comedy. The offensive content of Dan's 2009 video that recently surfaced demonstrates poor judgment and does not reflect the type of content, content we seek out. Dan recognized his mistake at the time and has apologized. He understands there is no place for this type of content here at Adult Swim. So, yay for Adult Swim for making the decision that Disney should have made. Exactly. So Disney should have said the same thing. Exactly. We don't agree with the statement, but James Gunn has since has apologized for those tweets back then, and he has not since released any said tweets to this day. If any such content or we find out about anything concurrently from this day forward or whatever the case may be since we started working with him then we will take action mm-hmm. end that's of a, that's, a, that's basically what I mean by probation right there yeah end of the statement yeah like a warning a slap on the wrist kind of thing but it's like no so, we, fuck, don't, we don't live in that world <laughs> so fuck you Disney but I still want to work with you <laughs> wow <laughs> it's that mouse man it's that the mouse money <laughs> hire me in a movie not at your parks because we already established that you don't pay your park workers <laughs> Pay your penis, bitch. (laughs) But uh, funny enough, like a couple weeks after, like two weeks after I said that on the podcast, so clearly they listened. They uh, said the Disney Anaheim workers, they increased the minimum wage to $15. Oh, there you go. Making changes, Michael. (laughs) One podcast episode at a time. Even though in my mind, I was like, yay, that's still great. But $15 an hour is still not enough to live in Anaheim, California. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong, actually. Or even here, and like you yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. like definitely in California, but even here it's not enough. Uh, but anyway, so speaking of more uh, backlash and hate, so uh, we we already talked about the the backlash and hate that uh, Anna Diop got from uh, Starfire and the Starfire trailer, but one of her coworkers, Mina Kelly, who's playing uh, Dove, she came out and uh, said. I would like to take a moment to acknowledge how proud and excited I am to be working alongside Anna Diop. In my humble opinion, Titans and the DC Universe fans and all the fans are lucky to have her talent, her grace, and her beauty on board. While the abhorrent racism in this country seems to be going nowhere anytime soon, hashtag Nia Wilson. Do you know about Nia Wilson? The, The black... 
she was, I think it happened, and this happened in Oakland, but a white supremacist killed her and tried to kill her sister Holy just shit. randomly, just because she was black. Wow. So, uh... That's making sense, Michael Murray. Racism is dead. I know, it's right. <laughs> it's completely dead. That's yeah. why Obama got elected. Yeah, word. But anyway, so it says, The dignity, strength, and couth my friend continues to exemplify in the face of it humbles and inspires me. That so many racist cowards would take the time to attack her Instagram so that she has to shut off the comments after having already shut down her entire account once before mm-hmm. over this bullshit makes me feel rage. Though I also feel a small relief knowing how strong and thick-skinned Anna is. I know she is okay and will be okay. It takes zero courage to sit in your dark, lonely room spewing your venom online mm-hmm. while protected by your anonymous, faceless accounts. I cannot begin to fathom the courage it requires every day just to exist as a black woman in this country. Mm-hmm. Let alone to, uh, then she said, hashtag uh, Chiquisa, Chiquisia Clemens, who was a black girl that got assaulted at uh, Waffle House. Uh let alone to also have the audacity to fight for and follow your dreams. I bow to you, Anna. I can't wait for everyone to see your brilliant work you've done. Shine on, my love. You are you are a queen, and all the people who matter know it. And so, of Yay, course... Yay, black people. <laughs> yeah, black people. And so, of course, that wasn't enough. So, in that very same post, somebody... More than likely a white person. <laughs> Some, <laughs> okay. Somebody said in the comment section, basically, you know, there's always got to be somebody. Oh, so it's like, it, I'm, I'm going to say it just like, you do realize the reason why people are mad is because Starfire in the comics was white. I'm not saying it to be racist. Oh, it's not even true. Shut up. Let me finish. But just like it always goes. I'm not saying it to be racist, but she's a monkey. No, they didn't say that. <laughs> that was the best they twist. They didn't say that. But you know, troll, that's sir. usually how that goes. Yeah. That's usually how yeah. that goes. But they said, I'm not saying it to be racist, but actually, but actually know what race, but wait, what? I'm not saying it to be racist, but actually know what racist before you look a, look a dumbass. I don't know what, the, whatever. That's actually very appropriate for that person. Yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense coming from them. And so, uh, she <laughs> calls somebody dumbass is like, are you uh, not dumb, stupid? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, but that, he said, I'm not saying it to be racist, but actually know what racist before you look a dumbass. Yes. Just like you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I can't tell you how many times I've seen comments like that. Like, I've seen people call me an idiot or something and like in the same breath, make like 20 typos, completely misconstrue a topic. It's like. Man, the irony of the pot calling the kettle black. Like, no, I'm, not, I'm not done. So okay. she, she responded. She clapped back and said, you do realize this character is an alien, an orange alien. Hashtag look, look a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> ah, bravo. That was good. And so look a somebody, dumbass. somebody else responded. I don't care about her race. I care that she's nothing like the character. I apologize profusely for liking the source material. And so she clapped back and said, the character has orange skin. They upgraded it. Get over it. And so finally, somebody else responded, is this her actual costume or just a temporary thing? It's like, we don't even know. As the producers have implied, either way, I'm down. And so she responded, it is temporary. I look forward to all the apologies when they see her final look. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to happen. And so Anna Diop responded. She says, Minka, I'm so grateful for women like you who stand with other women 
who give themselves and ask nothing in return, who show up and stand up. You're the living definition of a hero, and I'm so grateful to know you. That's nice. Um, so the trolls come out. Here's my thing, and this is because I run a like a comedy meme page to kind of advertise and you know support the podcast or whatever. Do you? What's your page? Oh, the Blur Vision on Instagram. <laughs> um, As if people don't already but know. But like, I get so much shit for criticizing, and it's, it's become so much worse recently with such toxic community now. But like, it's, I get shit whenever I criticize anything that I see on a trailer or something. But what people don't understand is that when I criticize something in a trailer, like, I know full well that the trailer might not be indicative of the final product of whatever it is I'm watching. Yeah, just because a trailer like, is bad doesn't mean a movie's gonna yeah, be like, bad. If, if I say, like, oh, she's not orange in this trailer, not my Starfire, like, and I say this because I've had um, some um, black females hit me up in DM, like, oh, as a person with such a strong following, you should really try and only, um, you shouldn't critique things like the Starfire, like how she looks. You should be more supportive. That way, like, you don't um, project, you know, you don't give, it's, it's not a good look as a black man to be saying this stuff about a black woman. It's not positive. But it's like, you know, I have to be honest about how I feel about the, um, the way a character's portrayed in a trailer. I say black women hit you up, not black females. <laughs> black women. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Is there a difference? What? That, it's a thing. Really? Yeah, it's a thing. Okay, well, black women. All right. <laughs> um, but it's a thing where it's like, I gotta be, I, I, I can't walk this line of like, I gotta be always positive about things that are black oriented. I gotta be honest with how I feel about it. But at the same time, if I'm criticizing a trailer, I think personally, that's definitely not her final look, but they just keep showing that in the trailer. So my real criticism is that, yeah, she's not orange, but more so that DC and Warner Brothers aren't making it a priority to show and show the fans and quell the fan outrage slash concerns that she won't always look like that. They're, they're making no effort to kind of show that at any point in any of the trailers, promotional posters, or anything. So it's like, I don't know. I, Me personally, it's like, it's it makes me sad because like, I feel bad whenever I criticize things that are black online. But at the same time, it's like, I don't think people understand at face value that just because I might say like, oh, she's not orange, she's not the star far I want. Yeah, but it's just a trailer. Like, I, who yeah, knows? Yeah, that's not happen. saying I don't want black women in. That too. That's another thing. It's like I, just because I say like she's not orange, I don't want her to be like I, I have an issue with the casting. I think Andy Op is fucking beautiful, and I think there's been so many photoshops showing how amazing she can look as Starfire, just with a more slightly more comic accurate filter on her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's just really just giving her orange skin and just giving her the Starfirey hair, but it's just they haven't made an effort to actually show that and need the promotional stuff yet. None. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's my criticism too. It's like you keep leaning on, even if it's a costume, you keep, keep <laughs> leaning on that look. Yeah. Even how Beast Boy and Ray, like, they look like they just came out of the gap. Like, yeah, it looks terrible. <laughs> show show something. You know, just show a little bit. And yeah, it could be a little, it could be like the Daredevil aspect where it's like they never showed the final, they didn't show the costume, even though he gets the costume. Took a whole season to get that first costume. Yeah, so it might take a whole season for her to be orange. I don't know. That's crazy. I hope that's not the case, but, you know, if they do it right, it could work. It's like Daredevil. If you ask me, do I think Daredevil should be wearing an outfit early in the season? I would have said yes. But then how they actually did it in the season, it worked. So, you know, that's only something you can find out by watching the show. Which um, I, which and I, that goes for everything. Which I, I will, get, uh, begrudgingly. Yeah, same. But I get a lot of, like, even just 
trailers in general now where it's like, oh, why you gotta criticize the Aquaman trailer? As an example. And it's like, you first criticize of all, the Aquaman trailer? You like the Aquaman trailer. Well, if I make any joke, like if I make any comparison to, I got a lot of shit for just comparing it to Black Panther, which is funny because almost everyone does compare it to Black Panther. <laughs> but it's a thing where it's like, don't judge it until you see the fuck, until you see it. And it's like, um, you can have an opinion about a trailer too. That's kind of the point of them putting out trailers for you to judge them. <laughs> like there's no, it's, it's the whole reason you put out a trailer for you to judge the product. Yeah, gauge whether you want to see the movie or not. Exactly. I don't know. Again, the internet's gotten fucking ridiculous. So, next thing on the trailer, I mean, the, the trailer. <laughs> We're not talking about trailers. Okay. But yeah, next thing, uh, so uh, Chris Hardwick was officially rehired by uh, AMC so he's going back to as the host of Talking Dead. And uh, AMC released a statement saying, following a comprehensive assessment by AMC, working with Ivy Kagan Berman of the firm Loeb & Loeb, who has considerable experience in this area, Chris Hardwick will return to AMC as the host of Talking Dead. For a season. And talk, <laughs> well, two, they said they're going to end it at 10. Oh, okay. Talking with Chris. And he's coming back to Talking with Chris Hardwick. Uh, we take these matters very seriously and given the information available to us after a very careful review, including interviews and numerous individuals, we believe returning Chris to work is the appropriate step. So, wow. yeah, Chris Hardwick is coming back. And I mean, this I will is why say, I asked you about the rehiring of Gunn. Yeah, I, will, I mean, I will say, I mean, yay for Chris Hardwick, good for him. But I, 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 I got to put throw this out there because I've seen comments, people going, "See, I knew that bitch was lying." And, all this other oh, stuff. and I'm just like, shit. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't trust her from the door. And I'm just like, mm, just because Chris Hardwick was rehired doesn't mean she was lying. Okay. Yeah, I'm just like, just because cause people are just saying just because he's hired, that means he was innocent. I'm like, just because he's rehired doesn't mean he was innocent. Doesn't mean he wasn't innocent. No, I'm, I'm not saying, but I'm saying. But just, you're, you're referring to those people specifically like, yeah, that dumb lying bitch. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. Oh, okay. That's why I brought that up. Just because he was, re- and I'm not saying he, I'm not saying he's guilty. I'm not saying he's innocent. Mm. But I'm just saying just because he's rehired doesn't mean he was innocent. I think what's more important is that we don't create a, I just lost the word, a standard. No. I've been saying it the entire day. How do I forget what the word is? A precedent. precedent? Yeah. No, you, you don't create a precedent from this. I think it's good that if there's no evidence that he doesn't lose his job. I think that's what's the important thing to take away from this. And obviously, if they did interviews, if they had multiple yeah, I don't conversations. Yeah, I don't know what they I don't know what they looked and what they found in an investigation. I'm curious. I'm curious of what it is. But also... Cause, cause, cause I know a little backstory of the firm that did the investigation, and I know that his wife, his wife's family has close ties to that firm. So I'm just like, that's why I made the statement. Just because they say they did an investigation, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Especially, Absolutely. especially considering his wife has close ties with that firm, like they're big funders or donors to that to that law firm. Like they have their last name and their family. So you're looking on the web conspiracy theory. On the web. No, I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying <laughs> you're implying. I'm just saying because just based on comments of people like, oh, she was. Uh, I knew he was innocent. And all. I'm like, just because he's found not guilty doesn't mean he's innocent. It's just he got his job back. Good for Chris Hardwick. I mean, you say not guilty, innocent. But there was like there was no evidence at all. Like these weren't even these weren't even direct accusations. 
or allegations. It was like she spoke in like generalities. But no, I'm just saying. I'm, not, I'm, not I'm addressing, I'm addressing the people that specifically like I knew she was lying or you know yeah. I you know I knew it was funky. I'm just saying just because he was rehired doesn't mean he didn't do what he did. And but it also doesn't mean that he did do what he did. Mm. We don't know. That's ultimately what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm. I'm like I don't know. I've walked this like this fine line of feeling so conservative whenever I vocalize my thoughts and stuff like this. But I just don't want an environment where because even when you're, I was gonna say even when you're on trial, you you could be on trial and still be. George Zimmerman was on trial. He was found. Granted, two different things. Very different things. Two different things. But I'm just saying, just because you're found not not guilty doesn't mean you didn't do what you did. I just don't want an environment where someone with a grudge against you. And it's just like the James Gunn thing to an extent, can come out and be like, fuck that person. And based on nothing, you can lose it all. So it's like, was she lying? Was she telling the truth? Either way, I don't think it's healthy or proper for someone like that to just be like, they did something to me. He should lose everything. Yeah, I mean, you know I, mean I, like, that, I, do that agree, I do agree with that. Toxic. Like, I don't want that to be because I mean, do you think about what happened with George Takei? How the guy came out and accused him of sexual assault only for like a couple months later for him to say, "Oh, it turned out wasn't true." Mm-hmm. But if he had some traction, if people were actually were like, "Yeah, I believe you," you think he would have been like, yeah, "It wasn't true." I feel like he only did that because people didn't believe him anyway. But like, yeah. you know, if he had people actually supporting him, maybe he wouldn't have said that. Maybe he would have been like, "Yeah, no, it was always, it was totally true, it was always true." And you just the thing is, you don't know. And in a world where we don't have all the facts, I don't think we can make such definitive decisions like firing somebody from something or or having them lose their, their career or their brainchild in cases like James Gunn. Like, I, I keep trying to put myself in the position of... I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a man. <laughs> but I keep putting myself in the position of the people who lose it all. Like a James Gunn, where like his life's work was Guardians of the Galaxy and over some tweets I mean, and that's no not, accusations. That's not, granted, he lost I, it. I get, I, but that's not to say James Gunn's not. He's in, in, in the grand scheme of things, and I'm not saying this this is irrelevant, but in the grand scheme of things, he's going to be fine. He's going to get another job. He's going to still work in the future. Like Guardians, that that might be his baby, but he's going to have more babies. It's not like he really, he's, it's not like that he's- was his biggest thing ever. It's not like he's, yeah, that was his biggest thing ever, but Warner Brothers could pick him up and he might do a DC movie like- so what? That doesn't mean that he didn't lose the his like no, no, I'm his saying, magnum opus. No, I'm saying, like, but it's not like he's he, it's not like he's literally lost everything. He's still gonna be fine. Like he's still gonna work in the future. Unlike like other well, people. That's, but that's one. That's one. What if in the, what if he didn't? What if that was a thing that followed him and he is it stained his career forever? And it was always a black marker in his career. I'm gonna say, but now we're getting into what ifs. What if I choke right now on this podcast? Well, you're talking about what ifs. You're saying what if it doesn't? What if it's, he's fine? And it's like, but you don't know that. What if he never? What if he never works again and doesn't anything in, anywhere near as big as Guardians of the Galaxy? And then yes, that thing that he lost based on nothing is now forever. I'm just, I, I'm just saying. Again, whenever I defend shit like this, I always feel like I'm like the <laughs> the white conservative on the podcast. You are. You are. <laughs> You're Tucker Carlson from Fox News. I know that is. Ah, <laughs> oh, this guy doesn't pay attention to nothing. I don't. If it doesn't involve a superhero, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> but basically, what I, I do want is like, hopefully, at some point, there's like, in terms of like accusing people with accusations and stuff like that, there becomes a better medium of of like more so 
Cause some, cause some of the stuff with like accusations and stuff is from years ago, yada yada yada, and there's no way to really prove it. That doesn't necessarily mean it didn't happen or it did happen. But hopefully, like the movement more or less inspires people to come forward when it happens. Yeah, I think it's the best thing. And I mean, with any new movement, there are, there's always going to be some like, what's the word I'm trying to use? Some kinks that need to be worked worked out. Mm. Like even with like Black Lives Matter movement, you had people saying "fuck the police" and I want to kill kill all the pigs. And so you had people on like the Fox News side criticizing them. Oh, this is an, this is indicative of the whole movement. And it's mm, like, no, yeah. it's, it's not. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, there's yeah, all yeah. there's going to be some growing pains mm-hmm. with any new movement. So hopefully, it you know forms itself yeah well i think the best thing the movie movement's gonna do is that like when things happen people will now have feel like they have a voice to actually speak on it as it's happening and that's really the best time to catch it but then um on the other side i think it also the 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 predators it will make them second guess whether or not they should do will do something yeah hopefully it'll it'll prevent things like a like the symbol of hope symbol of peace Mm. hopefully now that's in the it's in the ether. Yeah. They think twice before because they know they exactly. can... Exactly. Oh, I think it's one Twitter post. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whereas before, they can get away with it. Exactly. Oh, he touched my ass. Who cares? Nobody's going to talk about it. Now, it's like, maybe I probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. So, here's hope. All right, Superman. <laughs> Speaking of Superman... Oh, 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 oh segues. Camp, camp. Well, you're the you're the one that did it. I wasn't even. Gonna, I didn't even have a segue for that. But Cameron Mon, Monaghan, Monaghan, whatever Monaghan, his name is, yeah. the Joker. He or goes, Jerome. He goes from villain. Jeremiah. He or, goes from villain to hero. He's the voice of uh, Superboy in the Reign of Superman. So yay, quick little. Can't wait for Reign of Superman. It's gonna be fucking awesome. It's gonna be great, America. Oh my god. I think it's a five-hour podcast. But <laughs> I mean, we've been, we're covering two weeks worth of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, wow. It's like I'm adding the numbers. I'm like, yeah, wow. I think it's like a five-hour podcast. So anyway, uh, moving on. So uh, Patrick Stewart, all these reboots. So they're rebooted. They're doing another Star Trek reboot series besides the they one. They finished the other series? Besides, they're doing, no, they're doing two of them. So Star Trek Discovery is going, but then there's going to be a new Star Trek oh, series. okay. And Patrick Stewart is coming back as Captain Picard. Make it so, number one. I don't know anything about Star Trek. I didn't know if you did. <laughs> I know that phrase. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> and we are the Borg. That's but his it. statement was, despite these past years, it has been humbling to hear... Wait, no. Oops. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> what? Yeah, he said, I will always be very proud to have been a part of Star Trek The Next Generation. But when we wrapped... That final movie in the spring of 2002, I truly felt my time with Star Trek had run its course, his natural course. It is therefore an unexpected but delightful surprise to find myself excited and invigorated to be returning as Jean-Luc Picard and to explore new dimensions within him, seeking out new life for him when I thought that was over. During these past years, it has been humbling to hear many stories about how the next generation brought people comfort, saw them through difficult periods in their lives, or how the example of Jean-Luc inspired so many to follow in his footsteps. Jean-Luc Picard. Pursuing science, exploration, and leadership. I feel I'm ready to return to him for the same reason, to research and experience what comforting and reforming light he may shine on these often very dark times. I look forward to working with our brilliant creative team as we endeavor to bring a fresh, unexpected, and pertinent story to to life once more. 
To infinity and beyond. He didn't say that part. I'm about to say, I'm like, really? <laughs> All right, John Luke Picard coming back. That's cool. But they're getting, they're getting ridiculous with these fucking reboots and remakes and all these other shits. Like, he's old. I'm not even about to, I'm, I am about to talk about it, but I'm not going to go in depth with it. But like, they're bringing back All in the Family, Good Times, Wh- and what? The Facts of Life. I'm like, none of Wait these. Wait a second. Exactly. I'm like, none of these shits would be good. They're only good the, for the, the period. For the period they were. And uh, 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 they're bringing back the Jeffersons. What? Exactly. That's blasphemy. What the fuck? There's only one George Jefferson. What are you doing? He's dead, right? Did he die? Yeah. Uh, Sharman Helmsley? Yeah, yeah, he died. But I'm like, no. what are you, they were only good for like the bringing, time period. What you said? They're bringing back Family Matters? No, Good Times. Oh, okay. Good Times. But same thing. Like, it's like all in the family. Urkel. All in the family, which wouldn't work because uh, what's-his-face was racist as fuck. Yeah, that was the whole thing. That was the whole point of the show. Are you going to do like, I'm like that's basically. I'm like, that's basically just another Roseanne. Yeah, that's, that is what it was, wasn't it? But Both yeah, good good times, all in the family, the facts of life, the facts of life, yeah. the facts of life, and uh, what did I say? The Jeffersons, all in the family, good times, and the facts of life. They're bringing what? all of those back. Why? And I think there's rumblings about doing another, they're uh, redoing Golden Girls with new chicks. Why? What the fuck? Because nostal- there are no ideas nostalgia anymore. Nostalgia is a hell of a drug. <laughs> But those, but those specifically are things that were like classics for their times. Like good times is like about a the seven, a, a black family yeah, in the seventies, a, a poor black family, yeah, in the poor 70s. black family in the seventies. Uh, the Jeffersons was about our upward mobility black family in the seventies. We're moving on up to yeah. the east side. Can't nobody fucking afford the east side nowadays <laughs> in today's world. So what? Now it's like. We're moving on up. I don't want these things modernized because then you lose all the inherent value in what they represented back in the day. Like, exactly. what, what's it going to oh, be now? Uh, Maud is getting a reboot, too. Maud? Yes. Who gives a fuck about <laughs> Maud? <laughs> what? Who are these things for? <laughs> is Happy Days coming back? Is Fonzie? I want new Fonzie. It might, it might. It might be. <laughs> But like, what the fuck? Mork and Mindy? Come on, man. I love Lucy. Where, where, my, Nick, where my Nick and Knight at? So. <laughs> I mean, I love Lucy's getting a Broadway musical. Bring back all... And why stop there? Bring back all that. Keenan and Kel. Like, bring them all back. I mean, shit. Why stop there? Let's bring back the fucking original fucking Birth of a Nation. Let's redo oh, it. Jesus. Let's redo that since we're bringing shit back. Like, <sighs> Wonder Years. Can we get that back? <laughs> yeah, let's get... uh Yeah, Wonder Years. Let's get fucking Lassie. Lassie. Let's get back. Leave it to Beaver. Like, let's keep going. Let's uh, let's get. Uh, what's the horse movie, Mister Ed? Mister Ed. Let's let's just keep going. Let's this bring back all this shit. Stupid. It's, get, it's getting ridiculous. I hate our society. Ridiculous. <laughs> what's happening? Is it because we're getting old? Is that why we're getting old? So now we're getting like crotchety and angry. <laughs> it's not even that. Like, again, give me something new. Black liberation. Black liberation. <laughs> but not Buffy though. Shut the fuck up. Buffy's too I'm going to get to that later. I'm going to get to that later. Anyway, moving on. Okay. So, uh, Star Wars has officially released their cast list for uh, the next movie, and some of the names might surprise you. Lando. I'm going to stab you with my fucking <laughs> well, dick. we knew that already. Shut the fuck up. This is my section. Jar Binks. <laughs> Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, John Boyega, Oscar Isaacs, Lupita Nyong'o, Dom, Domino Gleason. Kelly Marie Tran, Jonas Su- oh, she's coming back. Sutomo, and Billy Lord. Hmm, surprising. You know who Billy Lord is? No, no. you don't, by the face. That's uh, that's her uh, daughter. Whose daughter? Carrie Fisher. Also joining the cast Wait, is... Wait, 
Why? Shut the fuck up. Also joining the cast is Naomi Aki and Richard E. Grant. Don't know who they are, but they will be joined by Mark Hamill, Anthony Daniels, and Billy D. Williams. Also reprising her role as Leia Organa is Carrie Fisher. Oh, okay. So we, I thought the daughter was going to be like a stand-in for her body. Like a body face swap. Double. No, shut the fuck up. We desperately loved Carrie Fisher. Finding a truly satisfying conclusion to the Star Wars saga without her eluded us. We were never going to recast or use a CG character. With the support and blessing from her daughter, Billy, we have found a way to honor Carrie's legacy and role as Leia Organa by reusing unseen footage we shot in The Force Awakens. Mm. Oh, The Force Awakens? Yes. I thought you were going to say Last Jedi. Interesting. Hmm. Damn, I wonder how they're going to do that then. Episode 7. Yeah, I know, but like, what in episode seven that she didn't do would fit gonna two loop, episodes yeah, later? Yeah, going to loop back around. Did she have a scene with Kylo Ren? That's, that's what they need. They need a scene with her and Kylo Ren. Maybe, but I'm like, when would that have happened? Exactly. Maybe, and then how would they fit that? In, I guess, I don't know. Maybe they'll have like scenes where she was talking to somebody else and they'll slide in a different character maybe. like If she was talking to Han, maybe she, they slot in Kylo. Maybe. I don't know. It's, it's, it's impossible to know without knowing what the footage is, but that's really interesting. Very interesting. But then I'll... But yeah, because I'm like, uh, they're bringing her daughter. But I guess this is just another way yeah, to... what was the daughter for? I guess that's just another way to honor her. Like, she's our only daughter. Okay. And she's dead. Carrie Fisher died. So another way to honor her is to bring her daughter as a character. She oh, might not, not be... Not related. She might not be a main character. Or not related to Leia. Just a character in the movie. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, you said it before we talked about the. I'm not footage. working on a movie. I don't know. Oh, I thought maybe they would layer Leia's face onto her, but they said no CG characters. Yeah, no CG characters. Okay. All right, that's interesting. I'm, I'm, I mean, I can see it regardless, but like, that makes me go, hmm. Okay. Wow. Did you watch Altered, Altered Carbon on? Uh, no. Wait. Netflix. Some of it. Well, Alter Carbon has been renewed for season two, and the new lead is going to be dun dun dun. Asian. Anthony Mackie. Oh, black. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the show. Did you watch it? I watched... That's the Asian guy that becomes a white guy? The Asian guy that becomes a white guy. Yeah, Yeah. I did watch some of it. And I don't have a problem with it because the premise that they... uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I wasn't like I mad about yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't hate it as much. Granted, I didn't see Ghost in the Shell, but I didn't hate but, it as much. That, the, was, that was cause why it was I was way, like, really? <laughs> I, I said, when I first watched it, I was like, are we doing this again? The Asian guy becomes a white guy, but I think they were smart enough where it wasn't as offensive. Yeah, but then why do it? But I, I agree. I was still saying the same thing. I'm still just like, why do it? I was The, the Asian actor was way more interesting. Yeah, like, why not just... Or do it the other way. White guy dies. Yeah, white Asian guy, guy becomes an Asian guy, but Hollywood. That might be interesting, because then what if he has, like, he encounters racism? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> a white guy, like, what, what is this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know this. I, I, where's my white privilege? <laughs> <laughs> Let that shit at the door, son. But anyway, speaking of another Netflix property, so Mowgli was supposed to come out in theaters, <laughs> but, but in, uh, bitch, you thought. <laughs> in 2019... But Warner Brothers got scared, and so they're like, send it to Netflix! Send it to Netflix! So now Mowgli will come out uh, in 2019. No, actually it was supposed to come out this year, October 19th. And so now Netflix is going to release it sometime in 2019, the Mowgli series. Which, I mean, I guess, I think ultimately is a better move. Because I feel like if it came out theaters, it would have bombed. Yeah, people already thought it was a Jungle Book sequel. 
Yeah, and it's not. It's not. So that makes that this actually makes sense. I'm sure it's not preferable to the people who made the movie, but you know, swerve away from that cinematic out outing if it's already been done and most likely better. <laughs> Keep it real. Jungle Book is probably better than this. I mean, this might be better than Jungle Book because this is more rated R. Well, not rated R, but a more. That's make it good. No, it doesn't. That's why I said it might, but it might be. I don't know. Maybe. But won't put money on it. Speaking of something, I don't. I don't bet. That's why when I went to Vegas, I was bored. Wow. But speaking of something else that's not going to be good, I already know it's not going to be good. I'm putting my prediction dick down, and it's going to bomb. Prediction dick. Charlie's Angels is getting a reboot. Speaking of all these reboots, and Kristen Stewart. Oh wait, did we talk about this already? But we uh we did. But remember Lupita and Yongo was supposed to be one of the angels, but she's not anymore. It's gonna she's be some, like what who's this? Kristen Stewart. No. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be a newer actress called her name is Ella Belinska. Okay. Yeah, this is what so this is what she looks like. Look at that generic ass team. <laughs> so yeah, so we go from Lupita to Ella Belinska, who I don't know who the fuck she is. But yeah, that's Charlie's Angels. Boo! <laughs> uh, again, another property is like, why? Who gives a fuck? Like, but something I will give a fuck about. Yay, black people! Yay, black people. Why? <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they do it better than the other yay black people. So Disney is doing another African princess movie or a black princess movie. Oh uh, yeah, you mentioned this, and I mentioned this to you, but not on a podcast. Oh right. And so, uh, which I'm like, yay, we can't get enough black print. Like, how many white princesses do they have? Snow White. Not enough. Cinderella. Michael. Yeah, shit. If you look at the fucking Wreck-It Ralph trailer, Pocahontas looks white as fuck. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, Rick Fukuyama, who was the uh, writer and director of Dope, he's writing and uh, producing an original Disney princess movie. And basically, her name, the name of the movie is going to be Sade. Okay. And here's the pitch. It centers on a young African girl named Sade, who, when her kingdom is threatened by a mysterious evil force accepts her newly discovered magical warrior powers to protect herself and her people with the help of her kingdom's prince hopefully he's black Sade embarks on an adventure that will allow her to embrace what makes her special and save the kingdom so yay black people yay for Africa she's an actual African princess this time as opposed to fucking princess and the frog which I wasn't that big of a fan of that movie uh, I don't like it either but so hopefully it's good, but I'm here for it. Hopefully, it gives me Moana feels. Oh. I am Moana! <laughs> it doesn't say when it comes out, but I'm looking forward to it. And plus, I like dope. Oh, no. Rick Fukuyama is producing it, but there's no director. Oh, okay. But either way, I'm, I'm for it. Hopefully it, op- hopefully, it opens the door. Hopefully, it opens the door for a Shuri spinoff. Yeah, give me an animated Shuri movie. So... Actually, you know what? I'm going to end with this. I'm a, I was going to do it next, but I'm going to end with it just because. Okay. So, anyway, winding down. So, uh, remember that whole dead... <laughs> winding down. Philip <Philippus> news. <laughs> so, the last 30 bits of news. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, remember the whole Deadpool sequel that got axed? The sequel? I mean, not sequel. the oh, the, 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 car- the cartoon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, the, the FX president is basically like, don't blame me, bro. Say fuck Disney. Basically, he came out and says... Uh, Because Deadline asked, like, why did you guys decide to cancel Mm -hmm. it? And he says, Marvel controls the IP and the the decisions around the IP. It was their decision not to go forward with it. Donald and Stefan's version, I personally liked it. 
we would have done the show that Donald and Stefan wrote, but it wasn't our decision. So basically, he's like, so fuck, hashtag fuck Disney. So, so he's like, you're just putting the blame yeah, on somebody he's, else? He's throwing Disney under the bus. It like, wasn't us. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't us. It wasn't me. I thought you called me on the counter. It wasn't me. I started running in the butt naked. You don't know that song. It's I too do. Black. It's too black. What do you it's mean? too black. I, love, I like that you song. You don't know that song. Isn't that shaggy? Because you didn't start singing with me. Usually if you know the song, you start singing with me. <laughs> it's too black. <laughs> <laughs> On the counter, the girl next door. Pretty we're both butt naked, making love on the bathroom you had, floor. It took too, too long to think of it. <laughs> How good I... Fuck you. <laughs> I'm so mad that you used to say that's black shit. It's you, motherfucker. It's the bully no, it's you. Shit. It's you. You project gun to me. So anyway, so speaking of something else that's trash, like that Deadpool thing. So Zack Snyder still tweeting on, well, not tweeting, but at least those Vero comments that nobody gives a fuck about. All these irrelevant shit. He's just destroying the movies more and more. Okay. Basically, you already know about this because you posted about it on your Instagram page. But basically, what everybody thought was Jason Todd. Oh, and that, this bullshit. And that scene where, you know, you saw the ha-ha-ha Batman, guess who gets the last laugh, and you saw the Robin costume. Everybody thought it was Jason Todd, and it was going to lead into future movies where they were hopefully, if they were smart, do Under the Red Hood. Because Zack Snyder understands the fans, Michael. Yes, he <laughs> understands the fans. But no, Zack Snyder came out and basically said that was Dick Grayson's costume. Um, actually, it was supposed to be Nick Grayson. And like, it's like he, he waited for the applause, and the entire internet, as a you one heard, unit... You, you heard crickets. It was like, <laughs> nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, what are you talking nothing, about? Nothing but crickets. Stupid. So stupid. He thought everybody was going to say... But did you see the... Like, I saw a screenshot of when he said it. Like, the first, like, three or four comments under him were like, oh, my God, Zach. Oh, all like the Zack Snyder dick writers was like, oh, he's so genius. It's like, are you a fan of the comics at all? Are you a fan of the DC universe at all? It's like the writing has always the, been the Jason Todd. on the fucking wall. Like, what are you doing? And there's a, under the, there's a whole storyline about that shit of the Joker killing, quote, unquote, a Robin. Even Warner Brothers knows that they wanted to make a Nightwing movie. So it's like, bro, exactly. <laughs> you're, you're fucking our shit up right now. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking up. Like, what are you doing? What do you think it is? Do you think it's, do you think he genuinely, when he wrote the script, or I guess helped write the script, no, I think, he was like, that's going to be Dick Grayson? I, I feel like or do you think he just says contrarian bullshit to get a rise out of people? I don't know. Honestly, I don't even. I can't even tell you. It's like the doomsday thing, where it's like, that who's to say there's not another doomsday out there? Because like, I'm just like, what? what's the point of saying all this shit now? This is like the J.K. Rowling shit. Oh, I'm writing this stuff. Oh, Dumbledore's gay. I didn't put it in. A, it's no, like, it's worse than that. <laughs> but no, I'm just saying. But it's like, why are you t- like? I don't care at this point. I mean, yeah, but at least that has no bearing on the story or universe. You can argue that's like why it's an issue because it doesn't have any bearing. But like this, are all crucial plot details that there's another doomsday out there then what the fuck monstrosity were we fighting in this in bvs if this is jason todd how the fuck are we getting a night i mean if this is dick grayson how the fuck are we getting a nightwing movie like you know like these things don't make it's, sense because it's not the dc unit anymore it's the worlds of dc it would have been the snyder universe if he had his fucking say and it's like if you had any confidence in Zack snyder as a creative director of this universe how can you still stand by him? How can you still say, like, he knows what we want as fans? He's He's got a finger on the pulse of what we as fans wanted from these movies from the beginning. No, he didn't. He got lucky a few times. 
But that was it. He but got Jordan, lucky. It's only it's not BVS wasn't that bad. I think it's just popular for people to just hate on it. Okay, Chris from Uncanny <laughs> Comic Quest. <laughs> no hate to you, Chris, out there if you're listening. But yeah, we, we had a few debates in our group chat, me, Michael, and Chris from Uncanny Comic Quest about this. He he thinks that people just hate on D, hate on <laughs> Batman v Superman just because it's popular. No, yeah. we, we like, hate it because there's it sucks. way worse movies out there, but yeah, it has so much hate. It's like uh, a fucking course he has got so much hate because this was supposed to be the first major live action introduction of Batman and Superman ever meeting each other for the first time ever ever. It's even yeah. though Warner Brothers has had the properties since forever. They've never made a movie about it. Yeah, it's like it's the same thing of Infinity War. Stuff. They should have been the Marvel Cinematic Universe before the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Exactly. <laughs> like if Infinity War was trash, we would still be talking about it for years. Yes. Like three years from now, we'll still talk about remember Marvel like was doing so great and they dropped the ball on Infinity War. <laughs> wow, they fucking suck. Like yeah. that's why we still hate on it. Not because I see that shit online all the time too from people that love BVS or love DCEU. They're just like, why are you still talking about BVS so many years later? Obviously, you it was some kind of impactful if you're still talking about it. And it's like, yes. yes a bad impact. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If a meteor landed on New York City, we would still be talking about it 10 plus years later. Exactly. <laughs> Not because it's a good thing. <laughs> because like, can you fucking believe that piece of shit? <laughs> God damn it. And that's exactly what BVS was. A meteor of shit. <laughs> It was a turd in the in wind. The wind. <laughs> <laughs> I brought it back. <laughs> God damn it. So, finally, okay. The Rock has come back to the Buffy topic. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, uh, with all the uh, talk about... Because clearly I was not the only one. People coming out about, oh, the Buffy thing. Why do you got to recast and re? Why did you just do a new series? We I agree. Mean, it is too black. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It should be that black. Michael Simeon on the Blur Vision podcast is right. <laughs> so in the wake of, <laughs> KKK members in the, wake of the mixed reactions, the 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 current the showrunner who's who's going to be doing the day to day. Joss Whedon is just going to executive produce, but the actual day to day person, her name is going to be Monica. Oh, so he's not even making this. Is he writing? He's he might write like the first episode or maybe an episode or two. Oh, I thought he was. But like no, he's executive. Pro, he's executive producing. Oh, okay, never mind. I, I mentioned this already. I said he already had. I don't know. In my mind, it's like I, I said he, he was had because he, be... he's doing that HBO show, so he does not going to have time to be. Yeah. Okay. All right. But she's the day-to-day person. Uh, so Monica Owasu Breen, Owusu, I hope, whatever. Is she African? She, I don't know. I, or she's, well, I don't know if she's black. I don't know. Oh. She, her parents might be African or she might. This is the last name South yeah. African. Her parents might be African or she might be African. I'm not sure. Okay. But she said, for some genre writers, it's, wait, yeah, wait. <laughs> yeah wait wait yeah yeah <laughs> wait yeah yeah no wait huh? hold up wait what huh wait who hold up <laughs> huh okay skirt, skirt. So she said for some genre writers it's star wars buffy the vampire slayer she's basically talking about what's their like number one creative work so she's saying for some people their thing is star wars mm-hmm. so she said buffy the vampire slayer is my star wars before I became a writer, I was a fan. For seven seasons, I watched Buffy, Summers, Grow Up, Find Love, Kill That Love. I watched her fight. Oh, Angel. And struggle and slay. 
There is only one Buffy, one Xander, one Willow, Giles, Cordelia, Oz, Tara, Kendra, Faith, Spike, Angel. They can't be replaced. Joss Sweden, Joss Sweden's brilliant and beautiful series can't be replicated. I wouldn't try to, but here we are 20 years later and the world seems a lot scarier. So maybe it could be time to meet a new Slayer. And that's all I can say. But it's still me called Buffy. So with those comments, to me, it basically says it's not going to be. Maybe they reported it as Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but... Based on what she's commented, she's saying, no, it's not. Again, you can keep the same name. Again, if you want the brand, you can keep the name. I haven't said this before. You can keep the name Buffy and just have a new Slayer, and then Buffy's just in the world. And then maybe in the first episode or the first season, Buffy shows up. She's like, do you, girl. So if, so if the show, is, which is exactly what I said, if they're going to do it, this is what I wanted. If it's going to take place 20 years later, and you're going to meet a new Slayer 20 years later from Buffy with everything that she did when introducing a whole new Slayers in the team mm. and the world and how that world is now 20 years later that I'm for it. I'm good. But now S- Buffy Sign Black. me up. No. Shut the fuck up. And also, and, also, and, go, and also go on to what you said. Black before. liberation! Yes, exactly. And go, on, and go on to what you said before where it was like, we was like, oh, those are some of those are the same words that people use. Fuck those people that use those words <laughs> because, because really, when those people say that, oh, why don't you just create a new character? Those people that say that, they don't give a fuck about seeing more characters of color or whatever. They just don't want their characters, quote unquote, tainted. Black. Yeah, to become black. So they don't give a fuck about introducing more diverse characters. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I want more diverse characters. Uh-huh. I just don't want hand me downs. <laughs> But but that's a, but yeah, still. exactly. You're saying it's the same words, but my intention is that just like I said oh, okay. last week, I could call you a nigger. Oh my god! <laughs> but if Chris from Uncanny Comic Course, you better not fucking do it. If he says that shit to you, you gonna block his ass on Instagram, just like all those other fucking trolls that you block on Ooh. Instagram. Okay, <laughs> fair so, point. I see. I see within your heart and your intentions, so I know. Shut the fuck up. What, what, we, I'm, I, you want to try and agree with you, <laughs> nigga? Please. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> but I'll say this. I actually want what you're describing. I, I want. Uh, I don't. I don't. I, if they did it, it was like Buffy reboot and it's Black Buffy. Whatever. I don't care. I don't want the facts of life. All in the family. The Jeffersons. No, that's stupid. Maude. That's what they're doing. <laughs> but but. This way, we can have cameos from those old characters. Like I would be. That's hyped. What I said, but I said yeah, that. I know. I I'm not saying I don't want that. I I was just fine either way. But you're like, no, never, no, my mommy. No. <laughs> but in your defense, to give you another notch in your belt, Mark Bernard agrees with that. Did you hear he talked about it? No, I didn't see his. Uh... Listen to the most recent episode of uh, Fat Man on Batman. It's just him answering Instagram questions, and someone asked him about the Black Buffy, and you know he's a fan of Buffy, so he does mention that he would rather see a continuation from Buffy rather than a reboot. That way. In like season two or three, I think he mentions like, oh, oh, this season's about Willow. Willow's in the world. And what's that about? Like, I think that's very interesting. Especially 20 years later, if you say Willow became a villain or whatever in the comics, let's not, maybe she's not a villain still, but like, if she's that much more powerful in the world, that could be cool. Kind of like when Toph trained uh, Korra. Yeah. In uh, Legend of Korra. Like Willow could come back as a mentor to yeah. this. Maybe or not every maybe not every episode the actor is still alive. Oh, there you go, Giles. Bring Giles in. Fuck yeah. Maybe have Buffy be a villain in one of the later seasons. Mm. But mind control. If it does take place twenty years later and we're keeping the comics as canon, 
Giles is a teenager now. Nobody. Okay, that's stupid. <laughs> that fucked me all up. He got, he got, he got killed. He got killed when Angel was under the influence of Twilight. I'm not gonna go into all of that, but Angel accidentally killed him, and then he he regretted it, and so him and Faith worked together to try to bring Giles back because it was a magical death. But the 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 spell kind of botched up, and so he still has the mind of adult Giles, but he's a teenager. That's stupid. Shut the fuck up. No, it's not. It's stupid. <laughs> but it's, I would like... It's comics. You know, comics does shit. Yeah. I, don't, I doubt they would keep the comics continuity, though. When did they ever But, I mean, it's 20 years later, so that the comics don't necessarily, don't necessarily affect what's going on now. Or if the, the what's going on now, and because the comics are like now. Yeah. So if it's 20 years later, it doesn't necessarily affect what's going on. It'd be funny if they, if they did bring Giles back in the show, and it was he makes like an off-reference to like being a teenager again at some point or something. You know, just as a joke. I don't know. Just Maybe. trying to figure out how to like layer in. I don't. The, the only, I'm with it. My only thing is, I'm like, you black can't, or not? My only thing I'm is, I'm just like, you can't, you can't bring Spike and Angel back as cameos. Oh, because the age. Yeah, because I'm like, there would be no way to explain that. Aren't you a vampire, bro? Yeah, aren't you a vampire? Like, what's what? The no, room? but see, because we have souls, we started aging because the souls. No. <laughs> just keep saying the word souls because yeah. the souls. Yeah, no. <laughs> gave us wrinkly skin because the souls. That's not how that, no. Okay, whatever. But either way, I'm happy with the new Buffy, whether it be a continuation or a reboot. No. I don't have the problem with it being too black, unlike some people on the podcast. I, I want it mm. to be blacker. That's why mm. I have a problem with it. Mm. But not if she's Buffy. It's that's black. not being blacker. That's being, <laughs> that's being milk toast black. Why, why is it milk toast Because black? it's based, it's, it's riding the reins of the white man. I don't want, she's going to be black. She's going to be, she's going to be black. <laughs> It's gonna be black Buffy. That's what it is. <laughs> it's like I wish there was a video of this because the way like you're hopping up and down like you're so, like no. no. no, no you, you already you, no black Buffy. No hashtag no black Buffy. No hand me downs. No hand me downs. Okay. Hashtag Buffy too black. All right, moving on. <laughs> exactly. Hashtag she is too black because I want black. I want more black stuff. Black liberation. Because if you could take, because you take it, going to what you said last, two weeks ago, we was like, you make a new Slayer and you make her more connected with the ancient Slayer and make her throw in some African mythology and all that other stuff. Mm. That'd be good. You can't do that with Buffy. I mean, you could if it's a reboot. No, Oops. no, no. <laughs> it's not a reboot then. But it is a reboot. No, it's not. It's a, it's a white boot. What? Is that? Okay. You win. <laughs> Was that the end? A black boot. That's all the news? Yes, that's all the news. Okay. But like I said, I have no problem with Michael B. Jordan <laughs> being a human touch. Oh, I that's didn't even keep editing it. Oh, I wish I could record it. It's like the way you're, like, you're wagging your head when you're saying this. Because it's not being a hypocrite. <laughs> it's like you got so much swivel in your neck that like your head's hitting both of your shoulders. <laughs> oh, I wish I could fucking show but let me Let me qualify that real quick. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, let's take it back. Dial it back. Because at least like with comics, the reason I, because comics started in like the third, like the first Superman comic was in like the thirties. The world was a completely, even Spider-Man and all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. The world was a completely different place than, than what it is now. And comics are something that are continuing till God knows when. So if you want to update and change it to reflect the world that it is, that's why I'm like I don't have a problem with it whereas Buffy that's not something that's like an ongoing continuing like the world is like like going on it's forever it's a snapshot of the 90s yeah, it's a, yeah it's a snapshot of the 90s so it's like yeah so 
if if so changing like say making human torch like into a black character whereas once before he wasn't that's like more or less reflecting i mean but there was no black people in buffy so I mean, yeah so that's why you do uh continuation <laughs> where it's all black people <laughs> well, yeah exactly it was all black people and no white people okay. and no white people <laughs> no white people just like, like on the show like, you introduced you introduced like, no. get out of here <laughs> just like in the show you introduced the first white person in season 2 just like they introduced Kendra in season 2 and then kill them off and kill them yeah exactly <laughs> kill them off oh my god Okay, hey man, hey, I'm excited for. You know what? But no, but do you I, do you get where I was going? Where I'm yeah, going with I, that? Like, why why I don't have a di- a problem with the comics versus? Yeah. Get, I know I get, Chris tried to call me a hypocrite. Oh, he called you a hypocrite. Yeah. I mean, you are, but I'm not, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's not being a hypocrite. I mean, but no, for real. No, but I I get where you're coming from. I'm not I'm not gonna argue against that. I understand. I might have said as eloquently, but and yeah. I also think that. That's a better alternative. Having a big continuation is a better alternative from a storytelling perspective than it being a reboot. Because then you fall into the trap of if you make it Buffy, you have to hit some of the same like notes that the original Buffy hit. Maybe you don't have to have the same characters, so you don't have to have a Xander or Willow or whatever, but you still have to have like, you know, she's a slayer. Oh, this is familiar. There's an angel or yeah, a vampire. It has if not, to be, if not, it has to be an angel, yeah. 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 You have to have like those like earmarks of what makes Buffy Buffy. So then you run into the like why as someone that for us, we've already watched Buffy, why would we watch Buffy 2.0 if it's not that much has changed? And if you're gonna change it a lot, why not make it a different character? So I, I get what you're saying. And uh, again, as a storyteller, I actually think it's a better alternative than just doing it all over again. So I agree with you. Oh, yeah. You say that now. That's not the fuck you were saying like, two weeks ago. I didn't say that. I yeah, didn't you prefer did. it. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that. Shut the fuck up. I don't have a problem with her being black either. Shut but you're like, oh, no. Buffy's too black. It can't be black. Shut the fuck up. If her name is Buffy, she can't be black. I want black lip. Her name should be Boof Quanda. That's, that's terrible. <laughs> that's the opposite. No. Boo, give me Boof Quanda, Boofisha, Boof Latifah. And then there's there's power in the name of the show and the brand being a black or a person of color. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like just like with Spider-Man when it was in the Ultimate Spider-Man, the Ultimate Comics, the Ultimate Marvel Universe, and that was Spider-Man. Miles Morales was Spider-Man. There was no oh, but Peter Parker's also Spider-Man and he's the black Spider-Man. It was this thing where he is Spider-Man. So there's power in that to be called Spider-Man rather than Spidey or something like that you know what I'm saying so it's like you know you can be a Spider-Man but you're not the Spider-Man and this is like you could be a Slayer but you're not the Slayer so like I get both I, I get both sides oh but when I say that it's like stop riding the fence you little fence rider <laughs> I think I'm making it very clear what I think it is no fuck your, <laughs> fuck your clarity <laughs> you got fog on your glasses, so you're not that clear. It's pretty hot. It's pretty steamy in here, actually. Anyway, that's been Blur Vision for the week, jo- guys. Jordan is fucking trash. <laughs> we took a break for a week, and now it's over. No more Blur Vision. This is it. We're breaking up over whether or not Bobby is black. Upbeat, upbeat, upbeat. <laughs> but not if Buffy is black is black <laughs> slayer slayer oh my god oh, so passionate so angry okay we have been blurred for the week uh, Bosa the alert I think that was the name yeah Bosa the alert 
be sure to get in contact with me uh, via email. Uh, it's theblurredvision at gmail.com. Um, we'll set up a, a date for us to have our our joint podcast episode. Um, it can't be... If he's available next week, we actually could technically do it next week. But then, like I said, the week after that, I'm going to be in California. So we should probably record an extra episode. Like we should do, I think I want. I kind of want to do the BVS drug commentary, guys. If you send us some donations, we'll do a video podcast episode where Jordan and I make out. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, everyone, I don't think there's everyone, any amount of money. Everyone, everyone's a little gay. <laughs> everyone sucks a little bit of dick. It's a spectrum, you know. So for an extra hundred dollars, you might see Jordan try his. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's a tear at the Patreon. <laughs> If you if you donate a hundred dollars, he might he might put the tip in his mouth. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Long as the balls don't touch. Nope. <laughs> nope. Don't listen to him. <laughs> Just the tip. But yeah, we could do like like a drunk commentary on something, either like BVS or Justice League or something. I don't and I'll give people a taste because then after I get back from California, people are saying they want it. So like, let's set up a Patreon. Let's do it. And then we have we have like you know. I don't get drunk. Like actually, I'm, try, I'm trying to get abs. I'm like somebody in this podcast. Somebody wants ads. Yeah, I got ads. You can't tell me nothing. I'm gonna be, <laughs> I'm gonna go around to California and be shirtless and get all the babes. Uh, uh no, I'm gonna go to Disney World, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm gonna go to I don't Di- need babes. I'm gonna go to Disney World see if I can smash Tiana. Ew. Oh man, that'd be amazing. <laughs> or Mulan. Ooh. Oh Mulan. <laughs> like a turd <laughs> in the wind. I wonder if Venom's there. <laughs> or a Spider-Man. He might be. Some kind of Spider-Man thing. Or but anyway, yeah. You might see a turd in the wind. <laughs> a turd in the wind. This whole podcast is a turd in the wind. This is fucking five hours. It's hot as balls that's in this ha- room. That's what happens when you skip a, skip a week. We get a six-hour episode. And Chris d- just said on his last episode, he was like, we're going to go, guys. We're not going to have a six-hour episode like Blurred Vision. <laughs> is what he said at the end? He said that at the end. Finish. And then his his, uh, his co-host was like, they really have six hours in the episode. He's like, dude, last uh, it takes me like uh, like three weeks just to listen to one episode. Well, that's just you, bro. The rest of our fans listen in a week, so fuck you. <laughs> you're not you're not legit. Obviously, you're not a true fan. Exactly. <laughs> like our my hero squad out there. Yeah. Shout out to y'all. And then on top of that, he doesn't even listen to the whole episode. So I'm like, what takes you so long? Yeah, like, he skips around. Yeah, <laughs> he skips the anime section, or if like if we review a movie he hasn't seen yet, he'll skip that. But I don't mm. even know if he goes back to it once he sees the movie. Mm. I don't know if he does that. So you're not a true fan, because some of our fans do that. <laughs> Again with the wagon the head. Shit. <laughs> Black liberation, motherfucker. Oh god. Shout out to Class 1A out there. But yeah, all right, it's been Blurred Version for the week. Uh, it's already been a five and a half hour plus podcast, so I think we're going to cut it off there. But we will see you next week. And uh, I guess play go out with that Logic song. The whatever, Logic song? Whatever that Super Mario Brothers song is. I'm going to go out with Upbeat, Upbeat, because we are back, back. I thought you were going to take it, but you did I was staring at me awkward. I'm like, oh, he's going he's gonna to rip this shit. He's just like, no, I was going to play it, but then I thought you were going to end it. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all.